I started laughing. <laughs> ran out of saliva, what a thing. Oh, yeah, she ran out of it. Try that. I don't know why, I just I just pitched it high. I know, you went really high. Yeah, really? yeah. I, I don't know what happened, I just went the next octave and I almost went off key. I had to hold my vocals down. Nicely Good done. Good job. Yeah. Couldn't tell you were struggling. Guys, in case you didn't know, this is the Game Crowd podcast Hello. number 12. And welcome back, Mean Gene. Welcome back to the world of gaming, podcasting. And a bit of wrestling. If you smell la 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 la. What the room? The Xbox is, cooking. is on fire. Anyway, sorry. That's a little. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure what to add to that. Yeah. Anyway, so it's been what, three, four weeks? I think it's been a long time. We've had a lot of stuff that's gone on. Um, what, what's gone on? <laughs> you guys were in London one of the weeks. Yes, we were. We had guests the other week. Yes. So, did you guys mean to you? Oh, yes. Okay. You was was I ill? No, yeah, no, it right. was it was us actually. No, we're the one who. No, counts. one week you was ill. Man. We came we came back from London. No, the week before that you was ill. I thought that was a previous podcast. I know I'm ill a lot. You was ill again. Mentally ill. That was you was ill again. <laughs> really? I don't yeah. think that put you off. I think Nell was ready to come, but because you no. and me got back from London, we were yeah, shattered. Oh yes. And so then we had the guests. Week. Yeah. Then yeah. And then after that, there was some other <clears throat> random reason. I don't remember why. Anyway, guys, it's not important to you why that happened. But anyway, here we are. <laughs> this is the game crowd, and we're on podcast number twelve. We haven't got a title for it just yet because we don't know what like, what's going to come of this conversation. So. Yeah. Uh, we'll let you know at the end. <laughs> Our last one was the best. I did listen to it twice. You know, it's got less less listeners, isn't it? Really? Less, yeah, but I don't really care. <laughs> yeah. Well, we do to an extent because we do get excited. There was one time when it was two hundred listens on podcast number three. Was it three? And we got really happy and we thought we could just sack our day jobs. But then that was just a glitch in the system, like you guys yeah. describe it. Um, but anyway, it's good to know that we still got seven faithful listeners. Um, Three of us and four other people. So you four randomers out there, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Two of them are your friends, I think. I think maybe. Yes. I think a shout out to Luke as well at work. He's been listening to um, at my uh, uh, place. No, sorry, not Luke. Sam. 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 Sorry, Luke. I just missed. Sorry, Sam. I missed it. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> you shall henceforth be known Luke. as Luke. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm just talking to someone. Asked Luke, who's, who's I'll tell you about in a bit. So sorry, Sam. But I thought I'd give you a mention because. Uh, You've been faithfully looking forward to our podcast. He said he was looking forward to it. Because he's, he's waiting every Monday, like, oh, I can hear. It's not. No way. Yeah, really? Yeah, he's doing it the other day. So I said, thank you, Sam. I'll, I'll That's awesome. You this weekend, yeah. So I'm big glad, shout out to Sam. I'm glad that we're interesting to other people than ourselves. Because, I mean, I really enjoy the sound of my own voice. And <laughs> I, I don't. I think I'm a bit, I don't know, bit, <clears throat> lack of a better word, a bit wrecked. <laughs> you don't like listening to yourself? I don't know, no. You don't like I'm your not voice? To to, I don't even like my own singing. Really? I'm not singing. I don't like because I'm always thinking, ah, oh, could I sing that better? Or because you're highly critical, aren't you? Better, could have done that better? Or like, especially when I like I just recorded the vocal, especially when I did like um, uh, when you hear your own dead vocal without no reverb. That is, yeah, okay, it's horrible. Yeah. 
you hear every floor in it and it sounds yeah. like because yeah. it's unpolished isn't it there's yeah. no work done on it no. so like no one no one sounds like how they eventually sound on record so yeah. you hear it and even when you're singing live you have the natural acoustics of the room yeah and the mic the reverb of the mic yeah room acoustics and probably a fair bit of alcohol yeah. <laughs> so I, I never drink when I was singing oh, no I mean that other people oh yeah other people yeah. yeah that would lead them to think that they sound amazing yeah, but then exactly. a lot of things like I was watching the the who were Liam Gallagher and what was their name Oasis Oasis, Oasis yes Ruby. I was watching I know it's terrible <laughs> yeah see but that's not my genre one of them was a hardcore Man City fan yeah, I didn't bother but every gig, they were, this was Supersonic, the documentary I watched last week. And yeah, they were, every gig they would have a drink or two. Mm. And that would just... Very make... unprofessional, I think. What I don't know, I think it depends on the... It probably is, but... I, I, as, a, as a musician, I think it's very unprofessional. <laughs> but that was their style, wasn't it? That yeah. was the thing that well, they did. Well, a lot like... of the rock and roll, the pop, pop culture is that. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think... I don't think it's... Like me, I wouldn't do that mm. at all. You probably, as you gig to me now, you know. Yeah, I know. You know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because you always play professional, stay, stay right, and you, you keep, keep a better image. I suppose it does affect your voice, doesn't it, now? It does affect your voice, yeah. But I think I think they relied on both aspects of that. Yeah. They needed it to affect their voice, yeah. and also they needed it for the type of gig that it was. They, I suppose, do you know when you have alcohol, you can control your voice when it's lower keys? Because mm. they're not, I, I can't remember, they, 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 they're not seeing really on a higher pitch today I can't remember any of the songs I think Liam did yeah yeah if you try and sing along with it it's quite high sometimes mm. <clears throat> oh, sorry I, I, really got into, I really got into Oasis because oh, that documentary yeah. nice yeah that's an epic song yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I loved Oasis massive Oasis fan yeah. I liked them because of their drama well this is from watching Supersonic I was like oh that's interesting <laughs> them to keep having a fight I, see I don't know anything about that I just I remember what's the story Morning Glory like that album and uh the other massive one from that time, like it's got like all their famous hits on Don't it. Yeah? Back in anger. Was Aviv at the same time as well? Yeah, like, man, absolutely. And Blur. Aviv. Um, what's the main song? The Beatles. No. No, the Aviv. They had that. Lucky oh. Man. Huh? Bittersweet Symphony. Bittersweet Symphony. Yeah. Yes. What a track. No, that's Millennium. Oh, I'm getting my songs mixed up. That's not Millennium. That's uh, uh, Nancy Sinatra. Yeah, but Robbie Williams and Nick Smith. So if you're in the States, you just had a quick catch up of the UK oh, music yeah. scene in the 90s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so shall we start with yeah. how have you been, Raj? Oh, okay, start, start with me. So as I mentioned here before, well, let's go. I'll start with the recording. Yeah, I recorded my comeback single vocal which worked really well. Ruby was taking lo- loads of photographs. So if you're following me on social media, you can see... What's your social media? Um, at Raj, Raj underscore call. Cool. Yeah. yeah, Raj Call. At, at, at Raj, Raj Call Official. Raj some Raj of it's Raj Call Official, some of it's Raj Call. Oh, okay. I should know this because yeah. I do your social media. Yeah, but there's right pictures right of stuff I've been recording my first vocal. Thanks to Ruby. And Boo, one of my friends, he did the backing vocals for me. Raj Call Official yeah. on Instagram. So it was quite like... Coming back, it was quite... It was my first recording I'd done for years. Mm-hmm. Like, probably come 10 years, maybe? Yeah, so it was the first recording I'd done for about 10 years now, so uh, coming back. And I, I felt it was all right. It went, went, went quite well. Mm-hmm. Um, got back into the groove of things. And um, and the guy who... I chose the guy specifically because he was uh, the guy who, whose recording studio we used. He Because he was uh, uh, 
uh, proficient in 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 uh, Punjabi language and mm. Indian singing. So you know when you go off key or you got a pronunciation all wrong, he'll pick it up and okay. correct you. Yeah. And, and most engineers they just let you record your vocal. That's it, and you come out. Yeah, you pay, pay like for that. your time. And yeah, exactly. Uh, he did not like that. Asrubs, he, he was like very taking part. No, do this. Let's sing it. Bit more emphasis here. Mm. It's almost like vocal coaching live on the, on, the, on the goal. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. Good. Yeah. I feel like we need to tell the listeners a bit more about the setting because this is a shock to me. Hmm. So when Raj said we're going to go to the recording studio, mm-hmm. I assumed a recording studio, which would be a building, and you walk through a door, and you know it's got it's got to have equipment. No, this was in Wolverhampton, and it was down where you got a street with loads of Asian shops. And this was on top of a shop that sold pots and pans. And, you know, so, you, you know, you walk into this shop, you've got Candles. all these... Po- yeah, exactly, like yeah. big pots, lots of pans everywhere. There was a little old lady behind her counter and it looked like a newsagent with lots of pots and pans. And then she... And you said you were here for the recording uh, studio. And she pointed towards the back of the shop. And now this was... You walked right to the back of the shop, you took a left, and then you walked up these really dark stairs... And then you walked through another narrow passage and there you go, there was a room with a bloke with a recording studio. And the recording studio was fantastic. You know, it was, had all this professional equipment. It had the padding on the side walls. And I was just thinking, you never thought a pot and pan shop had this at the top. Mm. So I think mm. personally, it was quite a journey for me. Mm. Like, I know this is now normal yeah. to you. You guys are looking at me going, yeah, this is normal everyday <laughs> stuff. But for me, it was like, wow, okay. You know, like, mm. I've always known like Asian shops to be... The funny thing was... There you go, the floor up was a recording studio. The funny thing was that wasn't the best studio. That was quite, like, in studio quality words, it was just a living room, like a bedroom. Yeah. One bedroom had the, the the mixing desk and everything. The other room, the other bedroom had the recording. Well, it was just, like, uh, soundproofing and a bit of rug. Yeah, there. yeah, sure, like just a curtain. Yeah. Yeah. I just mean, it was... A vocal, so it wasn't the best, most professional studio in the sense of equipment, but... You don't need that these days, do you? Well, I mean, I don't think you ever have really, but like, yeah. it's more the expertise going into yeah. the recording. Oh, this guy was so professional. He kept stopping these guys and saying, right, I'm going to restart again. This is how, when you sing, sing it like you're smiling. He really mm. went to town and he took his time. And, you know, I was just shattered, but, you know, I had to go it out. It is exhausting. Some... It is. Three hours it was. It's mentally tiring, isn't it? Like, it was draining. It was three hours to record a three, three minute track. Yeah. <laughs> But, it was, but this guy was great, you know, the way, like, we only paid X amount, but I just thought for studio time, and mm. and I just thought, gosh, next time I walk past a pot and pan shop... Wonder what's going on upstairs. Exactly, upstairs, <laughs> yeah, you're just thinking, yeah. okay, I just thought it was a flat, but no, it's a guy, and, and, and he was great, because he even said that, this is what I want to do full-time with my life, and he was mm. about 50, 60, yeah, and he's really good at what he does but he's one of these people who's like a je- hidden gem because there's not mm. much demand for your genre of music or yeah. there is but there isn't yeah. mm. well he used to be part of the live live band scene back in the day mm. so he was uh, uh, part of the live band scene in um, uh, in the 80s and maybe early 90s especially in the 80s he was part of the live band scene live uh, band band scene mm. at that time so he had loads of albums and stuff back in the day Yeah. so he knows his music knows his vocals yeah. and stuff uh, but he didn't. He, uh, that scene's gone. It's dead in the UK. Mm. The DJ scene's still going, but the band scene's quite dead. But mm-hmm. he's still actively recording because the fact that, like, yeah. you know, before an um, appointment before us lot was this lady with her husband and her kid with her, and you know, so she's wearing wow. a she's wearing an Asian suit and everything, and you wouldn't look at her. You just think she's quite normal looking, mm, you know, yeah. for that scene. But no, she's there, and 
I think he played what she had recorded and she had this amazing voice. Mm. It sounded quite... But to me, it did. Yeah. It sounded like Bollywood standard, you know, like what you hear in this... Wow. And you're just thinking, you know, you just look at these people thinking, I underestimated everything about this place. Yeah, yeah but what... Sorry. No, no, go on. What happened though? That lady... So, she, see, our, our appointment was for 12. Was it 12? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, 12. So that lady's appointment was for 10. She's supposed to come 10 to 12. We're supposed to come get 12. So she only got there at half eleven. Oh no! So she was she was on the thingy. Then the guy goes, "Well, you, you came late, so you're gonna have to leave." So basically, she had to leave, and then so we it's came fair late. enough, isn't yeah, it? You pay said, for your slot. Yeah. But apparently, he said that's commonplace. Some people yeah. turn up two hours later, going, "Oh yeah, I'm here to record," and he goes, "Okay, no, but yeah, exactly." That's what I mean about what I was on about Oasis, the professionalism. You have to, you have to be really, really professional because it makes a massive impact. I agree with you, but I think like for the level they got to. Yeah, you can't. No, I'm not. I'm not saying I'm better. Than, like, but, no, no, I'm not saying like that. that. But just like they were in a different place. That that's all it was. Like yeah. they could turn up late because they're yeah. racist. No, no one cares. Like probably put inconvenience a lot of people. Maybe. Yeah, but, but see, see these things as an artist now. Like, I don't agree with that. Like I think you should always go exceptional, so you always have a good rapport with people, people who you work with. Yeah. That's just my opinion. I agree. I mean, I've always yeah. tried to be that way myself, but um, I, th- I just think... No one's going to turn down Oasis. Like, no recording studio is going to say, right, Oasis is due today, and if Oasis were three hours late, I doubt they'll tell Oasis, no, sorry, come back at your slot. But they can never do that. But for me but now, no. you see, the professionalism of Oasis, see, the Oasis is like a worldwide massive band. Mm. They could, but I reckon if they had, like, this is my opinion, I'm not, this is t- totally... Like Rogers, if you're not knocking Oasis, I'm not going Oasis. I could never reach standards of Oasis, but I reckon it could be even bigger with professionalism. That's what I always think. So I, I don't know. I, maybe I, I can't. I somewhat agree, but only because when I watched Supersonic, I was just thinking the young, the little one. Liam. He's the shorter one. Yeah. Yeah, not the, he's the older one, right? I, I, yeah, Noel's the older one, I think. Yes. Yeah. And then so the, the and then the younger one's taller and meant oh. to be the more good looking one. Yeah. Oh, he said know. he's yeah. the cooler one. I don't know then. <laughs> I don't know which one, which the, one, the which vo- one Neil, Noel, which one Liam? So uh Noel is the one who plays guitar generally yeah. and That's Liam it. is generally the one who sings. Okay, so Liam's the tall one, the younger one. Okay. And Noel's yeah. So anyway, um but they were like constantly rude. Yeah. Every interview. Like yeah. they, it's like they never worked a day in their life in solicitors for example or you know what I mean no, like no, a, no. doing anything they, their first job was always music and constant music and when they were talking they were just con- like routine like they never shook yeah. that rude teenager attitude no. but that, that's the thing about rock I, I don't think he's polite and I think that was part of the appeal of them like yeah. he was just that he was they're rebels yeah, rebels adventurous or rock stars I'm not saying it's good or it's right or mm. it's definitely unprofessional but that's the image that's that's who they were and that's how they made it and that's what made them so great that they didn't play by the rules and they didn't like stay straight in their lane like at the, at the time of like manufactured music that was so refreshing mm. like these guys just came out and just blitzed it and did their own thing wrote music that appeal to people and that was primarily the thing like they wrote good music you know mm. sorry then, guys our dog is snoring in the background <laughs> you hear it that's Yoda, that Yoda snoozing yeah. away under the table um, but yeah sorry carry on no yeah. just you know there's different ways to skin a cat aren't there I mean I personally I think like professionalism does take you a long long way because 
you know, ultimately, you don't want to burn bridges. You know, you don't want to go to a studio and leave a bad impression so that you can't yeah. go there again. That's true. Or like, you know, you don't want people to think, oh, I don't want to work with him because mm. he was an idiot last time. He was drunk or he was, you know, mm. rude to everyone. You don't want to work with people like that. Yeah. But at the same time, if that momentum gets going yeah. like it did with Oasis, that they're suddenly one of the UK's biggest acts and in probably Europe and in the world, yeah. like they can afford to be idiots because like... They can, they can <laughs> afford anything. Like you could just imagine them. Yeah. The way they were, it was... They come across like that. They didn't know? need to say hello, please, thank you. At all, no. No. I think they were like proper working class though. Like, oh yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? They, they, they didn't... Nothing was given to them. Oh, they worked hard. Right. They worked really hard. Like it, Guys, watch Supersonic, seriously. It, I was, it was dead interesting. Yeah. The way these guys... Um, were gigging around everywhere and they were just like no one's writing about us hmm. they're just ignoring us really and they're not paying attention to us you know and then they kind of I can, I can relate to that bit <laughs> it, it, was, it was insane yeah. like, you know they, they they start they jumped on the back of this girl band that were touring then you know just got invited to you know just yeah. because they met them <clears throat> and then they end up being the bigger act wow wow at the end and that was girl band group I mean I've never heard of them and don't think we'll ever hear of them again but Oasis got a big enough catalogue where they could basically never release a track and will always have always have a full out stock, oh. <laughs> always have sold out gig. Definitely, like I, mean, I, mean, I don't mean like pub gig. I mean like literal stadiums AC and stuff. Yeah. Stadiums, man, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, That's how big, yeah. they worked hard for it though. Like yeah. just the so. way they went to it. it's like concert music was just their air breath, breath breathed. I'm just <laughs> never a fan of it now. Like, <laughs> it's- Breathed and slipped. Do you know what? I'm never a fan of it. I, I mm. don't know, just probably me. Being no, no, I'm not but a fan of it. That's, that's totally... Yeah. You're right, Raj. I actually yeah. think you're right, you know? But I just think that um, we, we can't knock them for that because that was their appeal. Yeah. That was part of who they were. Yeah, you know? that and, tells and story. also, amazing songs, you know? Yeah, the songs are... That's, that's the key thing, really. Like, they were idiots, but people almost excused that because their songs were epic. That's, that's the thing. It was like, all of them, like... They, that you never saw the soft character. They were always just joking around or messing about with their mates. Mm. But their songs revealed who they were. Yeah, I think so. Like, you know, um, they both had a hard upbringing from their dad. Yeah. And, you know, this song seemed to just get them to talk about it. Mm. That's what they even said. The music was somehow a release from mm. a troubled past. They a lot were, of successful sort of bands and artists say that, don't they? That music's their outlet. Yeah. So, yeah. Amy Winehouse had a hard... Had it hard says she does mm. she did and yeah it was just yeah you can understand that mm. yeah anyway that's we talked 18 minutes already into talking about asking how you were go on yeah. carry on yeah, I mean, just, just scratch <coughs> sorry so sorry sorry, sorry, sorry that just took over Oasis. it's okay that's what Oasis does rob the show though doesn't it I don't know whether I should limit it should I limit no talk or carry I, on I'd like to hear it it's going to be three hours otherwise but I don't mind that. I enjoyed the last one I mean yeah so anyway so back to the recording so finish recording the track um, I learnt a lot from it as well this time coming back I think I need to practice a bit more and put more expression in my voice because mm-hmm. that's what he picked out the guy who's helping me the, the recording engineer so um, I went back and just practiced a bit more my expression which I'm still working on now so for my next song because I've just I've got a few ideas of what to do I've got a few trial songs of what to work on my next song because this song's almost done now just uh, I was just Luke just texting me now He's the recording engineer who I'm using, so he sorry, the mixing engineer. He's just uh, texting me about the vocals and stuff now. But he said they sound good, 
but he might just be polite. So. <laughs> he is meant to be a really polite guy. I mean, yeah, he's a lovely guy. He's from Leicester. Did you tell Nell how he charged you? Or? Yeah, yeah, you tell me. Like, Can you believe that? Yeah, that's incredibly yeah. kind. Exactly. Yeah, really, really nice. Anyway, that, that's my recording. Done that. Uh, thanks to Buggles after doing backing vocals. Um, the other thing I did was my, one of my best friends, like ch- child mates, he's, uh, he's 40th birthday. So I went to Wales. He'd been booked a cottage in Wales or apartment. Singing. But this is the week before the recording, so it's taped back a bit. Week before the recording, so I had to I had to go and practice. I took all my most of my musical studio. Are <laughs> you kidding? I took my MacBook. I took my. Uh, I took my harmonium. Wow. I took my um, uh, mini keyboard. You know the. Um, uh, What's it called? MIDI keyboard? No, not, not the MIDI keyboard. It's a uh, sorry, micro keyboard uh, mm. of, that I've got, which has all my samples and stuff in there, double samples and mm. like uh, different things, just to practice as well. I put beat percussion and because it because in Indian singing you can have you can practice on different types of beats. Like it's well in every enemy music, but it's not so common in Western music. It's more used like you get seven beat cycles and mm-hmm. fourteen beat cycles and nine beat cycles, which are not 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 used in general music in pop music yeah but just to practice that so I was using I took all my studio there so I told I told my friend I said well I'm coming definitely but I need to practice I would have thought they'd love that okay. they did actually they were alright because at the end of the one the one of the days we end up to the harmonium and just singing and stuff oh, in the middle of the night yeah uh, so uh, had a bit to drink I don't really drink that much but I had a bit to drink that day but I can't play and sing at the same time. <laughs> As we found out on New Year's. Yeah, I just can't concentrate. <laughs> it's a concentration level. Yeah. I, can't, I can't do it. It's, <laughs> it's really I think it's a hard thing to do at the best of times, but when you've had a drink, it's even worse. Yeah, I think if I was just playing chords, I could do that mm. because I'm playing the whole song literally with the harmonics. It's quite hard. Yeah. So, because uh, chords, you could just, just four, four chords, that's it. And just yeah. back them. This is like, so imagine you're, each note you're playing yeah. rather than chord. So... It's com- this uh, uh, magnifies the complexity. Did you guys have a good sing song at any point? Yeah, that was time we were singing and we had uh, your drinks, bit of sing- yeah, sing bit along. singing. Yeah, Do you got what? Why is it? I asked you this before, like, so you know, th- these are your mates, your <coughs> bloke mates from day one. You took the food because you, you were the cook. Yeah. But you weren't allowed to take a cake and say, right, we're going to sing happy birthday. Yeah, we had a cake. Yeah, but okay, why, why <coughs> can't you blokes? Sing happy birthday to each other. Could have. I think we did say happy birthday, happy birthday, cheers. Not we didn't sing happy birthday. But why? I can't imagine a group of blokes. Exactly. Okay, but why? Why don't you guys do that? Like, okay, you guys can go to a cottage together. You can go and sit in a hot tub together. Why don't you girls like? So we're talking about. Why don't you girls sit together and watch like? Commando together. <laughs> we can. But you don't, do you? Some, some girls no, do. No, you don't. Well, we don't. If the other girls you say they want to watch Commando, I'll watch Commando. But you don't, in general, you don't do that. It's a similar thing. We can. Well, you can't say collectively girls, don't they do? Some girls do. I've never heard of girls sitting down and watching Arnold Schwarzenegger films all the way through. <laughs> I, I know a handful of girls who might watch a couple of... Like, yeah, that's probably there you go. But a group of girls go over and get away. Oh, let's watch Arnold Schwarzenegger Okay, we've well, got a group that of girls playing professional women's football and going that's, for a pint after. I do know that. Yeah, that's different, but you can't... They pro- they're probably the same girls who watch... No, them. but they're a team, aren't they? So they all go together. They're probably the same girls that go off and watch Arnold Schwarzenegger films. I think I'm never <laughs> I can't imagine yeah. it. I think it's just, Maybe. I think it depends. No, but it's just like. You're getting a point now, No, no, no but I'm not, asking, I'm not saying collectively guys. I'm talking about you in general. Just you. Not, not, not like. Personally, ne- yeah. yeah. Uh, personally, 
I know. But you guys are saying it's a guy thing. No, no, I just think it's a little bit effeminate. If, if I walked out with a cake, with the lights turned out, and start, you see, you're smirking already. There is something <laughs> wrong with it. <laughs> you're smirking. <laughs> that mental image made you laugh. Tell me why. Why did you laugh? It's just the way you made it sound really pansy. It is pansy. There you go. That's why you don't do it. <laughs> but look, it's your mate's we, 40th. We pour drinks and we'd say cheers. But, and you know, but then you guys miss out on cake. You miss out on... We don't have cake. We had cake. Oh, well, I mean, I would imagine yeah. there's cake. Like, but you just don't do the whole motherly sort of candles and, oh, here you are, darling. Happy birthday. How old are you this year? Yes, make a wish. Yeah. Unless you're taking the mickey. Yeah. Like, I would do oh, that. Come on, like, exactly. Why don't you take the mickey? If it's 40th birthday, you know, you should have done it. Yeah. There's something motherly and creepy about it. I don't yeah. know. Right. Pansy, as you said. That's a great word for it. Could, you made it sound pansy. Pansy dragoon. Yeah. Pansy dragoon. So Taking it back to games. Right that was a world strip. We didn't do much because it was raining and the weather was horrible. And that's to wild. get out of the region, you have to drive. Wait, sorry. Let's go back to pansy. But didn't you say you were sat in the hot tub, all you lads together, and one of them, re- one of them reached over and started going, nice beard. <laughs> you didn't do that. You told me. No, I didn't. You told me that's what they no. did. Okay. Why is that? Why, why is that not crossing a boundary? But, no. but bringing walking no, with the cake. You, t- no, you told me they all complimented your beard. No, they complimented me. No one's strong on beard. No one's strong on beard. No one's. You no, and, and they complimented in the way. This, this was this was a compliment literally. Listen. He told me someone stroked his beard. Listen. listen. <laughs> he told me. Look, imagine all your drunk mates together. Okay, all, they've all had a bit to drink. They're sat in a hot tub in their under what, 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 swim shorts or whatever right but basically you're all you're all big blo- you're all big blokes and you're all you know there you go sat in the tub together and when you're sat in a hot tub you're quite in close proximity they all complimented your this beard this is version of my account no so I'll tell you the proper version <laughs> and then you said one of them let over and stroked your beard again now do you read that I don't know what to believe at this so, point okay, can I clarify that and this is after they've had a drink so you can imagine can that Come on, right? Of course we can. That's okay, So this is this is what happened. We was sitting in the tub, having a beer, and all someone, in your shorts. Someone commented, "Yeah, I think we were in shorts." Oh, let's not go there. Anyway, so, so. I mean, someone wasn't. <laughs> Basically, my point is the boundaries. So this is what happened. So someone said to this. This was this was the male version of the compliment. How does that? It wasn't an arrow compliment. So he goes, "This is oh." I says, oh, I got, my beard got wet and dry. So I says, oh, I need to hold my beard now. Just, just that like, thing because it's because of... Just ma- maintain it, yeah. And they go, oh, oh do you, by the way, do you dye your beard? <laughs> and, and I says, oh, no. And, and, and then my cousin's cousin said to me, that's what I thought was that. You dye it in like proper beard and stuff. Like, do you know what I mean? And one of my friends said, like, in the other conversation, oh, because I try, I try to grow it, I can't grow it properly. That, that that was the the, the, the length of so the they verbally stroked your beard exactly yeah verbally exactly so it wasn't like oh can I forgive you <laughs> oh that feels lovely oh I wish I no not it. that but basically oh, one yes. of them reached out going nice beard that's what you told me they just walked, they, lent, yeah, yeah. they reached over and went nice beard I like your beard anyway so that <laughs> that was my bearded adventure in Wales that's incredible but it was quite secluded so we couldn't we couldn't go any the weather was bad so we couldn't go trekking or anything because mm, it was quite dangerous shame. it was yeah. actually hailing wow this was when we had was it Storm Dennis mm-hmm, mm-hmm. was it Storm Ralph or something <clears throat> something like that one of the it, it was a big storm though wasn't it, it was like, yeah. UK was really hard hit yeah exactly and it comes from that that side doesn't yes. it so it comes from Wales but we ended up going because it was on the border of uh, uh, board of Herefordshire so we ended up going Heref- uh, to Herefordshire and then there was this pub 
which was the last pub of England. No way. Because then the border, you go to Wales. Oh, that's so cool. So they said, this is the last pub in England. Nice. Uh, it's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, we went there and we just tried the lo- local ales and stuff. Got, went around the area and just, not there wasn't much to do there. Like, it's quite a secluded place. But sure. we met some of the locals and said, oh, do you, it's not, you need to come in the summer. They'll probably stroke his beard as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, mate, you got a nice beard. Where are you from? All right, mate. <laughs> come back in summer. <laughs> stroke that beard for you. <laughs> You can share our pool. Yeah. Anyway, Rude, so, you have some really weird ideas oh, about what plugs do, man. I know. I only go by what I'm told. I only go by what I'm told. You guys can't have happy birthday sang at you, but you can compliment each other's beards. You guys run through boxes in your spare time together. <laughs> your brother complimented him with a beard. Exactly. That's what I don't understand. Yeah, he goes, oh, I like your beard and stuff. Exactly. <laughs> and then, and he's got a fully grown beard. You're kidding me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He did that well. He must have a good beard. He's got very full eyebrows, so I can't, you know, it probably took him five seconds to grow, I don't know. Maybe the bit he shaves, he's on the tape back on. Maybe. (laughs) Hope he's not listening to this. (laughs) I hope not. I don't think he does, anyway. Anyway, so that's that. Um... Yeah, so that was my weekend of worlds. got back. You, <laughs> missed, still you missed the good bit. You cooked a big part of lamb curry. Ooh. Basically, you missed the, you know, so it sounded like a yeah. good weekend. You made it just sound like you went all the way to Wales, couldn't go anywhere because of the storm, <laughs> and sat in a tub full of blokes talking about beer. And went to a pub. As well. <laughs> I was cooking. You missed, you missed all the good bits. So basically, what he did was, this is, it was a good weekend away. I know I'm taking over your segment, but you God, really tell it. the story rubbish, right? You make it sound really weird. <laughs> Exactly. So you went to a catered, cell catered cottage. You were the one who catered. You cooked some lamb curry, and everyone loved it. There was none, none left. And then you guys all drinks till late. I think you were the first one to go to bed. Yeah, I'm. I'm not like too much of a. Like some of them guys are drinking till seven. I'm not a like, massive drinker or anything, yeah. but. Uh, some of these guys are drinking till seven o'clock. And then you went. You know what they like. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. obviously you couldn't get up to go for a hike because everyone was too yeah. out of it. Or then I had to practice anyway. So then, I got there on the Wednesday. Sorry. No, no. Are you going to tell me about my journey? To That's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one actually. Sorry. <laughs> no, go for it. Go on, Ruth. So on the Wednesday when I got there, I cooked uh, a pot. I froze up, uh, up some mutton and did all, did all my took all my ingredients there. Took a little mini blender. And uh, this, this uh, Wednesday night I started cooking. So we had a pot of uh, mutton. That's awesome, man. That's with, so good. Uh, naan breads. And uh, yeah, so that was. Th- and then this Thursday, I cooked um, uh, chicken and spinach. That was just more awesome cooking there that day. We did not mind. Well, who else is going to like cook the awesome stuff that you do, man? Then yeah. you had a wicked laugh over drinks. There you go. Yeah. And then you sat in the hot tub together it's all of you. And, and, I, yeah. I didn't actually do much of the hot tub because. When it was cold and it was late, I was cooking, so they were they were like out there. It was sheltered face, but it was cold actually. But when you got out of the hot tub, oh, then you really feel it. Yeah, you yeah. feel that like chill, like proper. Yeah. Did you tell me you nicknamed somebody Hot Tub Time Machine? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do it. it How's that top, top tub? Hot Tub hot Time Machine. Time machine. I don't, I don't, I don't because know. he spent all his time in the hot tub. Yeah. He's three, he's in the three hours. <laughs> I love, you like are it's so funny. Isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Three hours in the hot tub. Yeah, exactly. He had that's... wrinkles and all sorts. No wonder you didn't want to get in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Can you imagine a bloke's been sat there for three hours? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's because it's after you see bubbles going, so you can get away with like, oh, letting your bubbles up. Me. Oh gosh, what? There's eight yeah. lads together. Oh gosh, no. Not eight. See, what's he proper exaggerate? You do. Wait, wait, how many? Five of us. <laughs> 
Okay, same thing. Five of you in a hot tub doesn't make a difference. There's four at each time. Oh, right, okay. Four of you farting away. Could you imagine? Do you remember that um, thing of Wales? I got back and sort of, I've gone in half an hour just mind months. Don't worry about it, I love it. Yeah. It's funny, man. So, <laughs> the other thing I did was you know, recording, which I talked about. Mm-hmm. Then I went from work to York campus this this weekend, no, what, what, on Monday. No, before that, we had some guests come over and they've got a seven month old baby mm-hmm. really cute mm-hmm. her name's I forgot her name so it's named Abimla old auntie yes. old Indian auntie name. her name's Ileana yeah Ileana that's Raj it, yeah. kept forgetting because he kept holding her going oh and then he like look at me going what's her name what's her name and I was like Ileana he goes oh right right and he keep forget two minutes later so he started calling her Bimla <laughs> Exactly. And now they're calling it Bimla as well. No way. Yeah, Actually, the mum sings her going, but, but, Bimla. Bimla. Yeah. Bit, bit, Bimla. And actually, the baby starts bopping as well. You're kidding. Yeah. Seven first words going to be Bimla. Exactly. Seven months old, she's bopping along in time. Nice. Very That's talented. Pretty cool. pretty cool. Yeah, so I'll call her Bimla now. Gorgeous baby and stuff, so. Mm. Yeah, but that's her name now, Bimla. The Raj effect, honestly. Anyone else gives a kid a nickname and the parents are like, Pah. Forget that. How dare you call out? No, yeah. once you know what happened now. What? I was at church, right? And the guy's a doctor there. So he, he doesn't know, like, you know, Hansworth, Winter Greens, like Birmingham slang. Sure. So when you call a kid a maniac, it means that like, oh, you little menace sort of thing. Yeah, like, in a friendly way. In a friendly way. way. Yeah. He goes, oh, don't call my son a maniac. Is that a maniac? Especially being a doctor, a doctor as well. Yeah. <laughs> maniac like, oh, maniac oh, I means. Mean that. <laughs> <laughs> Maniac means you suffer from a mania, a mental because health issue. When you, when, you, when you take it back to the root of the word, yeah. that's actually deeply offensive. Like, yeah, you don't mean that. No, it's just like he what lads call each other. He was quite, well, he wasn't offended, but he was a bit like, oh, don't, you know. Really? Don't call my son a maniac. It was quite funny that he told Raj off, but then, but then, but then he stroked your beard and made up with you. <laughs> the universal manly sign of peace. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so then I went to York. We had to do this from work and... Uh, James was, with, James was with me, but this was the last week, it's going to break into my last bit segment, mm-hmm. about the coronavirus, so this this was the last week of travelling we could do, because after that, uh, because of the coronavirus, we're going to stop travelling at work. Sure. Which is stop now, what's up? What are you laughing? Why are you cracking the room? the giggles. <laughs> what is no, my coronavirus? I want to ask, has James got a bit? No, no. <laughs> but James is one of these guys, right? You can imagine them two straight shots. <laughs> James has got one of these guys, he shaves in the morning and an hour later he's got a stubble. Really? Yeah, he's like that. Man. Yeah, Super James is a hardcore imagine. Villa fan. Yes, oh, that like, guy. Not only hardcore Villa fan, he's like one of 3,000 fans that goes into the weekend. What a hero. Well. What a hero. Yeah. One man. I love so it. I was telling you, he's, he's very fickle. Yeah. He's fickle a, is the word that Villa fans are allergic to because one of our previous managers like really got under everyone's skin by calling us fickle. Yeah. Playing that sort but of, but he is now. Mm. I said he wanted like Dean Smith out. Ah, oh, James. To Leicester that day, he was sitting there. I think a lot of fans did that night because yeah. that was brutal, man. Yeah, it was, but it was. That was uh, a... as, as I said to you, I was discussing Villa here. Villa, as I said to you, this is my thoughts is that any manager who had those injuries to their squad, of course, they did really struggle. So, hundred percent. I don't. You can blame Dean Smith for that. It's not Smith's fault at all, but just people want someone to blame. You know, it's yeah. a scapegoat. It's just injuries that have happened. You've had like major injuries. Yeah. Your keeper's gone. McGinn's been out. Your stri- main striker of you has yeah. gone out. So that's the season. core of your team's gone. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know what? Wait, what are you supposed to do with that? Uh, and they're know. not gone for like one, two games. They're for most of the season. Most of the season, and yet we've still made a cup final. Yeah, exactly. So, I can't yeah. wait till we come to you. 
Why? Talking about Villa. Oh, no. I, I did put that in my notes, to be honest, yeah. but I can't really live that misery. Anyway, but at work at the moment, we've got a coronavirus uh, pandemic. Yeah, oh. epidemic, whatever you want to call it. Um, wow. So... Does that mean you're at James, home? when he was travelling with me, so he had a slight cough. Mm-hmm. As soon as he comes in the next day, because we were doing a lot of travelling and mm. stuff, like that, as soon as he comes the next day, he was sent home. He was sent home, they said, because he had a slight cough. Yeah, because okay. the, the, the guidelines at work at the moment, if you've got a cough or temperature, you've got to self-isolate for Fair seven enough. days. Find out if it's coronavirus. If it's coronavirus, then you for two weeks. <clears throat> and if anyone you've been in contact, so I was in contact with the whole order of to self-isolate as well. Oh, you didn't have any symptoms? No, I'm all right. But even if he did, if he was, if he did have coronavirus, he he would have to like literally, uh, I would have to get locked down as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyone else? Um, yeah. Then another person is my um, is is another colleague of mine, Gareth. Mm-hmm. He's he's had a virus, like so he's had a fever, and he's he's he had to self isolate as well for a week on Friday. It's a really hard thing, isn't it? Because there's so many different illnesses going around. Yeah, but they can't take the risk, can they? No, they can't take the risk. But so many of them have those common symptoms. Exactly. A yeah. cough, a fever. Those are so common to everything. Even this morning, mm-hmm. I woke up and like um. So I was, I was fine, but then I had a sneezing fit and it was like last of half an hour. Now that's a long time. That is a long time. But it, I knew it was an allergy, so don't worry, don't you have to shop okay, nice. <laughs> No, no, it's just, um, <laughs> it, it, I've, I've got, I'm a really horrible response system to, I've, I've got a really horrible response system to hay fever. Mm. So yeah, we got flowers in the house and then. And it's that time of year, isn't it? That's it, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So I can imagine people getting frightened around. Well, you know, just to carry on with that, I mean, you know, we hear reports people on trains and public transport, if someone's got a sniffle or a cough, yeah. everyone's looking at them and moving away. It's, it's, really, a, it's a real paranoia, isn't I it? I want to do it on purpose, like, say, say like, I'm on a train and want a seat. <coughs> if you want the seat. <laughs> Got the seat. Yeah, you I think you have the whole carriage. <laughs> no, but you can, you can, you can manipulate it to your own. own yeah, like, true. To your own you, like, you are evil. If you like cough on a Ferrari. Evil? No, it's not evil. Just the other people are a bit silly to get in a bit. Dude, like, let's go to a Ferrari showroom and just cough on a few cars. Yeah, that's not a bad idea, is it? But they won't give you the Ferrari, will they? Why not? It's been contaminated. If we play it up, oh, all they need I'm sure is anti- clean it now. All they need is the antibacterial wipe. I'm sure they're we actually clean. We don't tell them that. While they're busy running for cover, we'll just say, oh, does that mean I can have the car? Thanks. <laughs> mm. Just just roll on oh, out. Well, leading to that, I've got a big shout-out to Amazon. Yeah? I don't normally shout-out to global organisations. Because they don't yeah. need a shout-out yeah. from a podcast really, of seven listeners. Really, really, <laughs> that's it. I ordered a Moleskin book the other day, right? Uh-huh. A Moleskin book and a, uh, like a, a special spray for the dogs, like antiseptic spray, because mm-hmm. it stops them... Um, uh, dog. Yeah, it's itches and she cuts herself in pounds. Mm, yeah. And um, so I ordered a spray <clears throat> and it came and then a few hour later, the same driver comes and goes, did you order two of them? I go, no. And he ordered, he goes, well, there's two of them. He goes, let me check. Is it the same order number? It was the same order number on the thing, hmm. on the packet. And then he goes, I'll just keep it. He goes, that's what my people normally do. I go, no, well, I've got to let Amazon know I'm not going to keep it. I'm not going to steal. Sure. It's still stealing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. If you think about it. Yeah, so... Me being Mr. Honest, so I contacted Amazon and I said, uh, uh, um, "This the driver said I can keep it. This thing, I sort of manipulated it as well. The driver <laughs> said I can keep it. That's what I have my phrase in there. But do you want me to send it back? They go, it's up to you. You can send it back if you want. Or you can keep it. I says, do I have to, I'm going to get charged for it. They go, no, no, you keep it. As, as Thanks for being a loyal customer for Amazon. That's pretty cool. And let me keep like 20 quid. That's not 20 quid, but... 
It's principle, isn't it? Yeah, it's only quid worth of free stuff. Yeah, it's good. great. Because I, I wanted to buy another Moleskine book anyway, but I thought, let me buy because they're about £10 each. Mm-hmm. So let me like buy it one at a time mm-hmm. rather than get carried over. But, you know, so. And these are, books, awesome. these are books yeah, for your ideas. That's, what I mean now. Yeah, that's right. These yeah. are books for your ideas that you want to preserve for. Yeah, I want to make this like basically, I want to start journaling just like yeah. nonsense ideas and stuff, like the random thoughts I have about how to conquer the world one day but and then just, the podcast does that anyway so no these no, are all personal I, I think Raj holds a lot back yeah, the podcast yeah. to be quiet yeah. <laughs> so and eventually like, each year I want to have a shelf collecting all my all my thoughts so that's awesome yeah you can like imagine all my thoughts someone can pick that up and say well at this date well, I was thinking this and this ideas <laughs> who would read that though when he's a trillionaire and an artist and he's a multi-album Multi I don't know. I read it myself. I want to look back myself. Actually, this uh, this thought mm. here, this thought. No, pretty I, cool. I think it's a really cool thing. I keep a journal as well, and yeah. like I'm not that dedicated where I'm religiously on it. You know, like yeah. But so my my one journal has lasted maybe about probably ten years to yeah. be honest. Um, but it's got some really cool things in there, like gigs, uh, you know, people, events, exactly, yeah, like and stuff that I'd forgotten about. And I'm really glad I journaled. Do you, do you guys find yourself vulnerable though writing your thoughts in a book I that someone might pick up? Me. Yeah, I don't put anything too private. Yeah, I wouldn't put like, oh, this is my Facebook password, or this is my bank account account number. No, no, but what I mean is like. Sometimes you well like emotionally vulnerable stuff. Yeah, like I, I, re- I like really that. don't like that person. They really no. get on my nerves, and you know. But by journaling, I don't mean writing. I don't mean writing my feelings. You know, not like as you used the word pansy earlier. <laughs> I hope that I've got any connotations like that word. But anyway. Anyway. Oh. Yeah. Move yeah. on from that. Yeah. So because we don't Fla- mean it okay. like that. Fluffy. Yeah. Fluffy. Yeah. So. Anyway. <laughs> 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 we don't know any. Like, no. saying in general. But I hope that word hasn't got any connotation. Uh, we, which, we didn't mean it in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's not go, let's not dwell on that. Yeah. So basically, the book it's, uh, uh, when I keep journal, I just put random thoughts like, "Oh, I thought of this idea." So in my music, I'd love to do this one day. Like, <clears throat> yeah. If I could. It's a thought diary. Yeah. It's idea, thoughts, idea, idea yeah. diary. Ideas and also if something special happened that day, like you know, you you write that like some Christian. I thought actually, you know what? This is a pretty profound bit of knowledge I found out. Mm-hmm. I'd write that in there. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Do you know sounds what I mean? Really like, good. Or something's really special helped. Like happened in the day, I put that in there. That that kind of thing. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. I think it's um, there's a lot of room for growth in that. Yeah. You know, and sort of you can really see like, man, I was different then, or like I've really exactly, grown, yeah. or you know, I've really learned a lot. So it's, it is a good thing to do. See, I I find the use of such things like as a way to express your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, like you know, so you keep a journal, and in that you can express all those thoughts to a listener who's not really there yeah. and can't actually say anything back to you all of mine my journals are to future Nelly I always write it like a letter to myself that's really cool that <laughs> is kind of cool it's a bit lame but it's like you can have but, one I've got two upstairs no I'm alright sure. reading back <laughs> reading back it makes it quite fun because I've put in sort of things to myself in a conversational tone yeah so you know I, that might be one way of doing it but no you because sweat, way, pardon you, you have actually sweat, uh, I think I'm just wearing baggy clothes <laughs> your face no, it's my beard. Stroke it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and he strokes it. Nice. It's yeah. very tender. Yeah, it's quite... I think you need to oil it, though. You guys mm. are having a fluffy moment, yeah. anyway. This, to be honest, I need to trim it. It's like... It, 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 it's, no, because, like, you can carry that beard. <laughs> that, that works for you. Like, I couldn't have... If I had that beard, like... I think you could now. <laughs> Actually go for a fluffy beard. No, I couldn't do that. Could you? No. I couldn't. I, I genetically couldn't carry a beard, so... <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I don't think that's what bearded suit me. It's yeah. not my demographic. I'm sure you can shape it in a certain way. <laughs> Maybe. You should. Seriously. Anyway, guys, you know, you're talking next, so you can... Is it me? Uh, no, it's not wasn't me, but since you're talking and talking about your beard, right. you can pick up... Okay, well, my beard has been brilliant this month. Now, um, <clears throat> let me find my notes, because I did actually make notes this time. Normally, I sort of... Oh, okay, right. So, in the time since our last podcast, my colleague has gotten married. So that was cool. Oh, how was the wedding? Oh, he was awesome. He was brilliant. So, <laughs> I don't remember, but I don't know if I told you, but I sort of invited myself along to his wedding. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, okay, all right. So, like, he invited us to the after work do. Like, you know, brilliant. I'm really looking forward to it, you know. So, not after work, so after wedding. Mm. So, they have their wedding Reception, in the day. Reception, yeah. Yeah, like later on in the evening. So, that's what I was expecting to go to. But then, like, one of the days prior to the wedding, he was like, Oh, are you still coming to the wedding? And I was like, did, I mean, did you. What, the vows yeah. bit? Yeah, yeah like the actual it. church bit. So, I was like, Did you invite me to the wedding? Or am I being really dumb? So, I was trying not to be rude, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, thinking, yeah. Man, did you invite me to his wedding? I don't and know. And you completely forgot. Yeah, so I, I managed to voice those concerns in a diplomatic way to him. And he's like, well, we can't stop anyone from coming. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was That's like, true. I know. But um, so, okay, so then it was sort of like agreed that I'd sort of t- <laughs> turn up to his wedding. But <clears throat> the night before we were in London practicing for that, that church thing that was happening. <clears throat> so I literally got home to Birmingham about four in the morning. Oh, wow. I was so tired. So I thought I'd gotten up. Like, with lots of time to get there. So I gave myself an hour, which, you know, plenty of time. But I had to get the bus around, and it's literally on the other side of the city from me. Oh. So by the time I got halfway around on Google Maps on my phone, that was when the wedding was starting. So it was another hour away yet. So I completely missed the wedding. After you missed all, the yeah, main uh, bit. The, yeah. But you made it for the <clears throat> reception. Yes, I made it afterwards, and that was brilliant. It was really cool. got to hang out with my workmates and sort of dance with them and just hang out. So that was, that was brilliant. Um, cool. <clears throat> got the last train home, so it all just sort of fitted together in the end. Nice yeah, it was cool. Um, after that, I was really ill, <laughs> so I don't know if I had coronavirus. To be quite honest, I'm not. I'm not sure, but I had something anyway. But I just had like I was just ill in bed for ages, and I couldn't shake this cough. <clears throat> I didn't have a fever though, so I think I'm consoling myself with the fact that it wasn't that. But as long as you wrote it in your journal. Yes, that's right. So future Nelly can find out. Um, yeah, that was cool. Uh, work's been alright. Um, because obviously my colleague was off, I was just in charge of IT for the UK and Ireland. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> it was uh, it was busy, but it was good. Um, it was nice to sort of have loads more to do because I always gripe about yeah. work, well, well, you say that you're there, you get, well, you don't gripe about it. You basically make us feel jealous because you're <laughs> there in a nice workplace. People give you cake. You've got hardly anything to do. You're paid more. And you've got lots of vacant time we can learn Japanese. <laughs> On the face of it, that sounds amazing. But it's a job satisfaction thing. Yes. You know, like you want to be useful in what you're doing. And, mm. you know. Busy. If, yeah. And you not not busy, just like, just useful, you know. You want to yeah. be like there and making a difference. But sometimes it doesn't feel like that. Sometimes it feels like, man, really. What's the point of my role? Yes. Yeah. Really sort of like, just like ticking over here. Like, whereas I'm used to being depended on and relied on and needed and wanted, people looking forward to you coming in, you know, so um, not having that is quite like oh, a bit deflating, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> it's now, all good. Now but, it's changed? Well, for the <laughs> for the two weeks he was off, it was like a bit busier. So it was, 
Um, You're more useful now. Yeah, it, it was weird because obviously him being off made it slightly busier anyway, but it was just a busier time anyway. Mm. So it was good. I enjoyed it. You know, it was uh, good to get stuck in. Cool. Um, you mentioned Villa, so they had the League Cup final, Aston Villa FC. So we made it against all the odds to the League Cup final, but we bravely, I'd say, lost. But it was gutting because, like, you know, you just when your team makes it to a final, it's like, man, mm. it's a bit different for you as a Liverpool fan, I imagine, Raj, because you tend to win your finals, but. Um, we didn't actually <clears throat> like for the two we won the Champions League we'd lost every um, uh, Jan Klopp had got to every single like uh, he got to three finals mm. he'd lost every final uh, and then suddenly <clears throat> he won the Champions League final so, yeah. but to get into two Champions League finals consecutively is pretty S- cool says something yeah. yeah so I mean I dread to think of all the finals and semi-finals that we've lost since we last won <laughs> it's quite a lot I wish I could feel your pain with football because you know what it is I'm envious about when you're, I wish I could follow a team or a sport or a player so much that when they win, I'll go yay, like you know, really loudly. No, but I don't, I don't feel the emotion that you do. I always say this to you: you weren't that happy on our wedding day. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Every time Liverpool score a goal, you're like yeah, you know, like you jump up with this no, massive that was the, joy. When I jumped up last, the last time we jumped when Liverpool down three 0 three 0 down to Barcelona. Well, well, not necessarily you, but even our mm. neighbour, who's a Villa supporter, sometimes we hear him go yay through the walls, and yeah. I was just like, I wish. I wish I had that passion, you guys, because when your team loses, you guys feel sad, which is, okay, yeah, that comes with the package. It's but trouble, isn't it? It is. But then when you feel happy, you're really happy, even though this team knows nothing about you, and whether they win or not doesn't make a difference to your lives, you don't get paid more, nothing like that, but still, you guys are happy, and I just thought, that's a really good I think it's because you're part of a community, like you're actually part of a community, and the, and the fans, sorry, the, the players... I've got like a rapport with the in an ideal club like mm. maybe a Billy Liverpool, but less your Man City. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's it, it's a family thing in a weird way. Yeah. So you 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 become part of this family yeah. that you're emotionally invested into. Yeah. Like and you want them to do well. You want them to that's succeed. That's why you guys because they're a representation of you. That's you know, why. Like, so if you meet another football team fellow football team supporter, that's why you guys become instantly get on yeah oh definitely that's, I mean, that's a good thing it's common ground if, if, it's yeah good that you know straight away that they're trustworthy that they're, <laughs> they're decent people oh, talk about villa fans here <laughs> like yeah it's happened sometimes so, like my one of my best mates like harry like i met him when i was 12 as kids we instantly got i know on. harry on tiktok yes yeah not harry <laughs> oh lord not that harry i can see you and him for background um, we know another harry who just Post the maddest things on TikTok, like just the craziest, creepiest, weirdest, cringiest if, things. If you're ever, he's, your mate now. he's not my mate. If yeah. ever you guys are depressed, feeling low, um, just going through a hard time, log <laughs> on to this bloke's TikTok and it will cheer you up immediately. Yeah. Just, 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 just PM us and we'll because uh... I'm not, we can't have that posted on our timeline. We yeah. can't, we cannot. It's, but it, it's this guy, I don't think he realizes how much joy he brings to us. So but, one day, if I met him in person. <laughs> I will tell him. I, I, I think you're right. He doesn't realise the type of joy as well because it's not like, oh, wow, what a wonderful thing. It's more like... We were laughing at him. LOL, what is this guy doing? No, I love the guy. I'm <laughs> uh-huh. I love the guy. Actually, actually, I didn't even Facebook. No? Oh, dear me. He accepted my friend request. Roger yeah. basically... But now she actually knows him. He's worked with him. He's, I've worked with him ages ago. Yeah, that was a long time ago. They stroked beards as well. Yeah. We didn't stroke it. It never I, got I to that level. I don't Never. Now sort of long hair and clean shaved Yeah, that was a long time. We'll send you a photo of the long hair, clean shaved now. Anyway. No one wants to do that. Um, <laughs> Rubes, you, you sort of mouthed it to me earlier, but yes, I've been keeping a sticker album. 
<laughs> because Villa got promoted back to the Premier League, and it might be a short stay, but um, just to commemorate it for myself, I ordered a sticker album. And like when we were kids, we used to do this. We used to get those Panini sticker albums. Yep. And we used to swap stickers with yep. all our mates. So I'd have like so fun. a duplicate Jurgen Klinsmann, you know, and I need like a Villa one, and my mates oh, got it. We'd swap it over. I did that, that with brilliant. basketball NBA. Yeah. That's probably the last time I. No, the last time I had a sticker album. Sorry, don't no, 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 that's it. That's all I was going to say. The last time I had a sticker album was probably what, 94? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that sounds time? about right, yeah. yeah. When was, we were was kids, right? Yeah, I remember yeah, that. That was, was a, in America. It was in Italy. Yeah, Brazil, yeah. Italy in the final, wasn't yeah. it? See, I would do that now, but I'd need a group of people doing the same thing for it to be fun because then you can do swapsies. Yeah. See, I, I thought you were very dedicated to the fact that you're ordering bulks of packs for yourself. <laughs> I was, like, I was telling myself that either Nell's living out a childhood <laughs> dream because when you're a child, you're only allowed to buy one measly pack at a time. Yeah. Whereas now you're being an adult going, oh, I can buy the whole... No, gen- you genuinely, it as well when you're a kid, you? that's yeah. exactly my reasoning. But my issue is that I'm never in a shop where these things are available. So like, by the time I finish work and start work, I'm never... like Shops are closed in town. Oh, yes. So like, I can't... You've got no shops around your... your there are, but I don't like walking around my neighbourhood because my neighbourhood's like... Rough. Yeah. yeah. Can't you get mugged for a packet of stickers? A packet of stickers, that's all it would take, man. Yeah. No, I was, I was talking about where you work. That guy's got a shiny manu sticker, yeah. I love that. No, I was talking about your, where you work. It's like, oh. a, it's, it's like a work park or something. Or something. So my mate described it as like where the megalomaniac villain in a James Bond film would live. Like, all of that place is like... Yeah. I've been the big whip on there now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's like that, isn't it? It's, it's like a, a Bond park. village base. Business park, yeah. Business park, yeah. There's no, in the middle there's of no, nowhere. There's no, like, corner shop or nothing. They're making houses there now, aren't they? Well, I mean, we say houses, but it's really for, like, the clones that the evil guy's been making. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> He's building his own little... Uh, his army. Village, yeah. So going to a corner shop would be, like, a luxury for you, wouldn't it? It would be know? that place, yeah. It really is. It's grim. But um, what do you do for lunch and stuff there now? Uh, there is a canteen, but it's like um, no, sorry, it's not a canteen. It's just a dining area, so you just bring your own food. Also, there's no like cooked Aww. meals or anything there. Unless there's like a convention on, and we can all go and chip in a bit, you know. But oh, actually, I say ah, oh, you get free chocolate cake. So, <laughs> that is true. I get fed very well, to be fair. But yeah. So yeah, stick around. So um, because there there's no convenient shops for me, so I ordered it all from Italy. <laughs> I had it posted over. <gasps> but, that's how you got the coronavirus. <laughs> that really was coronavirus. Maybe, maybe. See, Villa are just bad news, really, aren't they? Like, they just lead me to all kinds of wrong. The amount of sweaty <clears> thumbs <throat> that could have handled those packs and come out <laughs> transmitted over—that's mad. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But you didn't complete your Villa page then. Well, this is the thing that's really annoying me because, like, I've nearly completed Tottenham. Like, who cares about Tottenham? Tottenham supporters. Maybe I don't think they care about Tottenham. Stickers. People living in Tottenham. <sighs> maybe I think you're pushing it, but. Like, for some reason, Tottenham's nearly full, and... West Bromwich, you said? Some, no, they're, they're not in this one. West Brom, yeah. Oh, West Ham, sorry, yeah. Yeah. But Villa have got about three measly stickers, so it's really frustrating, because the whole point of this was to, like, get the get Villa stickers. Get Villa and market. So, oh, have yeah. you given up? No, no, I've, I've got one pack left, so I'm going to reorder another mega pack of stickers from 20? Italy. Uh, there's about... About 40 packs that come in one. But it's really... It's about... Five pounds for that whole lot. That's not too bad. That's very good. I think like there's a massive markup here, but if you buy, because I'm buying from the company directly, oh, so they must think I'm a really news cool. agent. <laughs> yeah, thinking he's Nelson Asian. And sons. He's, a, he's Asian, isn't he? Yeah. I'll start doing it now. Hey. I'll start doing it now. Mate, do it. You can do I, I can do it the hell. Yeah. You can have a friend doing yeah. it. It's really cool though, because like from from how the sticker albums used I to think be. I should do it because if Liverpool, well, we don't know what's happening now. Oh, with coronavirus, the league might get postponed. 
Yeah, the league might get promoted, might get cancelled. But if it gets cancelled, the legal repercussions. I think you should do it. Yeah, yeah. You get sued left, right. Oh, of course. Because the teams that are supposed to come up, teams that get relegated. So the Bundesliga did a really elegant solution to this. They've frozen their league. I'm not sure about who wins it or not, but there's no relegation. Um, but the teams from the lower division get promoted still. So the league will be bigger next year. Oh, you know what I mean? So eight, eight go down instead. Uh, yeah, yeah, however many years go down. Yeah. yeah. I think you should do it. You know why? Because this would be the time when... It, it would just document the time when... Live this... in the league after 30 years. Yeah. I told you, you now. It's been 30 years. Look, check this just to... Sorry, no, I'm, I'm talking about like the coronavirus as well. Yeah. The time, you know. So, but it, it's just something that will mark... I don't know, like 50 years from now. Why are you hugging well, me? Well, check this out. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just being polite. <laughs> Oh, God. That's what happens, you know. You, like you, you know, you cut each other off, or you, if you if you just somehow are rude to each other, all it is is just this. It's like this arm <laughs> hand around the back seems to mitigate Roots. any wrong you've done. Just gives anyway. Roger firm pat on the back. <laughs> just, uh, and and this and um, what? See, oh, anyway. Rosie early on. If Rosie, if you're listening, right? She like she saw some flowers on the on on the table, and she says, uh, "So." I can get flowers, Rips. What was the occasion? Yeah, what was the occasion? How can you get flowers? Oh, Roger bought them. What was the occasion? It was no occasion. Oh, really? Wow. And I thought, is that what you think of me? That I can't do that. They were shocked that yeah. Roger bought flowers just for no reason. Exactly. I was, I was as well, actually. I was like, what's wrong? Exactly. What I did say, well, like, what's wrong? You know, is it, everything it's all right? Now. It's terrible. You can't it's, win. It's, it's awful. Yeah, you can't win. A man brings home flowers for his wife yeah. and immediately greeted with suspicion. Exactly. No, I was happy. <laughs> I was very happy because they're lovely flowers, you know, in a lovely pink box with the bars, and they're, they're, you know, they're quite nice, nice bouquet actually. And I was, I said, what's the occasion, you know? Yeah. Anyway, back now. I'm gonna get the sticker album then. Yes, yeah. oh, I do it. But but you Fist know what? Now? Yeah. You know what? what? Check this out. <laughs> this is Liverpool for thirty years, right? You mean you talk about? I know it's a different different level of bad luck, as you can say if you want to call it luck. But bad luck. So. <laughs> Out of the past, at the past hundred seasons, I saw this. Not like if you had ninety-seven points in the last season, we would have won the title. For the last hundred years, that yeah. amount of points yeah, would have been enough to win the title. Win the title yeah. But it just so happened to be the freak year that Man City just went yeah. crazy. <laughs> and then, and then no offense, the season like prior with Gerard slipped, your best ever player exactly, yeah. slipped to lose the title. How unlucky is that? Yeah. Then you got this points thing, and then this year coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. Is, so it really, honestly, <laughs> I was saying to my mates like, I, I if I was a Liverpool fan, I wouldn't know where to look right now. If that is the case that they cancel the league, yeah. like what on earth? What do you have to do? I think there were too many legal repercussions for it. So I think maybe they should either either average out the team because apparently if you if over seventy five percent is played. You could do that average at the points. I don't know. The thing is, the teams who get relegated will always be able to say, yeah, we didn't get to play our games. Yeah. You just don't know what's going to happen. Exactly, yeah. So. Where Villa? Villa are currently in a relegation spot, but with a game in hand. Okay, yeah. So, I mean. Game in hand, so. But do we? Like, yeah. if we do, like, average... We can just football manage them. <laughs> okay. Football manager. Yes. On each of the, each of the games. It's the fairest way. Yeah, exactly. Listeners, if you'd like to join into this, do PM these two. <laughs> I've got, I haven't got a clue how this works, but I suppose if you guys want to get involved. Yes, anyway, sorry now, you carry on with that, your... That's me, that's me done. I've, I've that's been. an hour we've done, yeah? Wow, that's just me and you. Yeah, it's me and Ribs. Next hour is you, Ribs. Next hour? Yes. Okay, um, I'm not sure I've got an hour worth of stuff. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, right, Raj mentioned we had a friend over. This friend, she was... Um, 
bridesmaid at my wedding. Her husband is uh, someone who's quite close. So I hadn't seen them since my wedding. Well, we saw them a year later at their wedding. And um, sorry, I'm, I feel like I'm saying wedding a lot. <laughs> anyway, um, they came over for the weekend with... Um, wife's patting me on the back for something. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, they came over for the weekend and they bought their seven-month-year-old baby who's really... Seven-month-year-old, okay. Um, Seven-month-year-old, very cute, very chilled, very, you know, like, bopping about, you know, like, you know... You're very good baby. Lo- loving life. Exactly. Not a crybaby, you know, like, parents said that they she woke up in the middle of the night and we didn't... I don't, I don't remember hearing it. Do you remember hearing it? No, you know, and um, both parents were full on involved in there, so it didn't feel like we had to do anything with this baby. Mm-hmm. But I did say to Raj, just by watching them, made me feel shattered. Man, I bet it was just like I, I just was hit with the reality of wow. Like you know, we were talking one time about how parents all they do is talk about their kids, mm-hmm. take photos of their kids. Now I can understand why because. This child will consume your life. That, that is all they, parents do, isn't it? Exactly. Like, you know, the equipment they bought over and the amount of times this kid had to nap and needed a change and needed stimulation. And, and I was just like, wow, this is not just a Tamagotchi as a human being. <laughs> you know, it's, it's hard Inject work. It. <laughs> so, so that was quite a shock for me. But yeah. I, I think I needed that shock because... Like, well, me and Raj are well into our 30s. And no, we're not expecting anything like that. But, you know, you talk about, oh, we'll start a family at some point. But every year we just, like, keep putting it off. (laughs) Because we just enjoy our sleep. We enjoy our free time. We enjoy our extra bit of income. Because the minute a minute a child comes in, it's a seriously expensive thing to do. Exactly. The most expensive hobby in the world, right? We have to put them first, you know. So, um, yeah. So um, that was just a shock reality. Um, but anyway, yeah, so I think I'm okay with that. Um, what was the other thing that happened? <laughs> it sounds it. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I think I'm more forgiving now of parents who only talk about their ch- children because my friend now, Rita, she's, imagine, she's, she's one of the most interesting people I know. Mm. She worked frontline with, the, she was involved in the Grenfell Tower Project Community Engagement. And she did a degree at SOAS. She was always been involved in charity work and you know all these kind of like world issues and things like that she's mm-hmm. been involved and her husband as well he's trained in martial arts and a really interesting couple to talk to but yeah you can now forgive why parents just get involved with their children because... why they yes exactly. oh, definitely like all the all the all my mates i know who've had kids in the last couple of years whatever uh, you can just see on their faces there's so much support it's yes oh yeah definitely yeah, even if they got support still... like we were four adults and this is Bimla mm. Ileana sorry I keep calling her Bimla now um, <laughs> she, actually re- she actually responds to Bimla now this baby anyway um, she very cute very chill she'd go she, you know anyone could hold her you know and she yeah. she wouldn't fuss or nothing so there's four adults oh. and we're you know we're taking t- turns but um, yeah still shattering um, the other thing that happened, right, well, so we've established a weekend, Easter weekend, Friday, yes. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, we will be uh, together gaming. We haven't decided a structure for it or anything like that. Do we need a structure? Do we just get together and play? We will continue to celebrate Easter. It'll probably be Thursday evening starts. Yes, that'll be good. Sure. We'll get Thursday after work. Then we'll... <sighs> 
That's awesome. I can't wait for this, guys. I can't either. This is going to... Because, like, as kids, like, I used to really look forward... Like, my mates were sleeping over. Yeah. You know, we'd, we'd stock up on sweets and, like, you know, arrange the room differently. But so this like, time we're the adults now. So can you imagine can... what we get the equivalent of sweets? 10th of, <laughs> 10th of April starts. 10th of April. Yeah. Let me check that. So, you know, we didn't have... What was exciting was we didn't have to book any time off work. Mm. But we think four days should be enough. We're going to... Mm. Rod's going to do an amazing Easter roast... So well, after buy it's really expensive, but we're thinking of getting like you know dry, uh, aged, proper aged uh, uh, beef. Wow. Yeah, proper aged beef. So um, it's forty five pounds. So we got a local butcher. Yeah. Like, like you know where we get those giant sausages. And oh make this yes. Stuff? They're yeah. an amazing yeah. English butchers, and um, yeah, tell them. They got a Himalayan salt dryer, which they age the meat. In there, so basically, it takes the salt away from the, the water away from the oh, I see. Meat. So, you buy so your you know, massive, it's quite dry, but when you but it apparently tastes so much better. Do you order wow. the big chop of yeah, beef or something? It, so, and... It's 45 pounds for that. Wow, bit. so I'm thinking of doing that for Easter. Man, Roger's am- if, if in case we haven't mentioned before, Roger's amazing in terms of red meat. When it comes to red meat, he knows what to do. Christmas lamb was amazing. Mm. You were here, oh now. gosh, that was yeah. so good. Any, any... Roger's a brilliant cook, exactly. Like, so, I mean. Just don't let him put mustard on your chicken wings. <laughs> Blow your head off. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we, we'll do that roast. Um, we will go to church service, I suppose. And um, <laughs> when I say, I didn't mean that in a negative way. <laughs> I think it's because, I think, yeah, it's going to pull us away from gaming. And no, me and, we, we do like to go to church. Church is amazing. But yeah, I, that came out really wrong. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Pastor Dave, if you're listening. I do enjoy church service. Dave's got better things to do than listen to Listen to our podcast. He's busy saving the world. I can imagine. No, he is. He is really like that. But anyway, um, yeah, we'll go to church service. So there's two events, I suppose, where we will kind of put things down. Um, but yeah. Um, really looking forward to that because, I mean, we're already thinking of ideas for games and yeah. how the three of us could play. and Watching each other play. Yeah, yeah. live streaming, you doing Skyrim. Hopefully. You two laughing at me. No, we because I love Skyrim and I can't wait to see you sort of developing it. When you're in there, I'm out of the garden. We're reading the garden. Ah, oh, that's awesome. Great idea. Yeah. So, okay, we can live stream that. And uh, what, what was it? Mario Kart Racing? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Three of us. No one, apparently no one's beaten now. Nah. We, I, don't, I can't imagine any of us beating he now. He says he's uh, I, I, invincible at Mario Kart. I used yes. to be really good at the N64 one. And I'm okay at the subsequent ones. But the N64 one was my peak. That was me in like top form. I don't think we're going to win. But anyway... So, but our whole aim will then to beat Nelson, as long as, <laughs> as long as any of us beats Nelson. I love it because we said this for uh, what was it, knowledge is power on the PS4. Yeah. Yes, and you said you said next time we should get a trophy because you so would have taken. <laughs> well, you almost lost one game, huh? Yeah. Ruby's a battery died on the Oh, that's hilarious. That was so. Funny. That was painful because just... I was nearly there, <laughs> and I don't. It's one of those moments that will never ever come back. You know, just by a series of flukes. <laughs> And mis- mishaps on your part, yeah, and think... everyone cooperating to well, work against Nelson's you. No, oh, he is a fluke. You're a natural born fluke. You're a well, fluke. You literally. Should... <laughs> you know. No, it's brilliant. I just think what my streak is like eight. Sorry. Eight is it? So you called just... you a streaker. I know. There's a lot of truth in that. <laughs> just streaky. <laughs> streaky making. <laughs> anyway, um, no, I'm really looking forward to it. Maybe Mario Party. We're thinking of like crazy yes. games to play. I don't I know. I borrow that from my. Uh, Nephew, yeah. and, and you know, maybe some Halo. There's so much we could do, so I'm really looking forward to it. Diablo, yes, but then Diablo has to be harder this time, guys. Absolutely, because I'm just going to keep faffing around otherwise. You can't make it harder unless you clock them in normal face. No, but so we, have to, we have to smash for it. Yeah, we have to smash for it. Can't we just put the difficulty no, up higher? It opens up once it's once you've completed normal. Oh. 
It does get good though. You get some crazy loot. Yeah. Cool. No, no. So I was basically going to ask everyone to join us for that. Um, it, so yeah, yeah, I'll let you both, yeah. IT bloke, things about the live stream. We'll start on Thursday, the ninth of April. April. Yeah. Are we live streaming? Facebook streaming? We'll live stream and keep putting updates all 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 weekend. Yeah. And when we live stream, we'll let you know. So, and hopefully, uh, we can you can talk back to us as well if you're. Uh, I think. I think I've got a Twitch account as well. Yeah, we I've, do. I've got a Mixer account. Yeah, so Game Crowd does have a Twitch account. Yeah, so we can stream on there, stream on YouTube, stream on Facebook, and anything else. Any little... We'll mix it up a bit. I think, yeah. yeah. I think the party games are going to be really fun. Like, yeah. And, you know, if we do, I was thinking earlier, if we do like a little tournament where like we each yes. play, like, say, three or four games each and tally up the points. Yeah. And actually win something at the end. Well, yeah. That would be quite fun. That would be cool. And it could be like random games as well, so it's not to anyone's advantage. Yeah. You know? Like, everyone stands the same sort of chance. So I don't know what games that would be, but... Here's an idea as well. If everyone puts a fiver in, that will be gaming credit. Okay. What do you think? I'm going to put you on Uncharted now. I've never played it. Exactly. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just feel something sinister in there. Yeah, there normally is, isn't there? Yeah. There's this thing in the tail with Reg. Yeah. Like, no, I'm going to do this for you or put you in this thing. He's, he's well, thought we'll, we'll four VR, steps ahead. I'm going to put you in the VR game. I was all right with that, yeah. but it's just not the shark eating one or the Silent Hill ones. Silent Hill one will be nah, I'm all right. part of the deal, isn't it? If you don't mind me messing your couch up, then sure. <laughs> he, he, he put his own mother in there. <laughs> Did <laughs> you? He, he, put the shark right, I, 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 I'm, I'm he put my mother in <laughs> You are such a. Why Evil. are you lying, man? That was terrifying. It's beautiful. Sure. Yeah, 10 minutes in, then you get attacked, and it's like genuinely like, whoa, that horrifying. is freaky. Mom was like, <laughs> That's how she sounds when she laughs. <laughs> That's so funny. I love it. Um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, yeah, so we're going to keep some ideas coming. Um, yeah, okay, so remember I told you I was volunteering, so Nelson filled in a, a reference for me and so did Rosie, and yeah, I got accepted. Nice. But then there's more to it, would you believe? Oh, what? I can't start yet, so I have to do an online training for being a telephone volunteer. You're kidding me. Yeah. Even after the job that you do? Yeah. Wow. But, I could, but then again, I could be some weirdo on the other end who's probably not in the job that I do, because they, they didn't take any other checks oh right they just took two referees which were you two and you two were my friends they're not people I professionally work with I did say you're friends Um, they just said the only criteria is they can't be related to you so I know we're not related and um, (laughs) you know and neither is Rosie Um, yeah so and and it was quite funny because the lady on the other end she just sounded really bored she was like reading (laughs) off a card so I'm quite even though I was very disheartened but I was quite happy that I was thinking this area well that's the dog snoring. He's really snoring. I must be so boring. Anyway, <laughs> um, anyway um, yeah, on the other end of this telephone call with the lady who works behind this volunteering company, she was reading off a card. And I was just like, wow, this this volunteering sector does have a need. It does, yeah. If, yeah. if the professionals working in it are that boring. That's it. She was reading off a card and I even said, I said, you don't have to read the whole bit. And she went, ah, and then carried on reading the whole. So I, it was a, it was like one of those painful, you know when they read, you know those mobile phone contracts? Yes. Yeah, when they uh, really go through all the terms and conditions. There's probably some legal requirement for them to do it. They, there is. And like, they probably hate it as much as anything, but it's such an awkward thing to have. But it's like, some... I'm not I'm going to retain what you've said. At all. No, exactly. None of it, right? Exactly. Like, just... But yeah. They can just take the box that says, yes, 
you know, I've a client has been this. informed. That's so, it. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that was really. Um, <sighs> anyway, so no, I haven't started that yet, but I'm I'm still doing it. I haven't continued with running, anything running related. Sorry, I'm laughing because Raj is sat there tensing his shoulders for some reason. I think he needs a back massage of some sort. Are you all right? Carry on, carry on. No, I'm just doing, you know, like all the office stretches and when I'm sitting like this, so as you're doing that, just because I get like a uh, tight back mm. and because of working, um, leaning over computers oh, and stuff. Yeah. So why are you talking, just doing stretches at the time time? Um, what else? Okay, so um, we celebrated National Von Hummenberg Day. <laughs> I can't believe this made it to your notes. <laughs> um, that is on the 11th of March. March. And uh, yeah, so um, this originates... So guys, this is a made-up uh, national holiday, which we'll be marking every year. I don't know what this is. Like, is this... So National Von Hummenberg Day Von started Day, from really... a conversation. <laughs> With, uh, it's Ru- one of Ruby's brainchilds, and this is one of your brilliant moments of genius, which you fed into. Yeah, wow. So yeah, basically, Rosie, our friend, she went skiing, you know, and, she, and the way she went skiing was like, you know, she made it sound normal, like, oh, what are you doing? Oh, I'm going skiing. Yeah. You know, and I was like, okay, you know. Yeah. And then she's like, what are you going to be up to? I'm like, yeah, doing laundry, and that's it. <laughs> you know, but yeah, so she went skiing, and um, in Austria, and um, I was like, oh, you know, let us know if you meet someone called Klaus von Hummenberg. And from that conversation on that WhatsApp group, we, me and Nell invented Von Hummerberg Day, which is a celebration of a genius. And why is he a genius? I think he was an inventor, wasn't he, back yes. in the day? Yes. So he invented that wonderful thing that we can't live without. Yes. Von Hummerberg device. Yes. Right, that was it, wasn't What's it? What's the device? Oh, you know, it's that thing. But, um, it's very von... essential. You don't, you don't realise it, but it is very essential. Without it, yeah. your life will be altered yeah. horribly. So to commemorate this wonderful man, we, there's a... No, no, no. <laughs> How dare you, sir? You can't live your life with change without a toilet. That's true. So I mean, Who invented a toilet? I suppose I a guy called Toilet. <laughs> I imagine them to be French. Monsieur Toilet. Toilet. <laughs> Maybe. Senior Monsieur Toilet. <laughs> Madame Toilet. <laughs> Madame Toilet. I'll stop trying, I'll stop insulting the French. Anyway. Um, yeah, so National Von Hummenberg Day. Is how we all mark, we, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, do you want me to help you with the stretches? No, it's all right. Are you sure? I can yeah. hold that arm, Nelson can hold that arm. You can have a really good stretch. No, it's just really good for my back. No, but do you know what? Have you ever felt this, right? You're having a really, really good stretch. You know that one that you needed? Mm-hmm. And then someone just does this. It just put, I hate that sort of puts thing. off it. So what I just did was, Raja's having a good old stretch next to me. You can, If you can hear huffing and puffing, he's having a good old stretch. Um, seriously, your breathing is quite pronounced. Anyway, um, on, the, on the mic, when you're having a heavy breathe, yeah, it, it, it does come through on the mic. Yeah, know. right. What's your breathing, man? Any, any, any breathiness, come, it's Raj, seriously. Anyway, he's a loud breather. But anyway, um, so yeah. So what I just did there, Raj is having a good old stretch and I just kept making, like using my fingers to poke him somewhere on his in the ribs, shoulder, in the ribs, shoulders. whatever. When you have a good old stretch, don't you feel that just puts you off, you know? Your... Can I tell you another thing like that? It's Go really on. annoying. Go on. If it, This is going to sound crazy. Go on. Like, this is college days. Right. But I went through a phase of ruining people's yawns. <laughs> that sounds amazing. How yeah. do you ruin a yawn? Put your finger in their mouth. Because, like, I know. If someone's like, it just like, oof, it just kills the yawn dead. Like, it just kills it because you naturally react to, like, oh my gosh, what's this person doing? No. 
I don't know how I found that out. I just maybe just... How did you achieve doing that and still maintain friendship I with people? Oh, you man. weirdo. Very charismatic guy me. I had to be because I was annoyed. No, that is completely <laughs> the opposite of anything I expect you to do. <laughs> if you... <laughs> that is true. That's Try even worse than his beard stroking. No, That's, I'm not That serious. has no boundaries. I, it's a... it's a Yeah, it was a different world back then in college days. Things were... What? Things are acceptable then than they, that they are now, but yeah, that kills a person's yawn dead, and it's, I it's a really. I imagine it kills everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's just killing yawn. <laughs> I imagine it kills yawn. Oh yawn. my, day. my yeah, goodness! Kills no. friendships. Kills yawn of the dead. Yawn of the dead. Oh jeez. Dear listeners, you've Listen. heard it here. Nelson is a weirdo. So you lot have probably commented on me being a bit of a sociopath about games. But come on, he interrupts a yawn by putting his finger <laughs> in your mouth. <laughs> you two want to talk about me? Honestly, that's messed up. Ah, uh, Ruth, it was a long time ago and it was funny back then. Have you told Pastor Dave? No. You should. Like, no, because then it's something you have to confess to. And actually, you should. Like, I'd rather just narrow about it on a podcast and have to face God about it. But, um, you serial yawn killer. Yeah. <laughs> oh college is brilliant. Look, when you're 17 and you just... I've got nothing better to do in life. Stick your fingers in people. <laughs> to just mess people around and think of pranks and stuff. The college I went to is brilliant. Like, it was just full... Every day was a laugh. I went to an art and design college. We didn't learn much, but we had a good laugh. And, like, like I remember we, we found this room downstairs that was full of pipes and paint. And there were these rubber gloves. So we filled this rubber glove till it was a it was a ball of acrylic paint, and someone did a little balloon knot in the top of it, and then we were loving it at each other, and this thing was gonna explode, and acrylic paint doesn't no, come out. It's, no, it's, it's so it's, unforgiving. Yeah, <laughs> it's on for good. So it was just stuff like that every day. So you know when you've been assaulted with a rubber glove full of paint, <laughs> you get that person back by ruining the yawn. <laughs> wow. No. I've seen a different side to you. And <laughs> I've got tactics, man. Like, if paint is thrown at me, then I know what to come back with, so... <laughs> you're more man. I've had it. <laughs> you're more man. <laughs> <laughs> you're more man. That's so good. I love your puns. Oh, dear. Oh. Sorry, Ruth, please continue. Okay, on our weekend, you are forbidden from using your finger. Oh, I would never do that. <laughs> Anyone yawning? I would never do that. What? No, I would never do that. I'm going to yawn with a mask around No, I'm just going to put my hands behind my back so you don't have to worry. But no, you, can, you can interrupt the dog's yawns if you want. No, because I'd lose a finger. I almost lost a finger many a time in college because of that, actually. Because it's a really annoying thing. Because, like, I mean, like, endorphins get released when you yawn. It's yeah, a pleasurable exactly. thing, right? But if you kill it, then that just stops all that so it's like <laughs> I can imagine someone actually wanting to physically bite your finger off because that would just it yeah. was close a couple of times I just managed to get it out just in time <laughs> um, you're never going to leave this one now sorry <laughs> honestly this is um, up there with Marble Olympics if not, not beyond well, she got it, it? Hmm? Well, she, she got no it. I didn't get that no it just it went over my head anyway um, so last bit on my um, about me. So there's this lady called Kate at work and I'm going to... Did you be mentioning her by name? Yes. Okay. Because she won't listen to this podcast at all. And she's a legend. Kate. Oh, Kate. Okay. Kate is a total legend. So Kate is our office administrator or office administrator. She was. Um, she's retired. Friday the 13th was her last day. Wow. I know. That's unlucky for her. <laughs> Actually, no. See, Kate's a total legend because, well, she's one of these people in the office that 
not many people like. And uh, so, yeah, I know it sounds odd. You both looked at me like, oh, gosh, should you be talking about this person or really? No, see, I liked, I, I absolutely thought this lady was brilliant. So she's a legend because it's like she would come in and do whatever she wanted. She'd say whatever to anyone. And this is what I witnessed, right? So I, I, I talked about admin wars. Okay, so like, you know, we've got maybe four administrators and they, they're 40s, 50s, 60s, you know, like in that age range, they're majority female and I get on with all of them. I don't sit with other therapists because they, you know, they're a bit boring. Sorry. Um, you, you can be because all you do is talk about work. You're amazing people, but when, yeah, but anyway. Um, so I mostly sit with the office lot and we have a laugh. But anyway, so um, Kate... She, she basically, I witnessed her do this, right? So she would just get on the nerves of every other administrator. They didn't like her. She basically had to organise her own leaving do. And she just did it. You know, she just did that, even though three people turned up. But hey-ho, she made the best of it. She was that kind of lady. Um, very independent. So this is what I witnessed Kate do. She, she um, walked in from the kitchen and went up to one of the other administrators and said, oh, you realise the tea bags are out and um, this one turned to her going, yeah, so don't you want to tell, shouldn't we tell the person who's in charge of reordering tea bags? And she said, well, yes, so why don't you do that? And she goes, well, why don't you do it? Am I, you know, and, and, she's, and Kate came back with, well, I don't drink any tea. She goes, <laughs> well, and then, then this person comes back with, what, so are you saying that I drink tea for the whole of this floor? And she said, yes. <laughs> and then walked off like a gangster. <laughs> what? Well, see, this lady, she was a legend because she killed all the discussions without, like, when you get into a disagreement with someone, you want to use logic, but she would basically deliberately not use logic. That's amazing. Exactly. And, if you, so, and, and what I loved about Kay, she just walked, she, and she strutted off, like, yeah, I got them good. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's amazing. Kate? Kate is about, we're talking 60 plus. Wow. And she, she doubled denim as well. So denim shirt, denim skirt, and her orthopedic type shoes. And she's quite short, quite <clears throat> stocky, but really like she would come out with the most, she would say the most inappropriate stuff to colleagues. So you can see why a lot of the other colleagues didn't like her. But she, I, I believe she was being humorous. Oh, okay. So it wasn't yeah. senility. It, it wasn't, no. It wasn't nothing like that. But I, I thought she was just such a gangster for that. Like, so, you know, she just didn't care, right? So, you know, she, you know, email went around saying, oh, I'm having a leaving lunch. So not many people arrange their own leaving dues, but mm. she did. She didn't care, you know. And um, what was the other thing? There's a lot of liberty in that, I think. Sort of. That's it. Like, like, she was the type of lady, like, at Christmas time, I said, oh, Kate, what are you doing? She goes, well... I don't really have much family. I'm, there's this do on at the local town hall and I'm going to go to that. And she just said it like that. Whereas most people are, oh, I'm by myself at Christmas. But she just wasn't... She makes the best of everything. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. And like, um, so I said, oh, Kate, what are you going to do for your retirement? Um, she goes, well, I'm going to volunteer on mentoring. So Oxford City Council is going to give me this um, a regular bit of funds and I've got to mentor a young girl out, you know. In that way, and I just thought, you know what, she makes. I know that from what she from what she told me, she's she's quite lo- she's quite lonely. I suppose oh, really? she's quite. I don't want to say lonely because it makes her sound like a sorry case, but she's mm. not. Mm-hmm. She's anything but. Mm-hmm. She like, likes the solitude. Well, I don't know if she likes it, but it's like she's made the best best of situation. I told her about mm. the whole volunteering thing. I said I, t- I told her like I was telling you guys that I'm a bit daunted. 
I'm going to talk to an elderly person and this person might find me boring. She said, well, no, I've been on the other end of that when I was unemployed for quite X amount of time. And, you know, this is what she actually said. She just, she didn't make a big deal of hiding that. She just mm. said, well, I went through it and I benefited from that. I think you'd be really good. Wow. So this, so Kate is actually a legend. And Kate, I know, I don't think, you told me you're not on social media. You told me you don't listen to podcasts. You don't know what a podcast is. I had to explain that to you. But you know what? You're an absolute legend. She sounds it. And I did tell her on the on the on the on the on her way out. She just you know put her headset away, put a laptop away. She didn't care about whether anyone made a fuss of her. She just went, said bye to everyone, came up to me, gave me a hug, saying, you know, good luck with what you do. And then she just walked out the office. She sounds brilliant. Exactly, she sounds is really brilliant. Good. Breath so of fresh air. I wanted to just mention Kate the legend, but yeah, when she just goes, yes. About the tea bags, <laughs> I, I am now dying for that opportunity because I always get into these verbal altercations with people. And my problem is I try and use logic, um, especially with Raj. So I would just love to forget logic and just go. Especially with me, what does that mean? Anyway, um. <laughs> for, the, for the sake of the podcast, no, but, no, but why would you love to use logic with me? No, but or what, not use logic? Yeah, with me? exactly. Well, I, okay, I'll pick. I'll I'll find an example and I can think of one. But anyway, it's just like you know, sometimes when you're toing and froing with someone, you want to use you reasoning. Don't with me. Okay. Anyway, um, no, we don't. Is this not one now? <laughs> Oh. Well, no, because you're, you're Mr. Will Actually face, isn't it? You're, and I normally just let you just get on with it. But it would be good. Like, you know, when someone's like, oh, you know, are you out of your mind? Or, you know, they come back with, why are you doing it this way? And you, we normally... So like, someone's got on your face telling you how to do it. And you yeah, try and logic your way out of it. Exactly. Explain why you're, you're right. Anyway, like, you're, you're illogical with me. When I, ask, when I recommend something, you know, no, I don't want to do it. Yeah, but, no, but that's that's me directly being illogical, saying, no, I don't want to do it. Whereas, did you see what Kate did there? Whereas this is like messing with the other person. So, so do you like, see like, that that person said, what, then why don't you order the whole... It leaves them flummoxed. Exactly. no sort Because of... the other person who I can't mention, who might listen to our podcast, who, who laughs about this, by the way, <clears> did actually say, you know, like, oh, well, so are you saying I drink tea for the whole floor then? <laughs> and then Kate just came up with yes and strutted off. What can you say to that? <laughs> It's just such a brutal put down. Like, exactly. Because that would, that would stay with you. Like, geez, where did that come from? Why do they think I drink all the tea in the office? <laughs> I mean, this person knows you're messing with them. But that is don't... like a sitcom. That is so good. Exactly. I actually love that. Exactly. I wish Kate knew that I would happily film her and they could make a sitcom about her life. She's great. Um, hmm. But yes, I would, I'm dying to use that. But anyway, that's my week. And I've take, I have actually taken up the next hour like you Nice. Predicted. There we good go. Good work. And we haven't even started gaming yet. One hour, 25 minutes. We're doing well. We're doing well. Oh, so I only took up 25 minutes. Yes. All right. Oh. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, so we all took up half an hour. For, for some reason, uh, doors, as in DAWs, they start on one. Or at least logic tests, for some reason. Really? It doesn't start on zero? No. That's weird. It starts, it's something to do with... Um, uh, I researched it, but it's something to do with how programs used to be broadcast and stuff from back in the day. Oh, I see. Yeah, it's something to do with that. Oh, guys, you just reminded me. Right, so anyway, Raj gave me... I should really get a moleskin book to note down ideas. Mm-hmm. I have fantastic ideas. This is the best one. <laughs> so this is inspired by in the middle of the week when Raj basically was having a conversation. He goes, oh, that sounds interesting. And I said, what? He goes, how petrol engines work. And I said, then I thought... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Then I thought, let's start the Royal Society of stuff, of stuff that's boring. 
You didn't tell me that, though. I did. I remember telling you that this should be... <laughs> Royal Society means that the Queen approved. <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm part of the Royal Society of Speech and Language... Oh, Royal goodness. College of Speech and Language Therapists, RCSLT. So there should be a Royal Society of stuff that is bo- of boring stuff. So that's the RC... I'm part of that. RCFABS. Okay, hang on. No, no, this is it. The Royal Society for Appreciating Boring Stuff. <laughs> Do you know why that should be? Because have you ever had colleagues who really go off on one talking about stuff and you're looking going, why is this interesting to me? Why are you telling me this? No, no, Nelson's really nodding his head, right? So I was just thinking, I didn't, do you remember that time when we were like, Yeah, I like oh. how our engine uh, works. I think that's really interesting, personally. Exactly. So, yeah. you, so you guys oh, are perfect candidates for Royal Society what, for Appreciating honest, Boring Stuff. I think like I might be good fodder for this because... A lot of the things that I've noticed and, and shown with you in good faith, you have <laughs> ridiculed. <laughs> Just look at me. I look at you, Ruby. Raj, <laughs> Raj laughed at you the hardest about Marble Olympics. I did. I did. I did. I did. No, I did I? No, he laughed a bit, but yeah. you, Ruth. <laughs> you should learn about it, Ruby. Yeah. <laughs> no, oh, okay, okay, how is. Okay, imagine now. Me and Raja sat, as couples do, just having a cup of tea. I forgot what we were doing at the time, but anyway, we just sat down and ha- having a bit of like, you know, couples don't actually just sit there having a structured conversation. It's normally like you start a mid-conversation. One of you's thinking about dodos, the other one's thinking about whatever. Yes. And then you kind of mid-thought say something to the other person. That's how these things work. Sure. Anyway, so yeah, and just how you came out with, you know, oh, isn't it interesting how petrol engines work and I, and I just came back with absolutely not no it's not go on I don't remember exactly so, it's a long time ago I've got Apple News Plus subscription for a bit and I've been using it because it's got loads of magazines on there one of the magazines is How Stuff Works which is awesome interesting. yeah I love that so the fact that there's a whole magazine dedicated to How Stuff Works and there's a whole TV show that dedicates yes. to How Stuff Works yeah, yeah. and it's really popular yes I love that sort of stuff Exactly, that's all it was. I was it's reading the bit how, how, how petrol engines work. <laughs> how com- the combustion And I was just sat there thinking, <laughs> I was thinking, wow, I'm, I'm in my mid to late 30s and this is how my life's going to be. <laughs> no, but do, do, do you know what I find that interesting? Because if my car breaks down one day and I can't go, what are you going <clears> to I know do? a bit about it. Yeah, but what are you going, you're not going to, do you know what I've always never understood? When people break down the side of the motorway and they lift their hood <laughs> up, what are they looking for? <laughs> Have you noticed that? Yes, I've noticed. They peer their head in for a bit, pretend to have a look, scratch their beard and like sort of, yeah, I'm going to call the AA. Exactly. <laughs> I, was gonna, I was thinking, okay, unless you're not, if you're not, okay, if, if any of you listeners, please help me out here. You broke down the mo- side of the motor. Like, I've got a mini, uh, which basically has the computer that tells me what's wrong. It'll say brake fluid too low or your tyres are going flat. And then that just tells you straight out what's wrong with it. Right, but seriously, if my car went started to make noises and whatever, I would, you know, there's no, I've got no reason to lift up the hood, going, oh, what looks wrong here? Because what, what, how do I know what looks right? If it's in flames, then yeah, I know that's wrong with it. But anyway. Anyway, yeah. Do you want to carry on with gaming, or shall I? Or no, yeah, let's carry on with gaming. Can we have a break? So I'm going to get a cup of tea. Okay, let's have a little break. So guys, little be, you won't notice the break, but anyway, there will be a break. <laughs> And we're back from our break. You probably didn't notice anything. It's just probably gone straight on. Mm-hmm. I've got a tea can. Sit closer to the... Um, I've got a mug of Red Bush tea with me. And we've got some munchies. So, as in the chocolate munchies. Yeah. Anyway, let's get straight into gaming. Sorry, guys. Um, so, I'll go first. Um, 
So with this coronavirus thing, um, there's a game called The Plague. Well, Plague. That's gone really like viral. You, you talked about this last time we, we did. talked about Civ 6. Yeah. We so, did. So, and I picked it up again because it's a mobile phone game. So I, I played quite a bit of it again. I actually, actually clocked quite a bit of it this time. So... Uh, you concept, demolished the world. Yeah. Sorry, go on. Yeah, Managed yeah. to kill the world. So... <laughs> so I, I, and, I, and, I, and I say that in, in like... Jovial terms. Yeah, so it's... Because... Um, uh, I don't want to sort of undermine the seriousness of, of course, of the coronavirus. No, 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 no. But anyway, the, the concept of this game is to evolve your plague, and you can mutate it and and get so it gets extra traits and things, and you can destroy the world. So, but there's lots of so much in the game. It's only two pound on, on mobile wow. devices. Two pounds, like like an hours and hours and hours for two pound. Well worth it. That's so cool. Yeah, so uh, I'd give that a play if I was you. Um, if you can. Especially with the blood stuff going on, but it, it, not, but it does really sort of. I know it's only fictional, and, and the uh, viruses might not mutate in that way. Mm-hmm. But this does. Like, you can do little, like you can do little perks on there. Like you want to spread <coughs> this way, you want to spread through animals. You I remember you said like you could you could spread through pigeons. So yes, wherever pigeons and land, and rats and stuff, things like that. Wow. You can also move. You can make your um, uh, virus because you get points like as your. The more your virus spreads, the more points you get, and you can put those points into perks. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so it's a bit like an RPG. Yeah, yeah, so that sounds cool. Perks. So the perks, you can have, like, uh, res- resistant to antibiotics, resistant, and, and then you can make research harder because you, the, your your virus mutates. Oh, I see. And so there's no cure. It's harder to catch a cure yeah. for it. Then. But then eventually, what as humans sort of developing a cure, there's... As humans are dying, it's like a race at the end. So humans are trying to uh, uh, do a cure, um, and then... You're trying to kill off the human race <laughs> at the same time, so it's a race to the end. Damn. But what I normally do, the way I play, is I, I my symptoms, I make it very undetectable. So I, I, at the start of the game, I lower the symptoms, so I, I keep symptoms like a cough, nothing that will cause death. So that way I spread and then mutate. So more people have it before they yeah, realise. Yeah, before they realise, and then, then they start killing people off. And that's really, and I, I don't want to joke about it. It's it macabre, that is. Huh? <laughs> macabre. Yeah, brilliant. exactly, and very <laughs> ironic. Yeah. yeah, so I don't want to like. <laughs> That's literally what's happening in the world. Yeah, right exactly. Now. That's what mutated the. Uh, that's probably how it virus. spread more, isn't it? Because yeah. a cough is something that we all undermine. Some, some scientist in Wuhan played this game and like. Yeah, oh it's a bit, bit creepy, but anyway, that's that's. Uh, it does sound like a cool game, though. Like it is really good, and there's a uh, you can have like uh, expansion packs, like such as the Planet of the Apes expansion pack. That sounded amazing. The zombie expansion pack to it, so totally. you can make the whole world into zombies. Things like that. So that awesome. I haven't bought those yet, but uh, I probably will one day. And uh, I think there's a sequel. So I've got the sequel. Haven't played it yet properly. But you know what? I just want a, a big shout out to Game Pass. Like how good it is. Yeah, gone. Game Pass is like been fantastic. I know you don't own the game, but like in reality, there's a lot of games I'd want, I want to try out, and I can't buy if I want really want to buy it. Mm. Like, it's a great way to try out the games, and if you really love it, if you, if the game means that much to you. And it goes off the thing you'd actually buy it mm-hmm. because it means, but it's a chance of playing that free. Mm. And by that time, it's probably cheap anyway. Mm. But it's like really, really good. It's such good value for money. It really is, and yeah. like it's actually changed the way I game. Yeah. Because like now that I've got Game Pass, like all of the games that I'm going to talk about, pretty much all of them have come from Game Pass. Yeah. So the variety yeah. of games that I play has changed. Absolutely, yeah, it's fantastic. That's good. that's why I've got such a, a big variety of my. Um, uh, uh, of, of my gaming as well. Even though I played a bit, of, I've got PS Now's up. PS Now's 
PS Now is better for the amount of games it's got on there because it's got all the PS3 library mm. or free, like, and a lot of it's streaming. But I'm not a fan of the streaming games. It's okay. Mm, right. it's, it's probably the best streaming service there is. Sure. Because it's pretty stable, but graphic the 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 fidelity of, of the graphics are not not it's like 700p yeah and it's hd but if you look at 700p on my tv you can tell the difference now yes definitely do you know what i mean is yep. it 700 what was it 720 yeah 720 yeah sorry big pardon that's right and yeah so that's that's the problem with the playstation now but but i think it's catching up now because places well what they're trying to do is catch up because th- this month's games I've been really, really good. The games have released like, on PlayStation. Yeah, Control. Right. No, yeah, Control's are like a brand new game, like literally a few months old. Yeah, that's just, just that recent. Yeah, four months, so they put that on there. Wow. So they they're obviously feeling the pressure of Microsoft because Microsoft have been really bold with it. I mean, if you think like they've had two, haven't they? They've made some big releases, day yeah. one releases, and AAA games. Yeah. On Game Pass, like which I'm going to talk about in a second. Go for it. Sorry, go on. The next yeah. one is so yeah. The, 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 that's enough about the uh, unless you want to add anything else no. about Game Pass and PlayStation Now just, just loving it yeah but Game Pass is like fantastic value for money yeah like better than the PlayStation Now for value for money I think especially because we, we we got it with the package of Xbox didn't we so <coughs> yes we're like uh, I think we've got it for two years or something yeah that's right yeah well yeah. one year's gone is it no 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 um, it's not been it's been four months isn't it yeah. yeah yeah so when we get the Series 1X is it 1, 2 that's what it's called isn't it it's Xbox Series 1 Series 1 yeah Xbox, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's just, there's yeah. an X in there flying around, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. I think that's a mistake. The way they've done that, it's, it's too. They, you know, there's not enough distinction between the. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, so it's like they should have just named it Xbox Two. Just keep it simple. Yeah. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't seem to pop though that one. Xbox Two. Yeah, yeah but PlayStation's carrying on with PlayStation Five, so. Where's what you said yeah. before? One X. Series One. Because I mean, you had the original Xbox, yeah. then you had the Xbox Three Sixty, yeah. then you had the Xbox One. Mm-hmm. So this should be the Xbox Zero or something. Yeah. You know, going backwards in numbers. Yeah. But Series X, it just it's it's like no one knows what it's called for definite. It's but see, that's the thing. Like, it's mystery, isn't there? Like, what will the next one yes, be called? But I think they've got to be wary of like the, when the wheels on top of its game, the name actually puts so many people off. Well, that's true. <clears throat> you know, when they made Wii U, that actually just like, did it? it? Yeah, it destroyed. It destroyed. When they made Wii U, that was part of the thing because people were confused. Saying, is this Wii 2 or Wii, uh, Wii what? Is it, it more improved? Is, is, is it an add-on? Yeah, like, what, what is it? It was very, like, it wasn't very clear. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't think Microsoft will make that same mistake. I mm. think their marketing's a lot better than Nintendo's. Yeah. That's not their best. If Nintendo have, a, like, a good gimmick, then they then they market that gimmick. And they tried to market it on the thingy which But saying that, we wouldn't have the Switch if it wasn't for the Wii U, because that was, like... A tester, wasn't it? Yeah, that was testing it, Yeah. 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 And then you got Switch Lite. Well, I suppose that d- describes what it is. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Fair well, anyway, yeah. So the other game I played was Two Point Hospital. So I'm I've been playing that as well. How good is it? You're really enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a good game, and it's so funny as well. Some of the, some of the, like, like I love the little bit of comedy in there. Mm. Well, just for the listeners, uh, Two Point Hospital is a, uh, it's like the spiritual successor for Theme Hospital. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I I never played Theme Hospital. I think I played Theme Park. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I played Theme Park and I've played uh, another game like that was the movies, one of my favourite games ever. Oh yes, I remember yeah. that. The movies are so good. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's, it's quite a coronavirus theme too. 
this podcast. Yeah, lots of hospital stuff, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. plagues and all that. <laughs> but yeah. you want hospital, you make your own hospital, and like, <clears throat> you can jump in. You, is this on your list now? Yeah, it is, yeah. Do you want to jump in? Yeah, sure. For this one? But can we carry on? Yeah, so two-point Just hospital is you start off your own hospital with and the tutorial bit. The first hospital really quite easy. Like I, I, I four starred, four three starred it. I'm not even sure. I'm on two stars for it personally. But yeah, I three starred the first one. You have to hit these objectives. Yeah. So, so I mean, how good you've played? Yeah. So basically, you have objectives, and if you meet the objectives, you can get three stars. Sorry. And you don't look after. No, it's alright. Objectives are things like curing patients and yeah. oh, okay. You know, satisfaction. Hiring set. Hiring five doctors. Uh, creating a med- this type of medical room, creating a research lab or something, something so like that. So you really kind of manage and build a hospital. Yes, you yes. do. Yes, oh. but yeah. you get funny. But you get like little things like. But let we me start have, from this. We should have told Rosie about this. You guys realize what a <laughs> missed opportunity, Rosie. Before this podcast came. I'm not sure. I don't think she'd take it seriously because it's quite. It's quite. It's quite comedic. It's like isn't satire, it? sort of. Yeah, yeah but she's quite would, jovial and fun. Yeah. Like, but I would actually say, Rosie, being a doctor. Trained to be a consultant, please play this game. Tell us <laughs> what you think. Like, yeah, maybe she'd like I it. I can see her doing well. Yeah, so. But then again, I can't imagine her doing doctor work in her downtime. <laughs> yeah, and she does read and do more constructive stuff. It's like me doing a job about, IT. a game about IT outside of work. <laughs> well, you are a full time IT blog and you're a gamer. <laughs> so you technically do do that. I suppose that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so let me start from the start of Two Point Hospital. Now, chip in if I forget anything, please, because you played it as well. So, you start off, and the first thing you've got to build is a reception. Yeah. Yeah, so, so people to come in, as far as I can remember, because I played this quite a while back, but the first thing you build is a reception, and the reception, you've got to hire a staff for it, so you've got to hire an assistant, and each assistant has different traits yeah. and different salary uh, as well, depending, like one might be like, like really lazy and they slack off and it says this person's lazy slacks off yeah. and, and is very unhygienic so they might smell or something like that or they're yeah. very not not very um, personal like or gets angry quickly yeah you get that, that exactly yeah so yeah. then you hire that then that's the first bit then the next bit you have to hire a doctor's uh, uh, surgery so you, have to, you have to build a surgery don't yeah, you yeah build it you've got the amount of space on the, in the on, you have a limited amount of space um I don't know what Ruby's doing. Uh, no, no, I'm just putting um, okay, my, sorry. my mug <laughs> yeah. out of, because you're, you're yeah. gesturing a lot when you're talking. <laughs> and that area was where my coaster was. And every yeah. time I lifted my mug up, your hand yeah. would gesture over it. And I thought, if I put my mug down, they're going to... I remember having this conversation about a few months back. You're the one who spilled something like that. I'm the one who did. Wine, but, yeah. No, but I just, I didn't want, no, I don't want to interrupt your flow, although that's been happen it's happening yeah. but that's why I, put, I thought okay rather than put my post mug back on that poster but anyway carry on you're talking about yeah so you know you build a doctor's surgery and um then the, you hire you have to hire a doctor for that and so on then at the same time you've got a budget as well don't you and then you've mm. got to meet these objectives then you've got to build a research uh, sort of pharmacy is the next bit wasn't it now? yeah that's right yeah yeah you build a pharmacy you get but you've got to also buy the pharmacy machine which makes makes medicine makes the drugs and yeah. then you've got to hire someone to work in there exactly you have yeah. to hire a janitor to look after it all because otherwise machines get run down yeah. the toilets get clogged and yeah and you have sorts. to decorate the place well don't you so yes. you've got to put leaflets and benches yeah. so that people yeah. can sit down and relax they need to be entertained while they're waiting that's yeah. the words that you used so um yeah so it, then it, it, go, it carries on and there's different wards and things you can build yeah. and you have to hire people to put in have there. you which, which which hospital have you got to I'm still on the first one. Oh no! When you finish the first one, the second one, you hire a different bit. You build different bits of the hospital as no well. No way! So as the diseases get more, more, uh, um, like there's one one 
that the first disease is called lightheaded. Yes. And then the people coming in with, with light bulb heads. With light bulbs on their heads. Yeah, so and the procedure to fix them is literally taking their light yeah, bulb yeah, off yeah. and yeah. putting another head back on. But you have to buy a certain <laughs> machine for that. And then basically, but what happens as it gets thingy, like I've got to the state where I'm starting to lose money. No way. Yeah, the first level is really easy. You can get three stars and Damn, get that. Damn, doing well. Then the second, second, second level, I've got to get into a certain point. Or the third, it might be the third hospital, second or third hospital. Then what happens is that it gets a bit harder. So you have to, your micromanagement has to get, it gets more intense. And slowly, yeah. slowly, it gets harder and harder. That's how these Because I've work. been hiring willy-nilly. And yeah, keeps... you're all right in the first one because it's quite, a, it's almost like a tutorial, the first level yeah, is. Yeah, that makes the sense. The first hospital. And then the second hospital, it's harder. But there's also awards in between as well. Do you remember? Oh, yes, yeah. I saw the award. Every year there's an award. Yeah. Oh, like the best employer, the most cleanest hospital, the most That's uh, decorated, hospital, decorated hospital. So it's, 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 I think I've probably made it sound a bit boring. No, well, I don't think so. It's 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 sometimes hard to explain how fun it is in that. But yeah. it's actually because it's so light, light-hearted and yeah. humorous. Like, it's really cartoony, isn't it? The it sounds like Animal yeah. Crossing. Yeah, it's a bit. Yeah, but it's hospital version. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of micromanagement. Exactly. So yeah. you're building up this world, yeah. and you want to maintain it. Otherwise, yeah. if you don't, it will just. Yeah, that's two point hospital. Anything else? Then you want to add to that? That's about it, really. Covered it. Yeah, uh, the other game I played. I've all, you know a bit of history on this. When I was a massive Final Fantasy fan, like on the PlayStation era, and it had Kingdom Hearts on there, and I've always wanted to play Kingdom Hearts since that time. But you know, just one of those games you never got around to playing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this was made by Disney and Squaresoft. Is it Squaresoft? Is it Square yeah. Enix? Square Enix, sorry. It was Squaresoft called call before. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Before they merged. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So sorry, going back. Old back. school, man. Old, old school, yeah. <laughs> so um, I tried Kingdom Hearts three. Down again, it was free on the Game Pass. So it was like fantastic. And then we tried Kingdom Hearts three. Played it. It was just really boring and no and. It was like, I didn't see, it was the story, like, the start, start of the story was very, like, the story, an RPG story has to grip you, doesn't it? It has to. Yeah, especially in an RPG, because it's, like, such a big investment and things. You have to care about what's going on. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't care about the world, I didn't care about this. I met Hercules at the start, and what's, what's um, uh, the other, Hercules' nemesis, the, is it? He's Hades, isn't it? The death? Yeah, Hades, that's yeah. it, yeah. Hades is there, and Hades is... Doing some, I don't remember what he's doing. That's an interesting. Wow, place. I'm surprised, man. Yeah. Like... And then Hercules, you help Hercules out, and then you got to go. Oh, let's go here. That's it. And I just got bored of it. Oh, About half yeah. an hour of it. It kills a legend as well. Hercules needing help. Like he's meant to be the half. Yes, but that's part of the game of because Zeus, yeah. basically the whole game you you go to different Disney worlds. <clears throat> so this this is the Hercules world level. Oh, and so then, it's a Disney's version. Yeah, of it. it's, it's, oh, right. It's, it's, it's a. a, 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 a well, it's almost like Final Fantasy meets uh, no, Disney. But, no, but like the film Hercules. Like, yeah, yeah. He used that. Yeah, because it's, it's the game story. is partially owned by oh, Disney. Oh, right, right, right. So basically, it's got a license for Disney. So that one level's that. Then it's a Pirates of the Caribbean level. Then it's a, a Snow White level. The, then um, the, the game cover for this was like a couple of like anime characters, typical sort of like JRPG, mm. with like Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck. Yeah. Okay. So like it's this weird sort of mishmash of like Disney characters plus like normal characters if there is such a thing mm. so but it's meant to be just like Final Fantasy sort of RPG where like you know I guess it's squad based battling like you know when we talked about Final Fantasy and it was a bit it's not like, game based now it's not live act live ah mm. jeez oh, okay it's I just RPG. want the old days back of sounds, like, it sounds like they've killed, missed an opportunity there because apparently for the fans because maybe because I haven't invested in the, the original ones prior to this do you think Disney fans would like it like because now I know I know 
I watched Hercules as a kid. You know that Disney film. Liked it. It was all right. Maybe yeah. Interesting to see what you thought. But well, that's why I played it because I wanted to get into Disney. Some of the like, I wanted to see the Pirates of the Caribbean world and, what, and, it, and Mickey Mouse world. But you always find it like quite fascinating. Yeah, yeah. But it didn't do well. I just couldn't get into it. I find it boring. Hmm. And an RPG is like quite an investment in the game, so yeah. the story has to be really good. It's not like it's not all about the mechanic. Yeah, mechanics are important, but do you think it's related to how much of a fan you are of Disney? Because like, did because you're only getting into Disney now, is that right? Or have you always no. liked Disney films? I always loved it. Like this is the, this is why I wanted to play um, the original Kingdom Hearts. Let's see, like, like I grew up on like you know every cartoon that came out, yeah. I watched it then and there yeah, until. But like, who doesn't like Mickey Mouse and stuff? And you know, the, especially like, when you're six, seventeen, that was that was the thing, Mickey Mouse, Donald. Fantasia. Yeah, all, Did you watch all, that? all that. Yeah, I watched all that. So, yeah. but I wasn't a massive fan of it. Like, like come back, but when you're a kid, everyone's aware of Disney. I think. Yeah, like, everyone saw. And you want to sort of get into the world because so, when we were growing up, I mean, Lion King and Aladdin were out, and they were massive yeah. films. I watched those so many times. Little yeah. Mermaid? Uh, I, I watched it, yeah. Sleeping Beauty? <sighs> I see, watched no, no, it. You, see, you snorted at that, but see, if you're a Disney fan... I did watch it, but... You I wouldn't think it. it's a girly film. Oh, come on. No, they, they are <laughs> Disney princesses. No, and come yet... on. Sleeping Beauty with the three fairy godmothers. Yes. With the whole Bibi That's a classic. Have you got a Little Mermaid suit now? <laughs> no, I would have a Little Mermaid suit. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> <laughs> no, okay, okay. So have neither, the big of you two, neither of you two watched The Little Mermaid? No, I've, I've watched it. With that red crab. Yeah, you've watched it. Yeah. Um, you've not watched it. Sebastian the crab. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You've oh, not watched it. Exactly. <laughs> Raj, you've never watched it. Yeah, the cover's dodgy, Little Mermaid. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> what a thing to right. bring up. <laughs> inside, Disney, inside Disney joke. That's but, it, so that's what I'm saying. There's, there's lots of films you haven't seen, so you're not probably going to get no, it. No, I, I think that's a... I tell you what, let me play that game you said and let me see yeah. what I think. Because I'm actually a Disney fan. Yeah, do, do that. It. I'm do not it. a hardcore Disney fan. I, I think, haven't watched Frozen. No, but I think I think that's a I think that's an injustice because I've been looking forward to play Kingdom Hearts games since 1997. So that's how much I've been looking forward to playing and, that and world. You're an RPG fan as well, yeah. so I think like it, it might from the sound of it, it's not because you don't know Disney, it's yeah. more because the game hasn't gripped you with yeah, the story. That's exactly okay. what it was, yeah. So it's, right. it's not it's not the Disney character. Like Hercules, the look, graphics looked amazing. In front, you know, I've, I never watched the Hercules film, but it wasn't because the story's not based on the Hercules film. You don't have to have seen the film. Yeah, you don't have. It's nothing to do if you've Fine. seen the film or not. If you know the characters, I know that recognize the characters. Do you know what I mean? So, but, but I think you know, Rubes, you should play it, man. Yeah, I will have a play to yeah. see see what I think because you guys. Maybe coming from it's a different really place. Game, though. <clears throat> yeah, game. yeah, I'll give it a try. Maybe I'll appreciate it. This that. could be the, your gateway drug into like RPGs and the rest of it. Mm. We'll see. Join us, Roofs. Join the dark side. Fist bump. I think I've joined you lot enough. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, the other game I played was F1 2019. 2018. You were playing 2018. Oh, oh no PS way! Now has got 2019. You're kidding? Yeah. No way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I didn't. I didn't play 2018 because of because 2019 is on of PS course. now. Of course, yeah, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. So I only played a bit of it, but I just got like destroyed, like a all over the place, and I got yeah. And I, I can understand that. Yeah. So basically, it starts off where you pick a team and stuff, and then you start off midway your race. The air train lightning does the first race you made your midway in it, what? and it goes, Oh, you need, you need to win this race, like you just finish second if you can, and something like that. It says, Let's look the part of the story. Who are you driving as? Uh, Mercedes, I think. Okay, so maybe Bottas. No, you're your own character. You oh, okay, character. okay, right, I see. You build your own character, career mode, you build your own character. Okay, is that not in 2018? It doesn't start like that at all, no. This one does, you build your own character. 
So you start off and then you're, you're in the second division. The second division or... Second? Oh, G- GP2. Uh, no, it's called Formula 2. Yeah, yeah, GP2. You start off in Formula 2, yeah. Yeah, yeah you start in Formula 2 and you... It's not in Mercedes, it's like under... You may put Mercedes, yeah. it's like another company or something. I'm not a Formula the, 1 expert. Different teams in GP2, yeah. yeah. Nelson's absolute... Yeah. Uh, oh, we missed it today. That was Australian GP. Well, cancelled because of the uh, coronavirus. Oh, yeah. Anyway, sorry, I was wanted to start watching it. That's why I posted on uh, Facebook saying like, "Well, if you're missing it, then oh. watch our watch our page instead." Oh. <laughs> it, it was just funny, like you know. Do you remember last podcast on the drive? Line? Yeah, yeah. And you were like, "Yeah, yeah, I know a little bit about <laughs> Formula One." And then do you just remember the stuff you went off? Yeah, that was a legend. Yeah. you for like half an hour, didn't I? Like pretty much, you went off on one about time yeah. quality and <laughs> this, that, and the other. And I'm just like going. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, you only know a little bit, do you? you know. <laughs> Sorry. You've just got a tiny interest, have you? Uh, I, I do love Formula One. I watched it since I was a kid, to be fair. So, I mean, you know, you pick up things, don't you? And, like, it's a very technical sport, so... You didn't sound like you picked it up. You sound like you're pretty much, you should be a... <laughs> I was born in an engine. Exactly, you know. <laughs> nah, you get, like, real hardcore, as with anything, you're real hardcore fans who just know every bit of it, like, the science behind it, every bit of, like, you know, every stat, everything you could think of. Formula One's very very much that way so as well as sort of the driver's skill there's a lot of technical stuff because it's a car and it's the cutting edge of cars you know so I would love to all three of us do go-karting one time just, oh, to, yeah. just to see your tech like because on Mario Kart I can imagine I don't think go-karting the accurate representation it's, of... not, it's not far you know you reckon yeah yeah it's not far it's because of body strength that's what I did on my hen party no I thought so you meant much. like gaming wise oh not gaming no yeah. no 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 no. sorry real life oh okay karting okay. because Karting, because um, gaming, go karting games are quite arcadey. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Although you know that um, Gran Turismo that you had, that wasn't too far away, you know. Because like, if you went around the corner too far, the back end of your cart would step really out. Gran Turismo. We played together once at yours, at your old place, your mom's place. Oh. We played it for hours, man. Like, but um, the cart can get really unstable, yeah. and you have to balance that. And that's why Formula One. So like, oh, there's another game to play then. How about that? What's Gran that? Turismo and uh, Gran Turismo Sport on um, uh, thinking we can just try and go for this, the the revisit uh, of the old games. No, not revisit. Basically, we can go for the campaign mode together, like race each. Oh, like, yeah, right. Sure. Do you know what I mean? That's really good. We can clock that. I'd love That'd to. Be, we can stream that as well. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to. Yeah. That'd be bro. Yeah, another game we can just get. Okay, yeah, so, sorry, carry on. Yeah, I played F one, and I kept crashing. Uh, saying that because there were so many games to play. I just wanted to give each game until I got hooked on one game. Yeah. I didn't give it a thorough enough chance because I've only sure. played like one, the first intro of the game. So I needed to give it a bit more time, a bit more thing, a bit more, uh, a bit more of a chance. So. As with all racing games, like they've all got their own sort of distinct flavour. Yeah. So it takes a bit of learning the game, doesn't it? In terms yes. of like how yeah. the car handles, how it, so you'll get, you know, yeah. just keep playing it. That's that one, yeah. The other game I played was um, Bloodstained. Oh, so yeah, yeah, This sure. was by, did we play this one? This is the kind, yeah, uh, I have not in this yeah, uh, you podcast, played, but I played it before, yeah. So, this was by the makers of Castlevania uh, Symphony of the Night, which Ruby played. Yep. So, Bloodstain, oh, what a game! I played a bit of it, it's such a good game. Like, mm. the graphics are like amazing on it, yeah, so for it. a 2D game. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, sorry, what was it doing? Uh, um, yeah, so Bloodstain, it, it, it was really good, yeah, 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 okay, so, um. Sorry, you made me lose my train of thought. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. You want to talk about Blood Yeah, Blood is a really great game. I love the way that, that um, um, it, the story is really quite quite good as well, isn't it? I know as well, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, the story is quite... Okay, because my problem with 2D games, sometimes I can't... 
if it's not if it hasn't got a good story, I can't really invest. I, I don't feel like investing my time in it because mm. it gives you like to me it gives a conclusion to a story, gives a reward to it. Because we've run through a million castles, yeah, we've run exactly, through a million yes. villages. All these games are quite similar. So you need something extra in the story to to grip you and make you want to. Exactly, yeah. But this this really? game, this game had it, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No. Do you know what it is with those games? As you go through, it makes the story. Like with Mario, that's what happens. Like you got a slight backstory about Mario that Princess yeah. gets kidnapped and all that. And but then as you're playing, you get to know Yoshi, you get to know. To- all the toads that is true especially of Mario and and I I, I don't knock that and it's all about the effect as well like even with Shovel Knight right that's a very very hilarious story in itself but you don't pay attention to the story you more pay attention to how the character moves their special powers and just like the funny banter they have between Mm. characters that's the 2D games write their own stories that is true if I may I mean but Castlevania because it's like I mean, how many Castlevania games yeah. have there been? You know, oh, there's anime. Yeah. There's, there's loads. Yeah, it's a cartoon you know? behind it. Exactly. There's a whole. There's a whole uh, uh, sort of, um, uh, like a better look, uh, look like like a like a canon. Yeah, there's a whole canon of story behind it, sort of thing where this has happened and this was his brother. Yeah. Or this was his son. All interlinked. Yeah, it all interlinked. So that's that's why Castlevania's always been a bit better like that mm. for me uh, I mean not like in Mario Mario's just the funniest game to play yeah do you know what I mean the, I know what you mean Rubes the gameplay makes yeah. it exactly but just in terms of like Castlevania I just think it's like different because like I've played I mean there was the 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 you know what was the old handheld uh, Nintendo device DS yeah the DS it was a Jewel, Jewel of Sorrows or something there was some Castlevania game and that that had its own story so you know the SNES ones the NES ones yeah. Playstation you guys get so bored of this well, after a bit, it's like it's quite samey. Because you, because you've only like, played, we've been playing like these games since like eighties, yeah. But one thing I do love about this generation now, two D games of like you know in the sixty N sixty four PlayStation generation, yeah. They're like oh, two D games so old gen. Yes, yeah. But now that's not the case. Now some of the best games coming out. Are exactly, 2D. I love that. I love that. Yeah. yeah. No, I love that. That's that's. It's got it's, but just because two D doesn't mean it's an inferior game. But that that was the case, was it for about ten years? It I think really was, man. I yeah. mean, if it wasn't three D, people didn't look at it. People exactly. Didn't. Yeah. Like, great example. Sorry. I was the opposite. Really? Yeah. No, I'm on about the industry. The industry wasn't making two D games. Yeah. Until no. Xbox three sixty came out and brought brought those two D games back, like yes. the indie game. Xbox Live Arcade wasn't it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Brought back like yeah tons of old like two D games back reinvented them yeah. you know and you had like um, the Sega Mega Drive collection and people realised there was still a clamour for those old games exactly that's what yeah. I they were better well, they are better games yeah so they were better games similar. just because they were 2D like, I played um, uh, what was it uh, Drill the Drill one um, oh gosh I don't know what you mean um, the Drill one Dig Dig yeah it was something Steamroll Dig oh yeah such a good game I was so good that was playing one and two yeah. yeah. The recent one, Broforce. Yeah, Broforce yeah, is great. Exactly. Each one of those had, you obviously had a story with each character there. So. But that was just like for the fun of it, you know, yeah. it's great and it's a great multiplayer game. Like yes. Really, really fun. And I think the, the, the novelty of that game was you want to unlock different characters. That was really like, that you can relate to. That's why I, I yeah. love that game because yeah. you can like Rambo and Blade, you know, Blade and Matrix and. Uh, and Deeply satisfying yeah. play as yeah. well, wasn't it? Like oh, getting yeah. through to the end of the level was like really oh, satisfying. That was fun. Exactly. So that's why. Anyway, back to Bloodstained. Yeah, I loved the like the the. It was very similar 
in the structure to Castlevania. Sure. But it yep. was like a new polish, new game, new game mechanics. Mm. Um, so I got, I got, I think I got to the first boss, maybe, I think. I played quite a bit of it. I really enjoyed it as well. So that's Bloodstained. I think that's about as far as I got as well. Yeah. I need to, I need to pick it back up. I yeah. keep meaning to, but it's too much to play. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Especially with the Game Pass. Yeah. I'm going to so, write that one down. Bloodstained. Yeah, that you'd love that. right up my street. Yeah. Really cool. It's, it's a bit more polished than... Symphony of the Night? Yeah. Like, it's a bit newer. I mean, some people prefer this, some people prefer Symphony of the Night. Yeah. But it's the same maker, so both of them like really love the, 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 the game. People, fans of either game, they love yeah. uh, both the game. It's the same makers. Yeah, yeah. Okay, next, me and Nelson oh. had a game fest day. Well, weekend, was, wasn't it? That was brilliant. Friday and a Saturday. Was we, we have this thing now where like we just end up playing Halo for the entire day. Yeah. Like, brilliant. I was away that weekend, I think. Yeah. <laughs> So in my sorrow while Ruby's away, so I played, um, uh, yeah. Well, I started off, we started off with Pez, didn't we? Played a few yes. games with Pez online, which was, really a bit, notes. which was really a bit rubbish because we couldn't set up a tournament. We were so frustrated because, like, we can do couch co-op yeah. on it and we can do those things. Like, we can do a league together or a tournament together, yeah. but not online. We yeah. can't do a co-op tournament online. You can play you, that's it. We can just do verses. That's pathetic. I was so disappointed by that. Like, probably if there's a way, guys, if anyone of you played Pez, please let us know how to do that because me and Nelson struggled for about half an hour. We googled it. We yeah. went through every menu we could see. There was just no option for it. So, yeah. unless it's DLC, yeah. <laughs> it's just oh, I was so disappointed. Like in this day and age, how can we not do a, a tournament together online? Like, how can that not be a thing? I'm sure FIFA must have that. I'm, I'm shocked that Pez doesn't have that. So yeah. Google didn't have an answer for you? No, honestly. And um, that just leads me to think that that doesn't exist in the game. Possibly, no. If it's not on the internet, it's not there. This was on right. a Friday, by the way, this was, wasn't it? Yeah. That we started. Then we played a bit of Stardew Valley while, we, while the <laughs> Halo was downloading. Yeah. And you both got married on there? No, you didn't get married. Or... We just had an illicit moment. Because um, <laughs> yeah. like, we were trying to get into the same game together. like yeah. just, just to play the game a little bit. And... Um, I realised I could join Raj's game. Yeah. So, you know, rather than him having to play for a few days and build me a house, I could just jump in. So I did that. So Raj's like, oh man, you've got your own house. So I just went into this little house and there's a bed in the corner. Uh, we did a bit of farming and digging, didn't yeah. we? Like, sort of got tired. You got tired really fast. Got tired. All my energy's gone. So if you, in Stardew Valley, if you don't go to bed, you pass out and you lose all your stuff. Right. Someone drags you to bed and they say, oh, I saved you last night. So to avoid that, I just jumped into bed. And Raj, being the uh, lover boy maniac that he is, um, he just jumped into bed with me in my bed, even though his house is next door. So I quickly got a screenshot of it. So that's what you get up to when I'm not here. Yeah. Right. And, and basically we woke up the next day. The thing was, like, I was poorly at that time. Like, that's when I had my cough. I couldn't even laugh. <laughs> you were laughing so much. I did. Coughing all over the headset. I'm so sorry for that. I was coughing down the headset. And what was the name of your farm? <laughs> I think we'll leave that for another time. Yes, maybe yeah. not for this podcast. Yeah, it's just Raj being silly. <laughs> Brilliant. Anyway, yeah, and then, so anyway, the next, so meanwhile, now someone's downloading Halo. Because we finished up to about halfway through the game, weren't we? More than that. Probably about 80% done. Yeah. Halo 1 on the Master Chief Collection. So we had about two or three levels to go, didn't it? Yeah, we were right at the end of the library level. Mm. And we'd, we'd sort of auto-save there. So on Saturday, we got up. But I watched a bit of uh, Psyche K, which is the anime I'm watching. And then um, we um, 
played Halo all day. I'll be honest yeah. with you, like you were watching that, I was just ready to play. <clears throat> I was just ready to go. Like, yeah, I know you were watching something, so I was like, yeah, it's cool. But I was just there, like, thumbs itching. Then you got tired <laughs> out halfway, didn't you? Did I? Then you wanted because I had to go oh, and do some shopping yes. and stuff, and you were yeah. knackered. I was so because yeah. I was poorly. Like, yeah, I just yeah. needed, I needed to sleep, man. But, but yeah, Halo. Yeah. So, um, want to start off with Halo now? Or? Sure, man. Um, so. Master Chief Collection, obviously, graphics were updated. We're playing on Legendary, that was the thing. Like, mm. uh, And we'd done most of the game in one previous playthrough. Yes, we did. Where we played the whole day through. We yeah. only meant to jump on for an hour, but we ended yeah. up playing the entire day. So um, this was us coming back to that save file and uh, trying to finish it. And somehow we did, and it was brilliant. It was like such a great co-op experience. It's, it, it's just excellent. Like um, You're running around with a shotgun, shotgunning Flood. As they're dropping out of the ceiling all the time, and uh, I'm there trying to like, what gun was I using now? Oh, I was using the charge one. Wasn't yeah, using the charge one, yeah. Yeah, uh, some so between us, we had this really good little system going where we could just taking everything down. But you know, a real good challenge, man. Really, some it was really solid, hard. wasn't it? Some real, somewhat was solid. <clears throat> but I got to, I got to give a shout out to Nelson at the end because now someone's doing the last level, oh, which was the the driving. If I drive through this manic thing. And it's like an obstacle course, you, isn't it? You're driving through the ship, aren't you? And yeah. yeah, it's like there's enemies everywhere. But the, the, what makes it hard is the control for the Warthog, yes. for the 4x4 thing that we're both in. It's just like any other racing game sort of has like the trigger buttons for the accelerator and decelerator and just the thumbstick to move left, right. This one, you control the car as you would a person. So one thumbstick's to move forward and the other thumbstick's to look. And it takes a lot of adjusting to. So, like, <laughs> we were on this really strict timeline. And, you know, bless you, you were so patient. But, like, we failed that, like, at least 15 times. Yeah, it must have been maybe even more now. Because we were, like, this was the last bit. We was like, 12 o'clock, wasn't it, in the night? Yeah. Yeah. And, and we were both tired as well. We were both shattered. And, like, honestly, my, I've not had that for a long time when my palms are sweaty from just the anxiousness. The thing is, we, we had to complete it that day because we would have started the whole level again. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's a halo work. So oh. we'd have to start it again. So we carried on... Um, uh, uh, sort of just pushing through and we got there and then I remember the last bit I was running through and I died in the last bit and I was like shot yeah, and yeah. you got nasty I think it was about one second left wasn't it yes yeah, it, it was, was literally one second left when I had to get to the ship in the last <laughs> bit and he made it yeah there's some other great bits in that game as well there's one yeah. bit where we had to um, set off these uh, was it bombs or something do you remember we had to go and go to these uh, monitors and, and switch the button? Around. Oh yes, that was brilliant. Yeah, we was there ages. Remember we had to go through there was flood there, there was covenant there. We would. It took us a while to figure out what it wanted us yeah. to do. Actually, like yeah. it wanted us to throw bombs in the pipes to destroy them, and then this like, was for the ship. Remember at the start as well. Yeah, it's the same level as the starting level. That's right. Level, yeah, you revisit yeah. that same broken down ship. Yeah. So yeah, that was awesome, man. That was so good. Like and there was like bits when we were going through those tunnels and. And this is the same level when it, it was just, some of it was crazy. Because there's one bit where we had to go back to the armory and go back to <laughs> and there's invisible guys there. Yeah. And we go, Nelson! <laughs> 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 you Nelson was cracking up. <laughs> I was cracking, I was trying to crack up. I couldn't yeah. breathe. But like, just your response to that was brilliant. I'm like, oh, Nelson, there's God, there's guys here. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> It was literally like we saved the world that day. We know? did, man. Honestly. Such a, if, if you haven't played Halo 1, um, I'd definitely go. If, especially if you've got someone to play it with, go mm. back and play that in court. Brilliant in court. And I'm glad as well because, I mean, like I told you, like, I've only played really Halo 2 from yeah. start to finish. I played a bit of Halo 3 and a bit of Halo Reach. 
Uh, but because I didn't really play from the beginning, I didn't really understand story. Yeah. Like, what is actually going on yes. here, you know? So I'm really glad to have played Halo 1 now. And then hopefully we can play some Halo 2, Halo yeah. 2 soon. Because so. yeah. Halo 6 is coming out end of the year. Mm. So hopefully we can complete all that by then, which I don't think we're going to. But maybe this weekend we'll try and play some more Halo. Well, if you think it's taking us two weekends to clock Halo 1. Unless I remember Halo 2 is... is, is <clears throat> uh, it's Halo 2's easier, I found it. But that might be because I was such a like addict to Halo 1. Yeah. I was talking to you about this earlier, wasn't I? Uh, it wasn't a challenge for you. Yeah, because... so I gave it away in the weekend. Yeah, I know, man. That's crazy. But let's go back to it and see what I think. Oh, let's one of see. them is the Arbiter. Yeah. Oh, yeah on Rambling on and on. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this, you'll just find it a bit more interesting now. I will now. Because you got the context of Halo 1. Yeah. The demon and all that. Yeah. Exactly. So, <laughs> yeah, that was Halo. Anything more about Halo then? No, that's yeah. cool. Um, I'll carry on with the... Okay, so... Um, the next game we'll talk about is a demo of one of the most anticipated games uh, ever. Well, I'm saying ever, but probably just for geeks like me, probably is Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yes. Um, you're curious? Yeah. yeah. You're getting bored with that. No, 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 I'm sorry. to you both. I got, I got an email from Rubes and just like visually confirmed what that was. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Final Fantasy VII uh, uh, Remake. So this is a remake of the original PlayStation Final Fantasy VII. Brad, you know what? I thought of you because I saw this promoted on my timeline. Yeah. And I was like, what? It blew my mind. Yeah. So I was going to tw- I was gonna tweet you. Like, I knew it was coming. I thought but, you might do. <laughs> so the good thing is that they've got a demo on it because I wasn't too much of a fan of it because no way. what they're doing is they're splitting the game into sections. So this is Final Fantasy VII Remake Part 1. So oh, apparently, Because no. remember, the original was in four on four discs. Four discs. And it was about 60 hours yeah. gameplay. So I thought, oh, no, they're ripping us off. And this, you know, you think that, don't you? Yeah. Ripping, ripping you off. Yeah. But now that I've played the demo, it was like, Wow, what an amazing job they've done! Really? Well, well, I tell you, I tell you what, I was a bit skeptical first. Firstly, was that the split in the game up? Yeah. Next was that it's not turn based; it's real time action. Mm. And so I'm going to talk about that in a second. But this is probably more. It's more, quite quite a drastic change, that. Yeah, but this is what I want to talk about the most. This game because it's like my favorite bit of gaming. Well, other than Halo, I think over the period with Halo was a top number one then this is probably my number two bit of gaming okay at time even though it's a demo which speaks speaks volumes yeah yeah so because so it's the first bit if you've not played um if you've not played uh um uh, uh final fantasy before um i'll actually go back and play final fantasy 7 it's fairly cheap for about 10 pounds or something well like the that. original one the original and and the original they've taken away a lot of the um uh, annoyances uh, if that's a word yeah, yeah like the constant battles and all that yes sort of thing. the constant random battle they're taking away that you can switch that off mm. and you can also switch like speed up the battle so it's not so long windy and yeah, things like that you know you, you can even right. cheat in there you can put a cheat thing in there if you want which is I wouldn't cheat but like you can put like um, uh, you can make your like, unlimited uh, like firepower or like you know unlimited turns I've got can't remember the game mechanics now sure yeah it's been so long I, I did play it on the Playstation played it on the um, on the Vita as well I might get it on the Switch Final Fantasy 7 but Final Fantasy 7 remake's coming now so I probably won't bother sort of thing. Yeah, yeah but I remember how good the characters were in Final Fantasy 7 that's what one of the things because each character had a backstory right that's what made Final Fantasy 7 like really so cool 
each character had like a massive backstory and like sad sadness behind it. There's like this dog character called this is Rondon. His name was I can't remember his name now, but he's like a dog character. But he's not a dog. He's like a, there's this kind of dog shaped guys, but they, oh, they speak and stuff, and you learn about the background. Anyway. I'm, 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 I'm sort of getting distracted let's go back to Final Fantasy 7 remake starts off the exact same train scene because you're 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 doing the, like a um, uh, I don't want to use the word terrorist but because but it's that kind of thing civil unrest yeah they're called, yeah exactly where <laughs> the, the concept of the story is that concept the, the initial concept is that, I can't remember the rest of it now which is so good the initial concept of the game is that there's this ma- massive like corporation like capitalist corporation which is sucking the ground out the sucking the energy out of the earth called macro macro reactor so they're sucking the air that's what's powering cities Mm. so these massive corporations capitalist corporations are doing that it's called shinra the the organizations called shinra i think it is anyways i've got this right kind of like the equivalent of fossil fuels and yeah and and so yeah it's a bit like that but they're sucking it and so this group called terror i'm using the word terrorists as in like Freedom fighters, almost you can say, probably sure. a better activists word. Say yeah, activists is probably a better word. Yeah. Okay. So they they want to blow up the uh, macro reactor in, in this in this Midgar city. Yeah. So the initially in the first when you when you play the original Final Fantasy VII, it's top down view, and you you travel. To, it's like an isometric three D character but world, the, the the background and everything is rendered yeah. do you remember yeah, 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 yeah but this is fully 3d full 3d world oh wow and so it's the but it's replicated that and it's the music is like modernized for it no and everything like the music and the characters i love the music from that era yeah of Final Fantasy. it's so good and and you play it and you just you've got this feeling of of uh, of nostalgia that's where they think wow this is like crazy mm. you see in the back things it's for but, the fans really but it's fleshed out yeah so the character interactions fleshed out the the whole 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 uh, uh, parts are like quite um as you there's a little bit of a like um what's the word i'm looking for a bit of a, a friction between a, a cloud the main character and the um i forgot his name now the the big guy who's got a machine gun hand i forgot his name now oh yeah yeah Machine gun for a hand. Yeah, he's got a machine. He's got like one of those uh, Oni like a chain gun. Chain guns got yeah. put out for his hand, but uh, it's it's because uh, remember it's a Japanese RPG. No, so no, no, no. It, it sounds great. Yeah. It so, sounds interesting. So there's a friction in there, which is like sort of on the old version. It's sort of like played out, like you can see little comments, but here it's full on. You can because it's voice acted. You can see the friction. You can see the it's fleshed out a lot more. Sure. Yeah, it's really. So it's cool. not just reading the text with these little sprites. Exactly, like yeah. Full on characters. Fleshed out, and there's a lot more dialogue, and you can see the expressions on his face, like this guy's, who's this guy, he thinks yeah. he is. But Cloud is basically, he's he's like a merc, like a mercenary who's been hired by Avalanche to blow up this place, and he's an ex-soldier. Um, so, but the, so the first thing you hear, this is the combat, and I'll talk about the combat now. Um, instead of real-time, sorry, instead of turn-based, it's a real-time uh, um, combat. So, you've got your sword, you can hit people with it, but what you do, as soon as you press X, it brings up the menu button, it pauses the game, brings up the menu, but you can use spells and stuff like that. So it's still got the turn-based element to it. That's really weird. So yeah. it's, it's sort of both. Yeah, it's a bit like Final Fantasy XV now. 
That's, that's I, I, I still don't understand the battle system. I've put in about 16, 17 hours. Yeah, that, I, I wasn't a fan of it now. I don't understand how it works. I wasn't a fan of it. I'm, I'm going to give it a go on uh, Final Fantasy 15 because I remember it. Because I played Final Fantasy games before. But anyway. So <laughs> I'm going to eat, open this chocolate the, bar really quietly. Go for it. I hope I'm not boring you too much, guys. But no, no, no. I'm actually listening. Yeah. But you see, when I'm listening, I'm just thinking, have you sold it to me? And um, a lot of the time you do sell so, games very well. If I may, sorry, um, that Disney RPG is by the same maker, so it's a really similar game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you like that, you would love this because mm-hmm. these games are some of the best games ever made. Yeah. You had me a bloke with the machine gun, I am right? Hand, and I just thought, is that someone who I want to be? If yeah. I can be, yeah, well, I'll, I'll talk to you about the battle mechanics on here. So, first, the um, uh, sorry, this is milk or chocolate. <laughs> oh, gosh, so the battle mechanics on this game are, are like. Um, you got the sword. As the more you hit, use the sword, so it's a square hitting, you're pressing the square button, hitting the sword, that uh, uh, fills up your ATB um, uh, thing. With the ATB, you can have special moves like you can. So you can use magic and. Yeah, you can use magic. You got a spell, or you've you with your sword, you can do like with Cloud. He's got he he can do sword extra sword attacks and stuff. Yeah, sure. Or we can think, but if your ATB is not filled up, then you can't do those things. They'll grade out. So, but when you do it, and you press X, it, it, it pauses the menu and it pauses it and you can see. So it's a bit of turn based in there, which I really like the balance of it. I love it. That sounds awesome. Do you know what I mean? So you're still getting, you can attacking with square. Then the brilliant thing is, this is what I really loved about the game. It's like, okay, how do you control the other characters? So you just press L2. Well, there's two ways. You can you can press the, uh, the D-pad, which would just switch characters. So you can, exactly the same. So... The other characters with the machine gun hand. So Cloud has got a sword. He's great for like close combat. Yeah. But if there's like drones flying about, he can't get them. So you switch to the other character. He uses machine gun thing. And again, you press X. So are you a bunch of nine? Yes. You're a bunch. So in the game, you're a whole crew. But at the moment, mm. part of this part, you're, you're, you can only control two characters because as the story progresses, you may have more. So I and, don't know. And them not get on with doing whatever. Yeah. If, if when you're not controlling them, they're doing yeah. their own thing. Yes. And then you just you come to a bit going, oh, actually, I'd like to be. Yeah, because there's a drone flying, you can't right. get that. So right. the drone, you switch character, just press the diagonal, and you have the exact same options with them. But you can fire the machine gun when his ATB thing fills out. ATB is like a like a gauge, which 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 it's like a meter. Isn't yeah, it? it's like a meter which fills out, and uh, and the more you hit, the more it fills out, and then you get to use a special weapon. And then uh, uh, a special move, and then once it's done, you can you can uh, start charging, start again. charging again. But you can't use it. So he's got cure the machine gun guys. Oh, okay. He's got okay. cure as well. So you have to get a few hits in before you can use that. Yeah. Right. So you, that's how you play the game. But if you're not controlling him, he just keeps firing. But he won't use the special moves. Ah, oh, really? The way you do the special moves. So I say I'm Cloud. Uh, let me f- find out what the guy's name is. Um, oh, I don't it sounds good. It sounds like it sounds to me like I'm visualizing Diablo, like. You know how in it Diablo I like had that. the one guy and then I had those minions? Yeah, yeah. The dogs followed me and that big... Well, like when the look. three of us play together, mm. that would be it. Yeah, it's like three, a, a group of friends or protagonists or whatever yes. travelling together to achieve whatever they're trying to do in the game story. But you know? you're the one person but, who can switch yeah. into that person's brain and do this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, it, 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 it's got an appeal. Uh, it, it's more for the story groups, like because they tend to be amazing. Okay. Like, uh, a bit far-fetched at times, perhaps. A bit fantastic. Especially Japanese ones. Final Fantasy, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They're, oh, they're Barrett. Right. Barrett's his name. Barrett. Well, yeah, Barrett's yeah. his name. Here. Here's a picture of him. So, Machine Gun Man. Yeah, oh, so. there you go. Okay, I've seen... Do you know what? I've seen him before. He's he's like a... 
somebody you've seen but yeah. you don't know who he is kind of that's thing. how iconic this game yeah. is yes exactly what I might do I might even get the guide for this you know how I collect gaming yes. guides yeah. so I might get the one for this because yeah. the art in these games is always yeah. beautiful isn't it oh, yeah. Yeah. but anyway back to things so, so if, you, if you're cloud and you want to you don't want to switch character but you want to get so say you see on the on the characters so say you got you see the screen and on the screen you can see each person's health and ATB bar uh, how much they are so if the ATB bar is fill, filled you can instead of switching the character stick to cloud press L2 and it brings up the other person's uh, oh okay moves so it's like a quick menu yeah pause else. the game and you can select their moves so that's you really good really good so it's it's, it's, it's like my worry was that it's going to go totally live action, mm. like action, real time, real time, and, and it kills away the turn based thought I, of it. I, I really, I actually really miss the old turn based RPGs. Yeah, it's brilliant, yeah. I miss that, that. That's why Persona 5 is one of my favourite games. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you can do that, and it's, it's, it's really, I'm really impressed by the way they, they've done the mechanics and stuff wow, in there. Amazing. So the game launches, you get to the final boss. The boss is actually solid. It took mm. me about probably about 45 minutes to kill the boss no way I didn't die but it took me 45 it's minutes a massive battle and it's the first boss <laughs> like there's loads of bosses in this game by the way this is like within the first hour loads of bosses about 45 minutes in one go or you had to keep he kept dying and then no I didn't die just I tried to knock his energy down just one long battle 45 minutes yeah, maybe half an hour maybe I'm exaggerating but it felt like 70, 45 minutes it's probably 20 minutes to me it's really. still long though your hands yeah. might have been tired though like the stress as well you know yeah but it was fun like I enjoyed it uh, this is on Friday I played this so I'm currently playing that and uh, yeah I've managed to kill them it's a massive scorpion boss which is like um, I forgot what it's called now but it's scor- the scorpion boss and I forgot well, the other bit the part the other bit of the mechanics is something called limit breaks oh yes yeah, so I remember that yeah, yeah, fancy. Yeah. some other games have got it as well yeah. so when you have enough damage when you get damaged enough each time you get damaged your limit break meter goes up so you take damage, you limit break, and then you have this massive special move, which, you, which is like super fancy. Yeah. I'm not sure where they got the summons on here. Oh, okay. So the summons are, you get these like demigods, which come over like massive like set pieces and like really like elaborate like graphics come and, and the whole earth, you see this whole like, I'm doing this on my hand, Ruby's moving, but you see <laughs> the whole planet. Like there's one, there's one uh, summon where you, this massive red fire guy comes and he gets a whole planet meteor and he smashes the enemy with the whole meteor yeah. and you see it looks so cool yeah. that's part of one of the bits of Final Fantasy uh, uh, games if I remember right didn't you have to beat those guys in battle in order, a bit like Pokemon you'd have to sort of capture them maybe yeah maybe the case I, mean, get I mixed can't remember now yeah I can't, but I, I, I remember seeing that in one of the Final Fantasies def- I'm not sure with the 7 um, yeah I might yeah. be getting mixed up yeah. in one of them but, but that's Final Fantasy 7 so I'm definitely I'm probably going to play end yeah. up playing yeah because I, I, I really enjoyed it like oh man I'd love to play that again is that Xbox? yeah but my problem is I've got too much to play I'm playing Final Fantasy 15 right now yeah I think the one that I want to ask you is like you know Final Fantasy 8 was that the one that was like proper old school looking um, it had like uh, the proper like old sprites like the little mage the mage yes 8 or 9 is one of those because what happened up to Final Fantasy 10 they were brilliant after that, they 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 weren't as iconic. They slipped a little bit. Yeah, they slipped. Even Final Fantasy fifteen is it's what it's probably the best combat Final Fantasy game that's way. Sure. But it hasn't been on the level of because at one time was Final Fantasy seven was like amazing. Final Fantasy eight was amazing. Final Fantasy nine was amazing. Final Fantasy ten went fully three D on the PlayStation two mm. with Tidus in there. I've, I've almost clocked that game while playing it on the Vita. So um, that was like like really really good. 
So if you can play Final Fantasy X, it's worth playing. I just want to play that one, whichever one it was, just for the graphics. Because I remember seeing my mates play it, Harry and Rob. Yeah. It's probably eight or nine now. I think it was one of those two, yeah. yeah. But it just looked gorgeous. It looked like like the old SNES RPGs, but just, yes. you know, modernised for that era anyway. So well, oh, Final Fantasy VII, I'm just wondering whether they've got... They've got, they're going to have the same humour, because it starts off really serious. Yeah. But then like, the romantic side to it, the comedy side to it is... Final Fantasy's always had that, mm. uh, and I wonder whether they're going to keep the same twists because it's got the, one of the probably the biggest twists in video game history. Sure, um, like uh, you, you probably know that twist. Yeah, don't you? I remember the gist of it. I don't remember yeah, the characters. It's probably but, yeah. one of the biggest twists in video game history. What happens? Well, biggest shocks, like in video game history at that time. Yeah. Um, so I wonder whether they're still going to keep that. And, It'd be amazing if they didn't. To be honest. Yeah. Well, hopefully they can flesh the game out where it's a fully fledged. 60 hour RPG in, in this one one the Final Fantasy 7 remake part one yeah and see where it goes from there yeah yeah yeah. that sounds amazing yeah yeah so I hope we talked enough about Final Fantasy because we're, we're on 2 hours 22 minutes at the moment so this is going to be probably a 3 hour podcast <laughs> so anyway next game I played was um, a game called Control which won game of the year last last year yeah so this was on Playstation now as a free game oh right well, oh yeah 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 you were yeah, saying free game so Played it. I've only started a bit of it. I'm in this. I'm in this. It's like, it's you know how you got Federal Bureau of Investigation. This one's called Federal Bureau of Control. Oh wow! Well, you've got Federal Bureau of Control, and you're this woman who's your walk. I've just explored the building at the moment. It's a dead building, and she's been called back there for some reason. And that that's it. I've got at the moment. So that's... I'll probably feed back on that a bit more next time. So sure. Do you want to carry on, Rubes, or, or, or now do you want to pick up? Go for Rubes. I think now you pick up because you both played... That's cool, you go for it. The same. Because we've discussed the game. We, we've played. not heard much from the Rubes. No, though. no, no, I'm, I'm listening to you both, because what I do, when you two talk about games, I just wonder, have you sold it to me, have you not? So, mm. like, Skyrim, you lot, I've actually <clears throat> talked about a lot, and I'm going to play that at one point. Yes. Um, See, so Final Fantasy now, uh, um, you said there's, what, 15 of them? Yeah, <laughs> I'd play seven. I'd actually play the original one on the Switch. Mm. I'd actually play that for it, but it might be. But actually, then you know what? The graphics might be. A, yes, the graphics might. Be, I, don't think, I don't think she'll have a problem with the graphics. I think the the random battles and the mechanics might be off putting because it's yeah. a lot. It does sound like a lot. That that said, is a lot. Yeah. It's a bit of a geek fest. That one is. If you're not, if you don't play JRPG first, how would you introduce a person to play that? You know the deep end. Because when you're sixteen. You have you that just, bit of patience. Uh, we're coming from the background of Chrono Trigger and yeah, Final exactly, Fantasy yeah. VI. Oh, that, was, that was my first JRPG, you know? Was it? Yeah, I think I might have played Final Fantasy Star stuff and maybe when I was a kid. Uh-huh. But Final Fantasy VII was my first proper JRPG. It's weird for me because like I, I you know, I'd play the SNES ones. Yes. Um so I played like Chrono Trigger and stuff like that. So I never played them, no. So I had an idea about it, but then I, I didn't have a PlayStation. So from six onwards, I didn't play any until this one, 15. So I've missed all of them until now. I've just seen them being played. Mm. <laughs> so that's why I'm eager to play eight or nine, whichever one. That, 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 was my, that was my game. You know you play console for a, a game? Yeah, yeah. That was the game you play. Not people play for FIFA or yes. Pez. I used to buy a, a thingy, a console for. I mean, Sony had a masterstroke in that because like they pulled so many gamers away from Nintendo. Yeah. Purely by signing that Nintendo Volvo. Oh yeah, of course it was. <laughs> not, yeah. not wanting to do, do discs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, see, Final Fantasy sounds like a universe of characters. Well, Final Fantasy VII was so big that because normally they would never make a remake of a game. 
they made a remake of the game, plus there's films of it. Oh, right. Yeah, Final Fantasy VII, Advent Children, Children and things, oh, another yes. one as well. The films are not that good, apparently. I've never seen them. But uh, there's whole films and stuff of it as well. That's their biggest franchise, Final Even though people say Final Fantasy VI is a better game. Mm. Oh, six is awesome, man. Yeah, they say six is better than this. I loved six. I, I never got all the way through it, but like it's got a real magic and charm to it because yeah. it's got that sixteen-bit sort of, yes, you know, that real retro niceness in the graphics. But the story was cool, and the boss is great. The turn-based battling is brilliant. You know, every bit of it is magic. I'm going to play that when I get home, man. That's so it's such a good game. I feel like I want to get started. I want to know about it because the fact that one is iconic. Because when you showed me that picture of that bloke. With the uh, machine gun, arm, yeah. machine gun right. I just thought, yes, I've seen you, I don't know who you are, and I've never thought about it. Just, you know, but it's, if it's that iconic. Final Fantasy, I always find like it always introduces sort of, um, uh, sort of words or concepts that are sort of alien to me to begin with, but they mean something in that game world yeah. or in that story. So, like, I remember Six, for instance, like, it's talking about ciphers or something, and I was like, should I know what that means? <laughs> like, looking in the dictionary for it, and I can't remember if that was a word or not, but like, after maybe an hour or two's gameplay, it becomes apparent what that is. Mm-hmm. So it can sort of be a bit. It does sound like its own world. Yeah. Put it that way. Yeah, it is. There's, it like basically, each Final Fantasy <clears throat> has its own character, its own world, but there's little themes that run across all the games, like Moogles. Yeah, yeah or we'll uh, Chocobos. Yeah. That sounds great. Yeah, so Chocobos are like these big chicken things which you ride. They're like, they're, they're, they're replaced with horses. Yeah. So instead of horses, you've got these big. Yellow, I've seen you like Big Bird. Yes. Yeah. Yes. A bit like, yeah. I did think that. Yeah. So they're, they're like. Yes. We were raiding that guest. Yes. Well, I still <laughs> yes. remember the game we played. Yeah. So yeah, that was a uh, Final Fantasy fifteen. Right. Uh, but the got chocolate balls in there. But Final Fantasy fifteen is a bit a bit dodgy as well because some of the some of the women the way they dress is quite like. Really. Have you got that far? Have you got to the pet- petrol garage? That's oh her, game. yeah, <laughs> flipping it. Yeah. And she's in it. Yes, yes. She's in a car. She's in a car which yeah. is a open top. Yes. She oh, with just two other lads. Or no, three the, other lads. The, or... the, that's you. But when you go to the she, yeah. she pours your petrol for you. Yes. And she's really, really. She was when she cleans the windscreen. Like she's yeah. like really like sexualized. Yeah. Okay. This could... is a really Japanese anime stuff. This is. It really is because she's so overly American as well. Yeah. Like, she's got like a proper... It's like they've got this fantasy for like how American women are and things. <laughs> yeah. Which is like... <laughs> it's not really appropriate. Then, no, it's, okay. it's, it's, a, it's a bit like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> really weird. I mean, they never cross the line, but it's like, you think this is really weird. It's, it's towards it though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, anime, I was wa- watched um, uh, Seven Deadly Sins. That's like that as well. Really? Some of it's like, is this right or what are they doing this really push the lines there's nothing like like overtly bad but it's like really questionable (laughs) well you have to you wouldn't let a young child yeah it's just questionable because the whole film the whole anime is not about that anime anime is like that anime is actually amazing that's the thing though because it never is about that yeah but it's just they sort of sneak in through yeah exactly attire or yeah. actions or whatever but actually I mean like Final Fantasy 15 is nothing to do with that yeah. it's like there's a whole story going on it's just that she happens to be provocatively dressed and acts really provocatively yeah, like, like, do you think sometimes they've included that because it actually sells the game maybe maybe mm. I remember, do you remember Ridge Racer 4 on Playstation that yes had, that, yes, that, like, as well, yeah. that came in for criticism because of the way you know certain body parts moved and things like that and it's a racing game like you know, oh, I've got one more game actually. Go around. Yeah, just just like 
to say like I don't know if that's it's partly cultural but partly probably marketing as well I imagine mm. but yeah sorry no actually it's carrying all the time no because I thought like do you remember Street Fighter 2 yeah do you remember, like Chan Ni I thought yeah she's a bit revealing you know like yes. the way she's yeah. dressed and that was a very basic but she doesn't act like because she acts like if you mess with her she'll beat you up yeah. no, 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 no but like just the way she's dressed you're just yes. like thinking like my brother had the posters in his room so I, yeah. I, I, I and Cammy as well isn't it yeah exactly yeah. and I did yeah. notice yeah. you did straight away notice yeah um, well even the blokes were like you know overtly muscled and then you do, do you know what yeah, I mean? But, but they're not, not, not provocatively the, dressed. The men are not sexualised. No, they're not. Whereas no. the women, you find that... Everything does that. Especially the Japanese games. Not not, not so much the American, the, the westernised games. Yeah. I mean, they could be, but especially the Japanese games. So do, do you think, like, the success is down to that sometimes? No, game? because the games... Some games, like, as I was going to talk about, I did play a bit of Dead or Alive 5, and that's... Uh, um, I'm glad that it wasn't... What I played of it, it wasn't, it wasn't that profound. Mm. Like, because that that whole game was based on what you're saying. Basically, the the the, uh, the breast mechanics are supposed to be realistic in there. I didn't play because of that. I just downloaded the game wanted to play a fighting game, mm. <clears throat> but I, I played it. I'm glad that wasn't the case. What I played, but I put it off. I thought, uh, you know, to be honest, thinking about it, how gaming used to be in the nineties. It was a nerd's paradise, wasn't it? Yeah, like fighting vipers or something like that. Yeah, stuff like I mean, yeah. like. It, it wasn't it was something teenage lads used to do so yes. I think and probably the people who developed these games you know just from that era maybe yeah and that mentality so I think games are like uh, rightly or wrongly I just think people snuck in whatever they wanted mm. like to, Tomb Raider straight away yeah that, that's that a was, that's a game turned to a film right mm. yeah, yeah, I've got that right, right. Yeah, yeah yeah so and I just thought okay like I never bothered watching the film I just didn't even really. The game didn't appeal to me because I'm just sat there thinking I don't want to see this. The game was epic. The game was so good. It was like an amazing adventure game. But see, I straight away looked at thinking you're too. Like, like I grew up in a very strict household. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, you anything on the screen that looked anything dodgy, like you know, you just. She was. You're 100 percent right because, like, if you went into game shops at the time, there was posters of like Lara Croft. And she and she was ridiculously disproportionate in every yeah, yeah, part like, of her. And, and I just thought, okay, like that—that that was the game that was advertised. It wasn't like, oh, you know, new platform mechanics no. or gunfights. It was just her. No, <laughs> that was the, like, that and was there, there was other games. I mean, uh, Chun Li is the same. I think that is a decent example. Like, if you see like posters of Chun Li, like she was my favorite yeah. character. I just thought because because of the fact that her um, her move was the easiest. Like Hadouken, I just found too fiddly yeah. Sonic Boom I could understand I know it's the same as Hadouken but still and then whereas hers was just quick just tapping. keep pressing yeah, yeah keep tapping the same button she and she will kick. exactly mm. so you know and, that, and that's what appealed I, not because she was a girl necessarily and she could jump off the wall no one else could do that I tried to yeah. learn um, Dalsim just out of some sort of cultural misguidance <laughs> <laughs> but I just couldn't his moves are too hard man. he's too slow I, well like if you can learn his moves mm. He was actually brilliant, like, because he does that long arm punch and the long kick, but he also does this thing where he disappears and reappears yeah, in the station, yeah. I've never seen that move. And he does, like, yoga flame. Like Hadouken, isn't he? The move for no, it. No, that's or a yoga flame. No, he lets out a fireball. Um, he, yeah. What does he say? Yoga no, fire, no, yoga no, flame. No, what I mean is the, you know, the control com- combination, because Hadouken's, like, uh, it's a down... Court circle, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, back to the point about sexualization yeah. of women. 
Um, yes, yeah, so Tomb Raider was the game that just put me off because I just thought it's not for me. Mm. It's it's obviously for a teenage lad. Yeah, just straight yeah. away. And, and I, I was think you're 16. right. It probably was. Yeah. Whereas Chun Li, I I just thought mm. this is a game full of everyone who's muscly and fights and you know, and you didn't think that about it, even though you were like, yeah, you are a bit. I couldn't. Your outfit's a bit thingy, but you you didn't mm. care because it was so pixelated. Yeah. Whereas. Do you guys reckon the Japanese are worse for it? or? Like, I was just trying to think of American games because, I mean, in the 90s, there weren't really American games, were there? No. If you think about it, like, all the games. Game. Tomb Raider was American. I don't think Tomb Raider was. Was it British? Too, yeah, British, yeah. That's what I mean. I mean, West versus Japanese because okay. the whole West is is to get almost put together, aren't they? Yeah. So, uh, so Tomb Raider is one good example. But, but I think Tomb Raider, the later games, they were all right. Yeah, they were. Do you know what I mean? Like, the later game, she's not portrayed like that. The recent ones like been completely yeah. normal. Yeah, just they're not portrayed. She's still got a vest and stuff like that, but not all the way. Yeah. She's not she's portrayed more like, you know, Nathan Drake. Yeah, yeah. She's like just like an adventurer. Yeah, she's like an adventurer. So the later Tomb Raider games are not about that. Mm. They're not about or some there, there definitely was that with the old Tomb Raider games. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Because yeah, people, cause people used to that. zoom into like excuse, excuse me, this is because we're talking about uh, this topic they used to zoom in the camera sometimes you used to zoom into polygon breasts yeah yeah things like that those are those things that, oh you know she was Tomb Raider was sexualised definitely was yeah, so, it uh, definitely was and also the Mortal Kombat games are like that as well oh that's true that's a good example really <clears throat> the I older one they look at the if you look at the 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 attire female in that the katana even though even the katana was had a mask on was it Melina Melina yeah see I used to be scorpion in that yeah. So I'm just trying to think. Or Sub Zero. Or <laughs> Raiders. Raiders. But, but, but back to that. Luke See, Mortal Kombat made by Americans or British maybe. The West. But Dead or Alive is made by Japanese. Mm. And Dead or Alive is a full anime game where they got where the the whole concept of the game is to get the breast mechanics right. You're kidding me. Yeah. What? Dead or Alive, yeah. The, that, the games I'm not even like messing about here. So Dead or Alive mm. was known for the breast mechanics. Like, <laughs> in the, in, by, by mechanics, crazy, I mean the breast it? movement. So the breast movement's supposed to be realistic, and you got. So these, they sold. They did sell games using that. that. Yeah, the, even that though it's a fighting game, the fighting actually pretty. It's a pretty. It's a decent that fighting is game. Madness! You're kidding yeah. me. I'm not. If you Google uh, "dead or alive" uh, uh, breast uh, uh, movement, dare not Google that. Yeah, no, but it's and they, they even based on the "dead or alive" franchise, there was a VR game called "dead or alive" Stop based it. Uh, uh, volleyball. Oh. Something no. on the sides of that. So basically, you're in a VR world and play volleyball. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's, and this is made by a company called Tecmo or Tecmo, Tecmo, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah sure. It's a Japanese thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's funny how the Japanese have a funny outlook with, mm. and, and and these these women in the, in the thing, they have, have quite, they're quite well, they have quite large breasts in there. Sure. So. Has that, has that been changed with? The time now. No, Dead or Alive Five is still known for it, but I did play a bit of Dead or Alive Five, but um, the what I saw of it, it wasn't wasn't that. But I know it's still known for that. I, th- I think it has calmed down in gaming generally, though. Yeah. Like, only because like, you know in Hollywood what's happened and yeah everywhere mm, like you know now yeah. they were talking about I, I think a few months back I was reading about sexism in the gaming industry and I yeah, wasn't yeah. I, I wasn't aware that. and I didn't. I didn't read too much into it. I think that was more personalities clashing rather than mm. per- personally. I don't think mm. you know, but I, I don't know the ins and outs of it. But it was like sort of prolific, um, known people on Twitter, right? And everyone clashed on Twitter, don't they? So it's not really an indication of the industry as such. But um, I, I think it's really calmed down. Like, yeah, I think it has. Yeah. I mean, if you look at sort of like Cortana from Halo, like she's not overly, mm. but. 
it's calmed down, but at the same time, games have become more adult. That's true. Because Generally. there's like full on like like sexual scenes in games. Now. That's really like the Witcher, for instance. Yeah, Witcher or Mass Effect started off as well. Mass Effect did. Original, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like nothing explicit. Like and there were definitely parts in it that were pretty yeah. strong. But as a parent, you'd be concerned. Yeah, of course, get, get kids shouldn't be playing those games full stop. But we did. I'll, I'll be honest. Like when I, I was when I was was younger. Uh, I'd play those games. And Resi was 18, wasn't it? Yeah. Resident yeah. Evil. You, you played those games. It. And some of the games you played. Well, I'm the rudest to... game I played was, was Grand Theft um, Auto. Auto. Yeah, that's but even Grand Theft Auto had uh, Vice City, you had a hot coffee mod. Really? Hot co- it's, it's infamous. It's called a hot coffee mod. What it was, you could you can mod the game where there's a scene which is. you. you you was it Vice I think it was pretty no was it Vice City or uh, uh, GTA 3 no not GTA 3 what was the one after GTA 4 no no Liberty one between Los Los San Andreas sorry that one I think it was San Andreas and hot hot mud it's a hot coffee mud so basically you uh, and excuse me I'm, I'm not I'm not trying to if you, if you got kids what if you got kids listening to this guys uh, don't listen to this because I'm going to describe something which is probably not for kids uh, uh, listening so the co- coffee mod was, was infamous because you uh, you you made having a sexual act into uh, a game so you press an X button and timing and things Whoa, like that oh dear that, that was on San Andreas no way yeah, yeah that was it was banned they took it out they banned it they took the game so they were unable to I think the PC version had it, I think. Yeah, you but they get banned it time. afterwards. Did they take it out because parents complained, or I'm not sure about the history of it, but it was because modding is a bit of a grey area, isn't it? Yeah. Like people mod games, PC. On PC, you can still mod, but this was officially part of the mod, oh. so they took it out or something like that happened. I can't so that made it out to consoles. I'm not sure now, but I'm pretty sure it was a massive thing. Do you know what I mean? And wow. San Andreas had that sex, like San Andreas was the GTA, which had like yeah, you couldn't hear, you couldn't see anything. But sometimes they'd have like sexual sounds in the background. GTA Five has really pushed the envelope for that. That's yeah. what, it was really. Sorry. I didn't finish that off. No. I kind of stopped GTA because of the whole when the prostitution stuff started to come. Yeah. I just thought, do you know, what, in good conscience, yeah, I'll mug someone on a bus or I'll hijack a car. <laughs> yeah. But I just put for a point like this is coming from this is coming from the person who. <laughs> Who says, yeah, if I'm in an alternate reality, I'm going to be as evil as possible. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to think you're you. That's interesting. That because that's interesting because, no, because there's no it, consequences. When, exactly. But here, when it came to prostitution, I thought, I just I just couldn't, I couldn't that's go so interesting. anywhere near that. I just yeah. thought, do you know what? But we feel that way about, like, Everything, everything else. Yeah, see I can I can mug people. Yeah. I can, <laughs> I can obliterate, I can get a nuclear bomb and nuke a whole city. I could, um... Starve a whole colony of whole people. City, whole colony. But yeah, I just thought I don't Prostitution's know. Prostitution's too far. I think you know what the problem was in GTA. It was too real because you you were very up close and personal with the character. You sure. knew the character. The way you read it, it just felt more real. Maybe that's, that's interesting because like maybe I some don't of the game, I mean because like, I always see characters that I play as an extension of me. So whatever I do, if I'm mm-hmm. killing people, like I was playing GTA the other day and I unlocked a new gun. Mm-hmm. And I knew that there was a way to get $250,000 in cash if you got 50 headshots with this gun. So I went on this indiscriminate sort of killing spree, which is awful. Like, because GTA is so realistic. Like, it's just people walking down the street. But <laughs> I like, it, it, it just, it leaves a bad taste. So I couldn't, 
doing yeah. good conscious but I did it got the cash like so you monster yeah exactly mm. so I don't know but it's interesting that sort of uh, that, that was the empathy. mind for you it could be to do with empathy I'm just boring I don't know <laughs> maybe <laughs> <laughs> I don't know no but that's for me like uh, maybe something like okay I know this is something that just shouldn't be in the world so I don't want to be on the and knocking over old women should be in the world <laughs> that's true you are right <laughs> it's just interesting to see yeah, where, where, where your limits yeah, are so. I suppose it's like okay you know when you watch cartoons like Tom yeah. and Jerry like Tom's a cat and Jerry's a mouse and they beat each other up and I'm not for animals shredding each other which they do <laughs> but you know I, and you, you see the funny factor in that like, oh, ha, ha. whereas that's just something I just thought wasn't funny at all or, that's interesting not saying mugging people's funny but yeah, I mean, uh, GTA Five is really strong in in both the sexualization mm-hmm. stuff because I mean it doesn't really pull any punches to be quite honest. But then the problem is, I could be a drug dealer successfully pushing drugs here and there and 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 shoot, killing, mm-hmm. up, murdering police officers yeah. and other drug rival gangs. I mean, or... one of my favorite missions mm-hmm. on GTA Vice City was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, do you remember you like started the ice cream, the, the ice cream van? I stopped playing it then. Uh, I love that. I felt convicted. <laughs> I stopped playing well, it. Well, I, I don't think I reached this. You take like later on in the game. Vice City is probably one of the best. It's best. such a good game. The mo- you know what? It's just the music. Yeah. Just the music was yeah, so was good, isn't it? Gorgeous. The graphics as well. But in in that particular bit, um, you take over an ice cream factory, which is a front for a drug business. Mm-hmm. So in all the ice cream, there's some drugs. Mm-hmm. So you go and sell it. You put your jingle on and you put on your ice cream truck outfit and uh, you sell your ice cream to whoever comes. And it tends to be kids and families and whatnot who just come up because they want ice cream, you know. Um, and your money's going up big style because you're selling these drugs and they're getting hooked on it. Um, but it's one of my favourite missions because it's just so outlandish. No, wasn't there one now where you're selling pornography? I don't remember that. Ice one. cream one. That's what I remember. Ice cream truck van. Mm. No, not. For, I remember Vice City was drugs. Was it? I'll probably mistaken because it's such a long time playing that. It's, it might as well be the same thing, really. But yeah. like, yeah, just the outlandishness of it was a novel for me at the time. So I was like, that's actually quite funny. But <laughs> obviously, in real life, it's like, wow, that's. That's a crazy thing to do, but mm. yeah, GTA Five is brutal for that. I mean, um, both in the I mean, there's a scene in the single player bit which is brutal. Like um, to further the story, you have to choose a method of torture in which to inflict on a person, and you have to do it. Oh, um, and like that was really uncomfortable for me. Like I didn't want to even see that. The new 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 Call of Duty's got that. Really? Yeah. Gosh, man, that is quite disturbing. This is where I've. I would struggle mm. with with the game. Now I know. Yes, I sound like the sadist out of all of us in the gaming world. Ruby's retracted her. I can't believe her, it. Her, her moral low ground. Wow. No, no. Do you know what it is? I think. I think. <laughs> moral low ground. That's what it is, isn't it? <laughs> well, I suppose yeah, it is, it is that because it's just I'm in a world without consequence. But it's just I think then you get a a a, a yuck factor. You know you exactly. Going, right, yeah. Like it's just how we feel when we play normal games, right? No, but I, I like... How does it know? I'm, I'm just trying... Like, okay, so like, you're moving the goalposts? No, no, I'm not... No, no, because, okay, in... Um, what's the game? Um, it was called San Francisco. No. San Andreas. No, 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 no. This was the game where we are a cyborg. Oh, Detroit. Detroit. Why do I call mm. it San Francisco? Anyway, Detroit. So, you know, I'm on top of a building. I'm trying to talk out this bloke from 
holding my hostage and holding the little girl who could die. But you last time you said, "Oh, okay, if she dies." Yeah, I know. I don't. I don't know what it was. It was just like I was thinking. <laughs> well, you, you know. So <laughs> it's just. I think it's, it's because. Game. It's got no consequence. I, I think the problem is because that's. Someone getting held hostage is not a big, widespread social issue. On it's a, a on a cliff, on a on top a, of a building with helicopters. Yeah, holding a like, little girl. Yeah, and he's gonna drop her off for like a massive. It's, it's not. I think it's because it's not because one. I know this girl's not real, and then on top of that, I'm. You know, but then again, you can argue these prostitutes are not, not real. real. They're not real. You can't get out of this. No, one, no, but here's the thing: it's because now. This is a social problem. It's it's like a virus, if you will. Uh, you know, society shouldn't have this. So I, I don't feel comfortable to be well, like, make mugging, light of it. Mugging old women is a social problem as well. It is, but it's not like, um, it's not like... Um, so it's gun crime. Yeah, it is, yeah, well. it is. It is a massive issue. And car theft as well. That's is true. it just that that particular car problem? Car theft is probably more... More common than prostitution. Yeah. I'm just... just an no, probably. Well, yeah. Yeah. No, and even in London, like, you know, knife crime, murdering yeah. and mugging and all that, that, that is a horrible mm. issue. But it's kind of like... Sorry, um, I'm breaking down your arguments. No, no, I'm glad you are. Seriously, it's, it's useful for our listeners. No, because it's... It's just the case that that particular crime, you have more empathy for that because... Because it's probably more personal to you. Yeah. So I don't know. I can't tell you why. I don't know why. Mm. It's just, but it's like. But that's too uncomfortable. Why do, Yeah. Why does that? So I'm asking myself. Why is it I can happily tell a cyborg who's got a child hostage to just do one from the top of the building in cold blood and say, right, if you jump and take the child with it, it's fine. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> and I'm someone who has nieces and nephews, and you know, yeah, and and. Yeah. It, it is a weird one though, isn't it? Because I mean, we all do stuff in games that we however, never do in real life. Yeah. However, in the Grand Theft Auto thing, when it comes to prostitution, I just thought, no, not not going to engage with this at all. I don't. So, if if you guys listeners can answer this question and articulate better than me, see, I can tell you yes and no, but I can't articulate why. Yeah. So Raj has got me there, and he's very happy right now. <laughs> I'm not actually. I'm, I just think it's a really good conversation. I, it's interesting. Do, do, do either of you know? Do you either yeah. of you have this issue where in one game you can do this, but then you can't do something mm. in another game? Probably. Yeah. For me, it's like it's because I, I've got an empathy with a character that I can't do that because that's like, man, yeah. I love that character. Like, mm. you know, just I don't want to see them. But then other characters you just don't care about, or you just and you you can be easily. You can easily just dismiss them as, oh, it's just a game, it doesn't matter. You don't even think twice, you know, you just sort of just do whatever. But sometimes, I don't know, you just, like, you're just drawn to a particular character. So you just sort of are lenient towards them, perhaps, and you just think, nah, that's, I'm not going to, you know. It's, it's, I don't know, it's weird. It's kind of like, you know some people, like, you know some stand-up comedians? Mm-hmm. It's like they get told, you can't joke about that. How dare you joke about that? Yes. You know, they can't jo- joke about soldiers dying in the war sure. you know no one does that or you can't joke about children dying in Africa you just you know but then they can joke about I can't even think what's but, taboo but, but then they can joke about it that's not a fan of comedy isn't it? I'm not really no, much of a fan no no that's fair enough but I'm using it as an example so in yeah. the gaming world is that the same reason so some things yeah, you can play and you can you know, get involved in and pillage and, and do everything nasty in that world. But then when it comes to certain things, you just won't because you're just thinking, well, I'm making light of it. Mm. It's a real issue. But it's that thing, isn't it? Who mm. decides what's right or wrong? Isn't it? There's a whole <coughs> less, we're getting to like the, the realms of philosophy now. No, but I'm saying, do you have a game where you just think, okay, I'm, it's, it's, 
a game that I'm just going to, I can go. Yeah. Where well, certain issues I, you just think I'm not going to play a game. I get convicted playing certain games and mm. I put them off mm. at a certain point. Yeah, so that's why like with the whole Grand Theft Auto when they kept swearing and thingy and then yeah, the prostitution and then I just thought, I mean, you know that's, what? That's I can't, not, I can't that's, do that. That's not a like, thing on anyone else, you know, I wouldn't like... Push that on anyone else. Yeah, yeah I'm, not, I'm not saying, no. oh, you have to do that or we just have to do that. That's just my own personal conviction mm. where I feel, actually, I don't feel comfortable with that. It's like a film I'd watch. I don't. Feel, it's like I don't watch Game of Thrones because I'm not mm. comfortable with rape scenes. Mm. 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 No, no, I'm not, I couldn't watch. Do that. you know what I mean? But two other people, it's it's fine. You know, GTA was a tough one for me because, like, when I think about it now, like, there's three main characters in it on there. Yeah, GTA Five. I played to a certain point. So two of them, I've got a lot of time for. They're, they're actually quite likable people. Like, is, it, is it the redneck that the redneck's hard with? work? Yeah, 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 I can't. There's no empathy for him. Yeah, like he's he's just a bully. He's a psychopath. Whereas the other two, I mean. Uh, is it Lamar? I can't the, remember his the, name. The, the ex-mafia guy. He's uh, not mafia, but the rich guy, isn't he? He's got yeah. a family and stuff. He's just, he's trying his best for his family, yeah. but things go wrong, and he's just trying to make a way That's like time. a normal mafia story, it sounds like. It's yeah. like a normal gangster film. It's so quite, you can relate to that. You, you yeah. can understand his thoughts, why he does what he and does. And he, he sort of gets caught up in stuff, and he doesn't really want to, but then he has to take care of business. Mm. And then the other lad just like lives in the ghetto, and he just, he just wants a better life. And actually, he's trying his best to like do a better life because he runs this uh, car pickup business, mm. and his girlfriend's like on his case all the time, and he, his mate keeps getting him like wrapped up in all this nonsense. So those two have got a lot of time for, and you want them to succeed, but um, the other one's just nuts. He's like this crazy bully, and like it's just there's a really, it's a real mix that game in terms of morals. Like it's hard to you can't. It's not just black and white. No, it's really hard to just like. Normally, I love characters like that who are not because life is life. Life, there's no black such thing as a black and white, black or white, and I don't mean color wise, I mean your moral morality, yeah. Like, there's no everyone's a gray, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Actually, I think that's why that game is so brilliant because it it doesn't pull any punches. You can go to the full depths of depravity if you wish to. Mm. Um, there's points in the single player where, in order to proceed the game, you have to do some really questionable stuff, but I mean, you could say it's the same for life. You know, mm. yeah, that's sometimes how those circles run for people involved in things like that. So maybe a game is a true reflection of that sort of thing. But, you know, mm. and mm. maybe the fact that we find it challenging is kudos to the game for being lifelike. Maybe. Mm. If, if you want like morality in games, Detroit's probably the a game very you want to play. Because there's so much. The thing is, I think there's multiple endings depending how you play and mm. your morals and who you kill and who I, you think you... I love stuff like that in games like Mass Effect and Knights of the Old Republic you know there are games that did that really well this is made by Quantum Dreams I think okay they, have you heard of a game called uh, Heavy Rain yes yeah 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 so these are the same makers <sighs> of that that, so, that was just brutal that the, was this guy uh, this guy from um, Quantum Dream I think it's Quantum Dreams I think he's um, he actually had a TED talk as well mm. and how video games are are pioneering storytelling. Wow, that's so because he, he's got so many different endings, and he's he's his story. This is this is why his games are like so popular because mm. they they redefine the way games tell stories. Because if one character dies, you won't have a consequence somewhere else, and yeah. there's so many different endings, so many different variations, awesome. so many different moral di- dilemmas. Do this, do you that? And what a great time to be a gamer. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's what, what I remember. I was telling you this the other day. Now, I said this is probably the best gaming generation for me. Yeah. Yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? There's so much stuff. Like, the if you're into retro cool. stuff, you can have retro stuff, eat your heart out retro stuff. Yeah. If you're into, like, first-person uh, story-driven games, you can eat your heart out. If you're into multiplayer, 
co-op. You, you can eat your heart. Racing games are the best yeah, ever. Exactly. You know, like such a such a good generation. Yeah, it's true. Video games, it's probably my favourite generation. You do wonder how it's going to get better, but and it surprisingly will. Yeah. Yeah, mm. probably will. Yeah. I think competition's the main thing that for gaming, like mm. the fact that like. It's like when the Xbox 360 came out, it just destroyed PlayStation. Mm. And I love that because it made PlayStation up the game. Because that's yes. why we got three games today. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's true. And then now that PlayStation's ahead, that's why we've got stuff like Game Pass. Mm. Microsoft have to do their best. Stay yeah, with it. and that's like made PlayStation up the game. And yeah. That's how it should be, shouldn't it? There should be oh, one, yeah, I agree. One, one, one winner. And Nintendo have like doing their own thing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, no, I, I agree with that. Anyway, should we get back to the... Sorry, man. Rubes, you were in the middle of Two hours, 53 minutes. This is going to be... What well, was I telling you? Okay. Tell games. Okay, I didn't... Okay, well, a list of mine. I can't really comment on these because these are revisits of things that I've already talked about. Um, I have this really... I don't know if it's like OCD. You know when you start a game and you just think, I have to finish it. Sure. So I went <laughs> back to uh, Streets of Rage on the Nintendo DS and... Um, I find that, uh, this time, like, imagine, so I'd played, I played it before, I'd done my thumbs to the point of, um, hang on, Raj is plugging in the laptop right now, and I'm just going to shift to help. Sorry, what about, what about a new run battery at? <laughs> so, yeah. Battery at Sorry about this, guys. No, no, it's fine, let me, let me plug that in while you're, yeah. don't lean in here, go back. There we go, we're all plugged in. Okay, um, so I revisited Streets of Rage, and... I remember spending countless evenings. I'd done my thumbs where I lost the uh, the, the smooth movement. So that's come back. <laughs> when I went back to it, I was on it with the vengeance. I just managed to clear levels quickly, but I still haven't clocked in. It's so frustrating. You got um, right to the end, right? And then... I got right to the end where I, went, I met the boss <laughs> and the boss said to me, would you like to join us or continue fighting against us? <laughs> I had a very low energy bar and I thought, I've made it this far. I can't die. I can't die. I would, have, I would have cried if I died. So I said, I'll join him. And then he sent me back two levels. And it was just really frustrating. That's awful. Man. I know. Basically, that game was teaching me about morality back then. <laughs> saying, you know, if you join the bad guys, what happens? You're going to get set back in life. There's a consequence. Exactly. And it was really frustrating. Um, so yeah, Streets of Rage, I still struggle with that. I'm doing this thing, which is not disciplined, where, you know, because I'm, I'm sport for choice now, I've got the Switch charging and then I've also got the DS charging mm-hmm. so I, it's like when one dies I'm just going to hop on the other one while the other one's charging that sounds know? good and that way my gaming session doesn't get interrupted but I am interrupting games so I've been playing I revisited Super Super Tennis on the SNES which yeah very basic but it's really hard it's really good fun exactly because you're just thinking right okay it's very simple move side to side press swipe and the other play player does that thing where you know they just tap the ball and it just kind of makes a little it just dinks over the net exactly and I'm thinking oh my you gosh you know get. exactly it's just frustrating you've interrupted my side to side I have to go forward and backwards <laughs> you know so I just played that because I played that as a kid revisited that I did Super Mario Brothers 2 and Super Mario Lost Levels that's cool that's hard seriously they're hard do you know what I thought I've played Super Mario World too many times now and I'm actually bored of the levels so I have to give that a nice break for 10 years or so which one sorry Super Mario World on the SNES okay yeah, you know, yeah, the, yeah. the normal you know we played that like how many times inside gone to start the star world yeah. and now it's kind of like at the point thinking I want to play I want to get all the Yoshi symbols I want to go to star world mm. but I just my brain is just like what did you think of Super Mario Lost Levels it was I loved the basic it was like 
the basics. Um, it's Super Mario One, isn't it? But yeah, the it, it is. So like you know, it's it's the original. Da, 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 da. Like yeah, yeah, that that theme tune. I think, I think in Japan, mm. Super Mario Lost Levels is Super Mario Two. Is that right? Something there's some mishmash of the way it's marketing in the West. It was called something else in the West. So mm. the Super Mario Two was called something else. I see. Yeah, some. No, so there was a different function. So you know, like when you, a mushroom could be poisonous as well. That yeah. could get you done. You didn't have. I don't know, I felt like you didn't have the longevity. You had more danger, less mm. energy. It's really hard. It's well hard. It's so hard, man. Honestly, it's like it was nice to see how Mario evolved because there was even a, a game before that where he was just a workman in construction. Mm. And, you know, you saw this mustachioed little guy. If you if you buy the SNES bundle or the NES bundle and um, you'll see this moustached character who's working away and you're thinking, that's Mario. No way. But it's called something else. Yeah, so that's like, interesting. Yeah, and then you even saw, I even saw something that was seemed like it was the, the concept game for the Super Mario Brothers, mm-hmm. um, race racing games. All the all the cart, all the Super oh, Mario right. Kart. It seemed like that because the way you just like how I was able to go around the cart, but it was so basic, mm. and, and I could collect certain de- devices to make me go faster or shoot at someone else. And I thought. This seems like the concept game. Yeah. I felt like it was a design game. I don't know. Oh, maybe. So, yeah, it, it seemed to... It's like, you know, you're just sitting there thinking, oh, there's a history of this game. I don't mm. know. So, yeah, Super Mario Lost Levels was mega hard. Super Mario Bros. 2 played that. Yep, just talked about Mario that. Mario Bros. 2? Mm. What did you think of that? Because that's quite different, isn't it? That's yeah, like... very different. You pick up like, stuff on top of your head, don't you? Carry and stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Again, it was like functions that you've used in Super Mario World, but then some things are missing. Yeah. So I felt a little bit lost. Because now I've developed the function from Super Mario, the, the new one. Yeah, which one is, but that one's all side to side, isn't it? Exactly. Like, whereas Mario Bros. 2, it's like there's doors, and like you can, you can go through the doors, and there's different parts of the level, and like... It's got weird bosses and stuff. It's, That's a, it's it. a strange, strange it, it, game. Do, it does throw you. Yeah. It throws you and you just think, okay. But then the fami- the familiar functions of like, you know, just how Mary gets on, how he, you know, demolishes us. Because like even killing stuff is different, isn't it? Like you, you can't just jump on them. You have to jump on them and like pick them up and throw them. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. weird. It, it was, but I don't know. Was it because it was a character that was familiar, familiar to me? That's why I just, I don't know, you, you've, Maybe it's because you're a Super Mario fan, you get on with it. I think so as well. That's I, what it I is. I think that's why I like. I can if that had different characters in it, I wouldn't like that game. Mm. Because it's got people. But this code. is what I was saying. Yeah. About, you know, like imagine that game had a story, like because it's away from the different thing. It, I would want to complete it. That's it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? This is what I was saying about story. Imagine it had like a. No, but he does because I. I the problem is I know the future Mario. Yes. And that's why I want to finish sure this not. because... It's part of his backstory. Exactly. Whereas if that game got released by itself and it was like a dinosaur or something, I wouldn't give it the time of day. Yeah. It's just a random exactly. platformer from back in the day. Yeah. So you're right. You're right. It's got a story which... But then Sorry. Back to no, the subject. Yeah. Well, Super Mario Lost Levels in Japan was released as Super Mario 2. Oh, I see. Yeah. So, that, so that's Super Mario... In Japan, Super Mario Lost Levels is Super Mario 2 and... Super Mario Brothers 2. And the, the one you're talking mm, about mm. is called um, uh, Mario 2 Resumed Development. Yumi Kojo Doki Doki Panic. <laughs> I'm not going to remember that. But anyway, Super Mario Brothers 2 is a much <laughs> more easier thing to say. It's a bit strange, isn't it? It is, yeah. It's often the way, isn't it? Japanese names get changed. Yeah. I think the good thing is playing these old levels kind of saw you, got you to see how the designer thought. Yeah. But the architecture degree course may open me up to really analysing what was the book designer thinking 
and you know you're doing an art degree what was the person thinking how did they do the process and development new being yeah. musician process mm. development all that so it just it just made you think okay what's the process and development here with these games that's interesting but yeah um definitely have a go guys it's it's difficult it is difficult uh, it's too difficult for me to be honest that's it last yeah. levels i feel like I, I gave it a good amount of time some years ago and i know i'm not I'm, there's no way i'm going to be better now than i was then mm. so. i just feel like i can't i'm not going to but this is the game thing with hard games. I played uh, Bloodborne, yeah, which is really hard. Mm. But because there was no like incentive, obvious story incentive. I know people think they love the battle of getting past that. Yeah, but I need a bit more initiative. Just me as a gamer, I no. need a bit more initiative. Like what, what makes it continue? Yeah, like, yeah. Like if it was like if there, if there was a strange like story back backdrop where something's happened and someone's like kidnapped and you know that if you get past this section because. It's like the reward system, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, like people, like you know, if you part, the whole point of video games is you get rewarded. Yeah, that's why they're so addictive. So, but people find beating a boss or beating a certain hard bit of the game rewarding. I don't find yeah. that rewarding. No, I, I want to see what's after that. Yeah, you know, the, the boss is the obstacle. I just want to get past it. Yeah. yeah, I'm quite the opposite. I just feel like I have to like now. You're going back. I would love to go back to shovel knight and not access the saving points and just complete that game from start to finish just you know again you know but it's just it's so tedious and so time consuming (laughs) and like you said there's no obvious reward but it's just the satisfaction of having done that you haven't gained any life skill that's useful but you spent hours investing into it that's what's pretty cool about the new consoles is that they've got trophies and achievements that's true because you can like if you get a platinum trophy Mm. they've got like basically the makers of the game will set little landmark for you to achieve if you can clock the game with all that you get the platinum trophy that means you've totally complete everything that the game has to offer I, I think what the thing is it's just that you enjoy the process you enjoy the process yeah. of you get the buzz from as you play as you bash yeah. as you defeat like even now I was playing um, what was it which game did that for me recently it was Super Ghouls and Ghosts and actually Castlevania Symphony of the Night did that that is so hard, that game. It's solid. See, when I played it with you, I jumped in when you were going to, you know, you yes. defeating that boss. But I hadn't played all the stuff beforehand. <laughs> oh my gosh, the stuff beforehand. Seriously, like, you know, it's, it's just hard. that you think this guy's a boss and you're like, no, he's not a boss. He's just a really hard character. Yeah, he's just a normal enemy in there. Yeah. Exactly, and he's a big bloke and you have to get well, him. The good thing is, though, the character's, your character gets better. He gets more weapons, he, he yes. does more damage, gets more health. He, do, he does, so. but it's like, like, like this one thing where I was getting attacked by a pigeon. And I was like, this is just an annoying pigeon, right? <laughs> I've, I've, I've demolished a big, rocky, fiery, hellish-looking being. I've demolished a ghoul, oh, a witch. How can this pigeon be and so dangerous to you? pigeon, because it flies at you from different angles, and the way it dips, you can't uh, predict sometimes. And when it hits, it causes you a lot of damage. Yes. And in um, Castlevania, it was basically obliterating me yeah, many I, times. I can believe that. Exactly. There's all, every stage you go to has got like a new enemy. It's got a different exactly. movement pattern. And they're so stupid. They're so stupid. Exactly. And you feel like a numpty. From, for dying um, yeah super golden ghost exactly the same problem I hate that you just get hit twice and then you die so one hit your whole armor falls off and you're <laughs> run- when you're running naked the game designers really did think about this right so the I'm tra- boss is amazing. Yeah, but here's the thing right I had to psych myself up I thought the game designers thought okay when when I'm this you know armor clad dude I've got this more confident 
way that I'm playing. The minute one person hits you, you're, all your armor falls off and you're in your and underwear. Brutal. Exactly. Yeah. The problem is, when you see yourself in the underwear, you're just thinking, right, one more hit and I'm a dead. And I just feel like I'm. There's like a vulnerability. Vulnerable. Yeah. Exactly. Because you look vulnerable, you're just thinking, right, try and think of yourself wearing armor. You're super careful then, aren't you? And then, but oh, it doesn't do any word. good. Like, Seriously. I would love to know if anyone's ever completed that game. I just, just can't believe that game was really. Like, I never played that as a kid. So I just always think. If I played it as a kid, would I have got further? Because back then, I just seemed to have no. more patience. No. Well, I don't think so. Because, I mean, I remember playing it on someone's Atari. Mm. And like it had like a full-on joystick, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. brutal. It was like, maybe made to the third screen. That's about it. That's as far as anyone ever got. I, just... I couldn't even finish this level. And I was just really disheartened. I thought, okay, but I'm still at, I'm still at it. Playing, I, I Good. think I have to complete Ghouls, Super Ghouls oh, and Ghosts. Rude. You'd be my hero forever if you completed that. It's it's ridiculous. I just can't. I would rate you for that if you can complete Super Ghouls and Ghosts. It's a mad you game. Are a legend. You're like Honestly. seriously one of the best games in the world. I did actually Spider Monkey because what I what I did figure out is how he can seem to jump jump mid air. Do you, do you reckon me? What, what do you say for the game we can another one challenge that? Okay, can we all, too hard all three of us? Too hard, all three of us, you know, like because the thing is, I feel like if we'll have moral support, because that's how I got through Shovel Knight. Nelson was there and it gave me moral support. But no, you would have done did, that. You would have done that anyway. Things. But anyway, um, no, I just thought that was great. So, um, did, you, did you do the top one? Yes. Uh, the last bit is so that's my gaming. Um, I downloaded the Mega Drive collection on yes. Switch. I haven't seen what's in that. I'm sure Streets of Rage, Final Fight and all that is on there. Sonic and all those good games. There you go. So I just thought, I mean, it was £30. And I was, I was expecting it to be 15 Maybe it's because Snares and Nez It's on sale. It's probably cheaper. Uh, but as I said, if I was saying to Nelson earlier, there's about 30 odd games on there. So if you think about it, it's a pound, pound. A pound a game. Sure. It's worth it, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the Nez and the Snares collection have kept me occupied and they still do. So I think mm. it's well worth it. I think you'll love that. There's no. some great games on it. And they're different yeah. from Nintendo. they they had like a different sort of flavour to them, Sega yeah. stuff, so... Yeah. yeah. Be cool to see what you think. I just thought I have to have the classics, they're all from my time. Yeah. So yeah. That's awesome, I love it. Yeah, so that's me gaming. Um, yeah. Go over to you, dude. Okay. Great. So, Game Pass, man, has changed the way I game. So, honestly, previously, just it was like, I'd buy like a game a month, maybe, and that'd be my game for ages. That's fun. But now it's just like whatever's on Game Pass, and I like the look up. I'll just give it a shot. So it's honestly it's crazy. Spoils, honey. Yeah, but it's it's brilliant. I love it. Um, Children of Mortar. So if you say it with a Punjabi accent, it does sound like Children of Mortar. Mortar, which means fatty. Children of fat. Yes. yes. But it's, it's such a good game, honestly. Like I, I when I downloaded it, I had I thought it's going to be a bit of throwaway. You know, I'm not really going to. But it's actually. Such an, and you would love this room. It's like proper old school, um, top down sort of view. Uh, you play as this family mm. who are a little bit sort of like Castlevania. So like, there's this evil besetting the land, and it's up to them to to clear it away. But every time you go into the dungeon, it randomly generates. So mm-hmm. all the all the rooms are different every time. Mm-hmm. Um, each of the family members has different weapons. So the young lad has blades. Mm-hmm. So he's all like quick, like he's rolling about. The, the father's got a massive sword and shield, so he's slower. Mm-hmm. He packs more of a punch. His daughter's got a bow and arrow, so she has to keep her distance. But it's such a gorgeous game. There's, it's very RPG, so you know every enemy you kill drops some uh, experience and sometimes some gold. Right. So you can level your characters up and give them different skills. Mm-hmm. Um, That's definitely a you type of game. Oh, man, it's so good, man. It, the combat in it is brilliant. It's really rewarding. Yeah. 
Um, you know, the dungeons are great. The secrets everywhere, so you can you can stumble across into a different part of the dungeon, and there might just be some random thing happening. You might have to rescue some villagers. You might is it, is it uh, uh, randomly generated? Or yes. Yeah. yeah. Randomly generated. But there's ton, there's absolutely tons of secrets in it. So I'm absolutely loving that. It's brilliant. Children motor. Final Fantasy 15. Um, I need to come back to this. I've hit a bit of a spot where I'm a bit like, ah. Yeah. But I will come back to it. It happens to everyone. That... I think Japanese RPGs have that point where the game sort of drops. Then it picks back up. The problem for me is I'm a, I'm a bit of a completionist. So like, Same. Yeah? You have to. There's tons of missions all over the map, and I'm trying yeah. to mop them up and get them done so, I did that as well. so that I can move on to the next section without leaving anything. For the sake of completion, you have to do that. <laughs> yeah. There's no, even though you spend hours and it kind of bores your pants off, but you have to finish you it. You have to, yes. and I'm itching to get onto the next bit, but I, I don't want to leave that, but I might just have to because mm. it's just endless. You know, all these little towns have tons of little missions and things, and it's like. You might miss out on playing other good games. Yeah. In your well, lifetime. But I, I want to crack on with the actual main story in it and just see what happens next. But then, you know, you miss out on experience and levelling your characters up. Yeah, because so. yeah, what I normally do with games like that, I always, like, say I look at the level of the task and I always do all the side missions first. Yeah. Then go to the main mission. Once exactly. Level, that's what exactly. I do. That's what I'm trying to do, but it's so much. Did you level up your character better that way? Yeah, that's, that's my thinking exactly, but it's just the... Uh, there's too much little missions, there's too many, so it's like, ah, oh, it's draining me. But otherwise, big open world. The driving sections are really cool. So you drive around everywhere. Oh, and the music in that game. Music's great. Um, I keep buying all the old soundtracks for the car. Yeah, the that's really, really cool. Yeah. Story's cool. Um, I think the main character's a bit annoying. So Prince Noctis, he just keeps moaning. He's so dreary. Yeah. Like his companions, his mates are brilliant. They're like... Yeah. The, the, the Joker guy's quite good at it. You know, the one... Prompto. Yeah, I think that's his name. He's quite like... The photographer. Like, yeah, the one that's cool making jokes and yeah, like, yeah, I love him. He's brilliant. Yeah, yeah they're, they're cool. Um, <clears throat> it's quite convoluted though. That's what I found. Like, so trying to understand the menu system and all of that was really hard work for me, and yeah. I, I still don't fully understand it to be quite honest. But um, it took a long time to understand. Like, you know, he can throw the knife and he can warp. Yes. So he's got that mechanic, hasn't he? So you can either target an enemy's particular body part or parts of the arena, so you can warp. And yes. hang off the knife. So that took a while to figure out. <laughs> oh man, I've not even talked about this. Completed Forza 7. Yay! Yes. Oh yeah, we forgot. <laughs> oh, I was meant to get a cake. <laughs> Don't worry. We have to mark that somehow. Come on. Oh, oh that's why we talked about go-karting. Yes. We said, right. let's go go-karting on gaming weekend to mark your completion of Forza 7. Because <laughs> that was a lifelong dream for you. Yes. That was definitely a bucket list of gaming activities. Mm. I love it because as I've often bored you guys with, it's just, you know, the previous Forza that I've had, something's always gone wrong. So... I just really want, and you know, I finally did it. I completed every race there is to do on this, so that's cool. No, we um, still have to mark it somehow, even if it's cake saying four or seven. <laughs> All right, I can't say you no know. to cake. <laughs> um, Anything, even a sandwich, I'll get like a little <laughs> piping thing into my put some icing on your sandwich. Saying, you completed four or seven. That's awesome. Yeah, man, I'd love that. Uh, Halo Master Chief Collection. We talked a little bit about because yeah. so I completed Halo One with Raj on Co-op Legendary. Um, that dramatic finish with the warthog. Um, my notes here say Raj is lethal with a shotgun. <laughs> and on to Halo 2. PES 2020 we talked a bit about as well. Like, So I've just been continuing my career I'll with that. I'll be in that one. Didn't I? Did you? Yeah, I think you did, yeah. yeah. 
Yes. I think it was 2-1, I think. 1-0. So I had all the possession, but you had all the chances, didn't you? Yeah. As you know. <laughs> As you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just have to throw that in there now. No, it's fine. You get that in. It's all good. Um... So yeah, just continuing my career. I put Villa don't want me because I keep sort of nudging them with saying like, oh, can I come and play for you? But they just keep rejecting me. Oh, so, sorry, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's fine. You I'm, can't even play for Villa in virtual. I know. That's quite it's bad. terrible. I play for Brentford in it though, your boys. Yay. <laughs> so we're doing really well. We're second in the championship. So we're looking at automatic promotion. So the bees. I, can, I can beat Villa and then they'll want me. Oh, they're called the bees. Brentford bees. Yeah. Well, they were when I was there. <laughs> sorry. There were um, annoying menus in PS Twenty Twenty. So you know when you load the game, yeah. it just hits you in box after yeah. box after box. We were talking about that last time. Uh, yeah, it's really frustrating, man. Like there's signing signing the clause uh, which takes you to the browser. More oh like, my lord, that was horrible. Yeah. yeah, it opens up the Edge browser on the yeah. Xbox, which yeah. is the most. It's worse than the Wii browser. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. No co-op online mode was the last thing yeah. I put on that, which is a disgrace. Yeah. GTA 5 got back on that because the lads from Fusion Pro Wrestling play it quite regularly so they twisted my leg to get back on and just the usual madness they keep making races on it like uh, Mikey made this stupid race God bless him go on so one of the vehicles in it is a lawnmower and I think the fastest it can go is about 5 miles an hour <laughs> so he made a race <laughs> I've seen your uh, your mate trying to land the plane yeah that was not talk about that in the second one Mikey's race so he forces you honestly man he forces you to race as a lawnmower and you have to get from the top of the map to the bottom of the map there's only one checkpoint so you can take whatever road you want that took 40 minutes of just like me (laughs) down the road and like this was like (laughs) we'd had like a good gaming session before this so we were just signing off and he was like oh I've got one more race for you knowing full well that this is a marathon race like nearly one o'clock in the morning I finished that and I only finished it because I love him but like flipping at Mikey gee wow I'm not doing any more of his races every Mikey day. if you're listening you sound brilliant yeah. carry on he's a maniac he sounds brilliant <laughs> other than that GTA 5 I just put the old annoyances with money and public maps are still there so um, I don't play the online version Unfortunately, what it's brilliant. The online is is brilliant, but to do any of the DLCs, you have to have tons of money in the game. Even the heists and stuff. Uh, yeah, to some degree, yeah, no, because that that was the big thing, wasn't it? You can do your own heists. Yeah, but they've also done like sort of like um, lots of DLCs where you can start a business. So you can run a casino. You can run a car export thing. And all of it's really lucrative, but you need to have a ton of money to start it because you have to yeah, buy a building. Yeah. And so, like, I mean, I've been playing that for years, like, prior to just jumping back on. I went back on and had about 1,800,000. And that's really hard earned. But that's not enough to even buy a building to, to start oh. off any of these missions. No. no. So it's oh, really wow. clever from Rockstar because all it does is it points people towards buying shark cards. So you have to buy money in the game with real money in real life. You know oh, I mean? no. Yeah, so if you want like mm. 8 million, it, I saw it, I looked at the prices the other day. It's $100 real world money to buy $8 million in the game. Right. $8 million isn't a lot. You could buy maybe two helicopters or maybe a yeah, couple of buildings. That's why, that's why apparently GTA 5 is supposed to have proper DLC coming out, like story base. Yeah, but they scrapped it. Yeah, because they're making so much money out of it. So lucrative. It's one of the, that's it's probably, insane. It's the People highest. People actually pay money 
They must do because be there's the no way that people are earning that through gameplay because it's just it would take too long. It's it's brutal. Now, it's a good question though. That what are the heights <coughs> like? Are the heights against the computer? Yeah, they are. So it's a squad of you. So say us three, um, taking on like a pre-programmed story and series of events. So there's one where you break into this submarine base type thing. And you have to take out all the guards in it. But you have that, to. That did sort of appeal to me, you know, like. Yeah, they're great. They're, they're really good. Like those are those are brilliant. I mean, you have to have a little bit of money just to start some of them, but generally you can play all of them, and um, they're great because to do the main mission, you have to do all the setup missions. So you have to steal the helicopter that you're going to use. You have to take from a military base. So you have to organize that one first of all. So there's a series of like sort of minor missions leading up to the main one, <clears throat> but the minor missions are brilliant in their own right. Yeah. So the heists are excellent. They're really, really good fun. Like you have to be well prepared. So you have to sort of play the game a little bit in order to prepare yourself. So you need weapons. You need good cars. Inevitably, there's going to be a getaway at some point. So you know if you can get the armored car, if you can buy that, you know it's going to be holding you there. Yeah. So they're excellent. To be to be quite honest, they're brilliant. Um, so oh man, yesterday I think Ori and the Will of the Wasps. Wasps, bloody. Um, that dropped, so that came out. So I had that pre-ordered a while back, so I finally became available. So Game Pass, isn't it? I think. Um, it's a Game Pass trailer. Is it? I might get it, yeah. Oh, oh no, you pay for it. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I don't mind paying for it. I feel it's a bit, yours forever. Yeah, I feel a bit stupid, but like... No, actually, but do you know what? I'll see the other side of it. You're, you're giving the gamers an incentive as well. I, I mean, do that sometimes. I actually do that sometimes. The yeah. game's good enough. Especially an indie game. Mm. I, I pay for it. Because... The, the previous one, Ori and the Blind Forest, is such a good game. Yeah. What was this one called, sorry, now? Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Okay, correct, Um So the first one was gorgeous. It's got a really emotive start to it as well. Like, this sort of mother character sacrifices herself for your character, and it's like... I remember you telling me this. Oh, so, man, yeah. it's really heart-wrenching. And the, I thought it sets the tone for the rest of the game. It's really this beautiful, melancholy forest that you're adventuring through. This one's the same. It's awesome. It's I'm really... It's not quite as emotive like the characters in it, but they're still it's still beautiful and heart wrenching in places. Solid though. It is quite hard. Um, the first one was solid. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, but it's great because you can, as with all these games, you can sort of put your skill points into leveling up in certain ways and customize your character a little bit. So you know you might be able to get like a double jump, triple jump, or like a dash attack. You know, various different things. There's tons of stuff actually. So. Um, that's really cool. It's gorgeous as well. Like it's got this really beautiful sort of hand-painted uh, feel to the graphics. That's really nice. Uh, F1 2018. <laughs> so um, this is free on Game Pass. And obviously after completing Forza, I actually I really missed the racing game. Like I'm just so used to sitting down. I might have like the wrestling on in the background while I'm just going around a circuit and just beating races. So I really miss that. So um, yeah. I played this, the first race, I posted the end of it on Facebook and I absolutely smashed it, like just ripped it apart, but I realised I left the assists on, so it, the game helps you when you're cornering yes. and it helps you braking. So I felt dirty, <laughs> so I turned all that off in the next one, but the next one was so hard. Like this one corner on the Bahrain circuit, just I could not get right for love nor money. Every time I went round it, like my car would touch the curb and spin off. I was like, ah. Even like, if you braked and... The only way to do it, like when you watch the computer do it, they always get the line perfect. So they never touch the curb. They just, but they full power through it. 
Whereas when I was doing it, like it comes off the back of another twisty corner. Mm. So it's not like a straight bit that you can measure up easily. You just have to get all of the lines right through these corners. If in the play of the game, they showed that, that it is possible, isn't it? Like yeah. Oh, yeah. Line, yeah. You play it. Sorry? Yeah, they do show the line for you to take, but it's starting to do it. Yes, that's basically, it's just really hard to get it precisely right. But you know what I find now with the, game, with the Formula 1 game? Because, like, when I play Grand like, this is my experience of racing games, and it's probably the wrong way. I'm not a racing game expert, but I just, like, like body chop the other cars out the way you can't do that in this game you flick off this, yeah. you flick off and you also get penalties yeah you get penalty points yeah. yeah so that's what I was having and one little mistake it just takes your car out like, whereas like Gran Turismo or Forza that doesn't happen nah yeah it's true it's a lot more forgiving isn't it it is whereas I think they've, they've and credit to the designers really because they've been true to the sports yeah. in that because you can't do that in Formula 1 no you'll um, you'll just get penalties and you'll probably damage your car more so but, you know, I'm really enjoying it. So well, my favourite team in Formula 1 is Williams. And um, in the 90s, 80s and 90s, they were just the team for innovation, for technology, for drivers, for just being inspiring. They were just amazing. I know nothing about <coughs> this area of sport at all, oh, apart from Lewis Hamilton and that's Sure, much. yeah, that's all you need to know, really. But, um, yeah, so Williams have hit hard times recently, so they're really, they're right at the back of the grid. So uh, I've been winning with them. <laughs> So that's been really cool. One thing I love about this game, though, is um, the car development side. So in Formula One, how it works is like we're testing. The guys at the factory will be constantly bringing out parts yeah. for your car that you add on for, as the season goes. <clears throat> and that's just how Formula One always is, you know. Like there's, oh, in two races time, we've got like a new uh, wing that we're adding to the back. And we think it might improve performance. It's enhanced technology. And yeah. yeah. So you can actually help them with this by the more laps you put in through... Um, practice sessions on the track so in Bahrain for instance they have like three practice sessions then the qualifying then the race and that's how the format is for all Formula 1 so um, you can skip all of that if you want or you can put those hours in and it will help improve your technology because the test runs would do that exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. so you can improve your car for the season so I absolutely love that they put that in but um, I can imagine you as well doing all the right stuff for your car as well nurturing it to be honest it's above me uh, like I really don't when he's talking about like the chassis and the gearbox and the engine I haven't got a clue but it does it in such a way that it's quite accessible because mm. it's just basically like a, um, imagine like a cross mm-hmm. so the top section is like the chassis mm. the right section might be aerodynamics mm-hmm. and an engine on the bottom and then something else on the left mm-hmm. so you can pick a section which you want to develop and then you can just pick a thing that sounds good that in that cool. section yeah so you, you don't need to know like aerodynamics <laughs> and cars and things like yeah. that Grand Formula 1 used to have something similar to that not testing but you could upgrade parts of your car yeah you could tune it couldn't you yeah you can tune it and get, you know, I didn't know what half of them meant but, same here yeah but all, all I used to look at is the, is the BHP like the horsepower on it the ultimate does it yeah. increase the horsepower or not yeah and, and the control and stuff like that that was it the stability the handling yeah. and the, the, the yeah. horsepower yeah, yeah. Grand Trim was great for that like, yeah. at that time Yes, it was, man. It was yeah. brilliant. Fours has always been good for that as well. Yeah. Again, it's above me. Like, I don't understand yeah, how people do it. Either. I thought you'd probably be an expert. <sighs> well, I thought I was. I tried it. I tried changing the camber of the tyres, which should affect how the car slides and handles. But, man, the car was a dog afterwards. It just, like, I couldn't drive in a straight line. So... You messed the car up. Badly. There's definitely an art to it that I don't know about. Yeah. <laughs> a dark art. Just keep it in the default settings, baby. <laughs> yes, that's what I ended up doing. <laughs> Uh, so you just to finish that I mean I love that the the tyres and the car weight makes a massive difference in that Formula 1 game 
So like, if you're on old tires, the car's not responsive. It's just, no. I, I no, yeah, I noticed no, it. And I was no, like, what? That's amazing. And how heavy the car is. So in Formula One, they fuel the car to start. And then you slowly get less and less fuel as you burn it off. So the mm. car gets lighter and quicker. So mm. you can actually feel the difference in it. So I was really impressed at that. Do you feel like the rumble in the car on the controller as well? That... You, you do, yeah. And I guess that is responsive to how heavy the car is. But it's more the handling, really. So like as you, as you go around a corner, like, for instance, in the qualifying, they deliberately make the car super light because you're only doing one lap one super quick lap just to put a lap time in to see where you start on the grid so because it's super light you get used to how it feels mm. but then when the car is starting the actual Grand Prix the race it's full of fuel to last you the whole race so it handles so much differently it's like a tanker it's crazy but yeah it's, it's brilliant I, I love that that level of detail has been thought about Two Point Hospital we talked about um it's easy so far. Probably will get challenging soon. That's the note that I made. <laughs> um, Civ Six was the was the one. How did you find it? <clears throat> really hard. Really yeah? hard. Yeah, man. Really frustratingly hard. I tried it on the easier setting, uh, but the computer took over the whole map. So I tried it on a tiny map, just basically default setting. I don't really know about the game. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I think I picked. Who did I pick? Was it Greece or someone? Okay. Some random country. Was it India? That's why you failed. No, I, I went with Britain with the next one. They were good, but I still failed that. Britain, I don't like Britain because the naval part of it. Sure. I, I'm not a na- I'm not a naval guy on this, so I, I don't. I don't, I, I, don't, I don't use the naval part. I, I, I prefer like a land-based uh, country. Sure. That's why. That's fair. Yeah. You don't have to be a naval person. Huh? No, but what happens is that you. You have perks, and one of Britain's perks is the naval part. So they sort of specialise. They sort of yeah. specialise yeah, in different things. Like. And all that. <clears throat> yeah, you get these yeah. special ships and stuff. But I don't like fighting. I don't know. I just don't like investing in the naval part. Yeah, that's just my preference. <clears throat> yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. carry on. Sorry. No, it's cool. Um, so basically, on that on that tiny map, the computer took over all of it, and it had cities everywhere with each of the different countries, um, civilization. Sorry. So I couldn't move or do anything. I couldn't encroach into their prop, um, territories. So the computer one. Well, like it was just like I, I didn't so know. You were stuck. To, you couldn't do anything at all. I was stuck, but also like between my two cities, the computer tried to come and build a city in, in the middle. I could see a settler coming in. I was like, "Mate, what are you doing?" Coming to conquer. Yeah, well, like split my cities up. Like I thought that was my territory. Yeah. Like, but that's I, the te- that's the tactic, isn't but it? I guess. Bo- no, but the borders not there, isn't it? The borders in between. So yeah. unless your border, unless you've expanded your culture. Or expanded your influence, then the border increases. That's right, yeah. So how many cities did you have? Uh, just two at that point. And how far was you into the game? Ah, uh, maybe like two hours. No, like. but how many? How many years? Oh, okay. So I'm not sure, but I sort of I was developing. Um, I think I was gunpowder? a fair bit. Too. What sorry? Did you have gunpowder? No, I was, I, was, I was before that bit. Probably so, just a bit before. One of the key bits to this game. <clears throat> How did you start off? Build as many cities as possible. That's what I tried to do the next time round. Yeah, build as many cities as possible with warriors. Protect yourself. So as you're building, as you're building the city, build. Uh, the first thing you should build at the city is a warrior to protect it, or like a soldier to protect it. Mm. Then start building resources. Then start building the settler. So it's managing that. So when you expand your Expand, expand. Say you've got like about five, six uh, cities. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, go on, go on. Yeah. When you've got like five, six, then you can start. Be have a lot more influence over over the game. <clears throat> this is the thing I was saying. Just because, like, 
um, what I found the computers quite aggressive, really. Like, because all I wanted to do was, like, just get started, build a good city or two, and, you know, have them flourishing, have them developing. But I couldn't do that because um, resources get taken up, um, and it's always, like, sort of you're on the border with someone, like, quite quickly. So there's no chance to sort of explore. It's already taken up quite quickly. Everything's claimed. Yes. So I found that quite hard. Um you're not a very good dictator, are you? No. Or, or uh, you can change the amount of countries there. I did that for the second time yeah. around, so yeah, I'm I'm aware of that. Um, keep it but, to one, maybe. Yeah, maybe just keep it one on one. But I don't know. I just it's amazing when you get to nuclear power now. Really? Yeah. If you can get, if you're like want to be a military dictator and you've got a nuclear weapons, you can just blow up everything. That's the way I'm going. It's just be aggressive. If you want to, like, I, I've even played the game where I'm I'm, I'm the aggressor. So if I see a country, I've built up my, I've built up my thing, I see something else take over. I've got so many questions about this, because in playing it, you know, I had the opportunity where someone just built a city near me, and it was really on demand, and I could easily just take it, but I just didn't know how. And that leads me to one of my points in this was, like, lots of learning. The control scheme and in-game menu took a long time to learn, so in that first playthrough, man, that's so frustrating. I think, what maybe what will do right in this game? Watch me play. Maybe. I'll play it on big TV, watch me play. You can also play uh, cross-play on this, like, uh, um, very um, multiplayer. Yes, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. that'd be cool. Because we've both got, like, Nintendo Online, haven't we? Oh, I've got it on the Xbox. That's one for no, the gaming oh, weekend. Yeah. Okay, I've got it on the Switch, that's why. Oh, okay, well, no worries. It's <laughs> one for Switch, the gaming weekend. Switch was a better thing. Oh, you didn't understand my advice, but Switch is better because you've got touchscreen and it's control so, so good on it. I think I've got a Switch Lite, so the screen's quite small on it, and... Even then, that that game on the Switch, I, I promise you now. It, it, it I mean, obviously not right now, but on the travels, it just kept me going. I pro- the thing is, I don't really do that anymore. Like I used to, but I, I wanted it on the big screen just so I could see it all. And yeah. stuff, you know. So the controls are pretty good on the big screen anyway. Mm. I mean, you struggle with them, but like uh, only to know. no. Once you sort of get to know what roughly what to do, then yeah. But there's still so much like just icons that I don't know what they mean and. It keeps throwing information well, at me. Let's play together. Yeah. Gaming so. weekend sorted. Yeah, maybe. So I'm not sure about it yet, but um. You're giving it a try. Yeah, and I probably will give it another couple of goes, but yeah, more just to like satisfy you really, because like we talked about how do we give games a chance and are we writing it off before we give it a go? Yeah. So. I, I definitely invested a bit of time. This is it's got a lot more complicated from Civ Two, but I've, I suppose I've got like. How many generations? Civ 2, Civ 3, Civ 4, Civ 5 I played. Yeah. And Civ 6 is probably... Civ 2 is still my favourite. Probably because I look back at it with the rose-tinted glasses. Because mm. Civ 2 had this amazing thing where, you know, your um, your uh, council, like your, you, you had a military advisor, you had a, you had a far, uh, uh, financial advisor, and each advisor played by an actual actor. Oh, that's nice. That's like Command and Conquer, isn't it? Yeah, yeah exactly like that, yeah. They're re-releasing Command and Conquer, by the way. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, Karen, sorry. Well, the last thing, I mean, I just, well, it's just one thing, but just to sort of sum up my frustrations with it, like, I built a holy site and a shrine and all this stuff, so it meant you could build, like, religious dudes and send them out. Yes. But for whatever reason, something wasn't right, and I couldn't build them, but it wouldn't tell me what I was missing. Yeah, that, that's a bit of the game. Sometimes you need, like, resources, and you, you have to trade resources, or if you haven't got that mineral... It doesn't tell you that, that yeah. you have to Google it. That, that, that was my frustration. Oh, with the game. I googled it for at least an hour, honestly. Yeah. I was really, really like, that's so frustrating. Like, 
I could see sort of like other religions coming to impose on my cities. And like, but it's like, you know. You couldn't defend yourself. Yeah, so I built sort of Manchester in the north. There was Sheffield, London and Birmingham. And the two northern cities were on the border with this other civilization. So they were, they were sending people in and starting to turn <clears throat> their population there. And it's like, you know, I just, I've got everything that you're telling me I need. Because, you know, it tells you on the, the resource, how to build yeah. it, what it needs, the prerequisites. So I had all that built. Was it grayed out? <clears throat> no, no, it was there. It was available. But like, just pressing it, it wouldn't build it. And I don't know if it was glitched, maybe. Yeah, it was a glitch, yeah. But it's frustrating, man. <laughs> yeah, but I can see why people love it. I can see, like, because, you know, in watching some YouTubes about it as well, you know, you could see the passion that sort of people have for it and the amount of... There is learning, but there is a lot of knowledge that goes into it as well in terms of the tactics, in terms of what you can do, how you can do it. And obviously me just starting out, I've gone at this scattergun approach of just building anything and everything. Yeah. And maybe that's not the way to do it. You have to be a bit more focused, perhaps. Yeah. I mean, I, I play like this when I play CML. I'll build a city. First thing I do is a warrior or, or a soldier just to guard that city. Sure. Then I also got like a one, the first one, just get him to explore around and protect, like constantly circling. So the map opens up slowly. Mm. That's what I'm doing that with the map. So I'm doing multiple things. Doing that, then as a city, as a city goes to level two, I'll procure settlers so I can settle into another bit. Then slowly keep building that, building yeah. that, building that, building that. And at the same time, I'm building the minor resources, the ones that take the less, less turns to do. Mm. You know, I wouldn't go straight. And build, I don't know whether you've done this or not, but I wouldn't go straight and building something that's bigger. It's going to take a lot of turns. Yeah, like sixty-two turns yeah, or something. I'd do the ones that that mine, but then at the same time, I'm also building my army as well. Right. So I'm rotating it. Okay, I didn't really build an army. That's probably where I went wrong. If you have to build an army, otherwise you're gonna get taken over. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could be a peaceful like pacifist, but you have to have some sort of. It's like real life. You have to have some sort of uh, military backup. Yeah, backup, and then also trade with other other countries so like often they wanted open borders i'd do it really yeah I, yeah you well initially you can do it just to get used to the game because when you get tr- open borders you can tr- you, you open trade routes and it builds roads for you yeah and it makes that. the game faster for you okay yeah so every time there's a trade route you build a, it builds a road mm. that's how roads are built because it's like real life isn't it yeah. why the roads built in the first place yes because of trade routes to make trade easier yeah so that that's that helps you as well okay I think it would help to sort of watch you play it. Yeah. So maybe that's one we can do. Yeah. 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 No, that's me done. Okay, we are three hours, 35 minutes. Probably one of our longest podcasts. (laughs) Almost four hours. So guys, sorry if it's so long, but... uh, It's cured you of your insomnia. Yeah. So... We are tired. It's uh, quarter past ten. Yeah. Wow. Wow. It is pretty nice. It's a Sunday night. Yeah. Wow, that's gone so quickly. So, well, we hope you've enjoyed it, yeah. and thank you for sticking with us. Absolutely, and I'm gonna call it a day. So, ta ta. Now goodbye. <laughs> well, you said ta ta, <laughs> and I just thought, yeah, I'm just gonna leave you hanging there. Yeah. Anyway, see you later, guys. <laughs> see you in two weeks' time. <laughs>